Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Pulpum X Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Monday night, April 14th, 2014. Happy to have you here. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Not far from the lion's den. Got a great show for you lined up tonight. Justin Brayton. Denny Stevenson, Mitch Payton, Nick Way, Jason Thomas, and the Josh Hansen. That's right. The guy who says, I just don't like the guy, the guy's just a douchebag, will be on tonight to tell me about my douchebaggery. Looking forward to it. Can't, uh, can't wait to have it. Have him on the show. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Cherbies, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, the Moto Company, Optrix on board with us, and Guts Racing. Guts Racing, the official seat foam of Monster Pro Circuit, and uh, a lot of teams out there in the pits. Check them out, GutsRacing.com. We thank those guys for coming on. Like I said, my name's Steve Mathis. With me on the line, or on this, in the studio here, DirtRider.com's own tester extraordinaire, Chris Kiefer. That was exciting. That was like a high level. I should have heard that when I was racing, but I never did. You're very, very <laughs> happy about that. I am. I was stoked. That's what we do. That's what we do for Making you. Making dreams happen today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we do. Hey, 702-586-7857. Give us a call anytime. Uh, talk about Seattle, talk about anything on your mind, really. we got voicemails and emails. We have the Race Tech email segments, X-Brand tear-offs, uh, NFAB question of the day. We have uh, BTO Sports tweet at tits. That's right. I didn't screw that up. It is the BTOsports.com tweet at tits because he returns. The prodigal son returns to the studio. <laughs> Coming back. I'm back. Like, like the Rolling Stones for the fifth time. Mm. Tits, what's up? Come back. Feels a little weird. Been another man in my spot, and I'm not yeah. sure how I feel about it. But it's my own doing. So you're, what you're using do? a PC. I'm very of out of my element. I thought it was just I was just going to slip right back in, and it's, it's you know a little different. Devin is out for tonight. He has a has a conference or something going on, or a training or something. And uh, so tits uh, filled in. But if you want tits in your life, and who doesn't? Thursday noon, Fly Fly Race Intro Sixty Show presented by NFAB. Tits, you're still in on that, so yeah, I am. Uh, tune in on that Thursday at noon. But uh, Tits, what did what what did you think about being back in the studio? I leaving has been a double sided coin. I've definitely enjoyed getting to bed early. That was one of my major complaints. Can kind you believe little, that, Kiefer? A little more family yeah, time. I was just thinking, he's like the Brett Favre of producers who just keeps coming back. <laughs> keeps coming. <laughs> you can't write him off. Can't go away. But, but I mean, so you're getting more sleep. Congratulations uh, yeah, on that. Yeah, I am. And sleep's very important. Says the guy too. who it's sleeps very, in his truck. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, seriously. Um, but when you sent me the text, it was uh, it was a no brainer. I said absolutely. I'd, I'd love to come back. I've been actually 
thinking about asking you if I could just come in and sit in the studio, but I didn't want to be, oh, you know, that man. guy. I didn't want to, you know, so so I never did, but you asked me, so here I am. Can't let go, that man. I'm going down. Happy to be here, though. Yeah, fantastic. Tits legendary. Tweet at Tits segment is back. BTOsports.com. Tits is running the show, working the phones. Uh, he's going to miss out on his sleep tonight, but he did it all for you, folks. All for you. The sacrifices I make. Uh, how's everything at Optrix? <laughs> Things at Optrix are actually going really well. Really? Yeah, they are. I can only attribute it to you know the really good marketing and social media campaigns that they have going <laughs> yeah. on. Keith, uh, he got a job at Optrix. Nothing to do with the show. Just no, blowing it up nothing, right now. Nothing at all. I, I could have got this with or without you. Oh. Clearly. Hey, we're giving away two Optrix cases tonight. Though. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We're going to give one away. I'm okay. not going to give all the details, but one people is going to one of them is going to be for live people. Yeah. And make sure everyone's happy. We're going to do one for people who listen to the archive. All right. Stay tuned, everybody, to get to win the Optrix. Uh, the archive people will win, and the live listeners will win one. And, of course, uh, we're going to give away a Fly Racing uh, F2 Andrew Short replica helmet, courtesy of the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, we'll give you more details on that as well. Uh, Kiefer. Yep. Can you believe Hanson's coming on the show? Uh, I'm stoked. Like, I was look, driving up here thinking about it. I was thinking all these questions that I would love to ask him. He's coming on the show. God. I, I like Hanny. He, he's I always like, been I like cool. Irv. <laughs> I like her. Um, no. Uh, he's an intriguing fellow. He is. Um, I don't know what's happened to him. He didn't like me, really didn't like me for a long time. And maybe some of the things I wrote were a little harsh, but I stand by what I wrote, at least the, the general theme of them. And then somehow Nick Way said that one day he was talking to Hanny, and Hanny asked how I was and said that he would buy me a hot dog. Wow. He's... Then San Diego this year, he sees me on track walk and shakes my hand and asks me how I am. Wow. And then I said, is your other hand going to punch me right now? And he said, <laughs> laughed, and he said, no. And then we talked again a couple weeks ago. He's working with Dakota Tedder. Right. He was in the Cowie truck. I made him coffee. We talked about starts and doing all that. And then I said, do you want to come on the show? And he said, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And then last week he said he's ready for it. It's like a relationship. I don't know if I want to take that next step. <laughs> it's Josh and it, it's a sign of his... getting older, too. I think you get a little older. and you Josh just kinda... Hansen is coming on yeah. the show. That's awesome. Sweet Jesus. Um, looking forward to it. All right, uh, and of course, uh, Justin Brayton coming up. Mitch Payton, not much more to be said about that guy. Denny Stevenson, the Rent the Supercross Star program, went off this weekend with or without a hitch, depending on how you think. I can't wait to hear all this. It's, it was, they wanted a 90 Supercross Star. Oh, they got it. They got one. <laughs> yeah, they imagine. got one. Let me just say that I got a text somewhere, sometime around 2 a.m. on Friday night saying, we don't know if we can handle this anymore from one of the rent renters. And they thought they could handle it? I guess so. Man. So Denny Stevenson will be in to uh, talk about that program. And, uh, hey, don't forget, you can listen to this on Stitcher, on iTunes, on the app. Kiefer, how do you listen to the, to the archives? What's your preferable manner? Uh, my preferred manner is I go testing, and I sit in the back of a van, and I put my headphones on and plug mm-hmm. it into my iPhone. Okay, but you still didn't tell me, like, what form do you use? What content producer do you use to get it? Content producer? iOS? Is that what you're talking about? No. What are you talking about? How do you listen? What do you use to listen to the show? My iPhone. Okay, and what on that iPhone? Oh, the Pulp MX app. Thank you. That's what you're looking for. Sorry. Or or Stitcher or our podcast. It's only the first 10 minutes. I'll break in. It's all right. No, no, it's okay. I'm just checking. (laughs) So so Kiefer listens to it on the app. You can get it on iTunes. Uh, There's a podcast programs out there that you can get. Stitcher has it also. uh, And also, hey... Uh, tits ain't cheap to fill in. So if you're going to buy something from Amazon, uh, go to pulpomex.com, 
click on the Amazon banner and uh, buy something like you normally would. There's no discount code, but we get a little piece of that, and then that way we can afford to keep keep guys like Tits coming in as a fill-in for this weekend. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, having all these guests on the night. Looking forward to breaking down Seattle a little bit. Um, last Seattle uh, for a while, Kiefer. Uh, travel schedule doesn't work out for 2015 and beyond, so the uh, Seattle people, North Pacific Northwest people, are losing the race, which is kind of a bummer. You never knew what you were going to get with Seattle. This weekend, this weekend though. Dry. Dry. Yeah. I mean, it was still soft and ruddy, though. It but was. It the main events were ruddy. It might have been the best Seattle in a long time. So uh, it was fantastic. RV getting his sixth win in front of his hometown crowd. Having to go to the semi and still pulling it off. Yeah, the main event wasn't too exciting, I thought. you know, But I, I really enjoyed the heat races, especially the 250F heat races. Those were really good. What do you, Okay, did you – are you a fan of that? The, the Yeah, I think it I, – I, I, what was tripping me out was the Zach Osborne, Malcolm Stewart dude. Do they have a, a well, beef, or what's up with that? I don't think they have a beef, and that's what I was more talking about. I don't really like that. The, to me, Zach, Zach's a straight-up racer. He doesn't really go over the top at any time. I've never seen it. And, yeah, Malcolm kind of went over the top on that. I think when you're stopping and looking and all that, I think that's a little like – like, first of all, Dean crashed in that race. They could have won. Right. Those guys were jerking each other off. That was like the chicken Larry Ward edition of Seattle. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't mind the racing and the aggressive block passing and stuff, but when you coming in and stopping and looking and all that, I don't like that. I and just, it's just a heat race. You know, you're going to make the main event anyway. If Zach passed him or vice versa, I mean, you're both going to make it. It's one yeah, position. It's no, not a big like, deal. No, exactly. So, you know, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of that. But, hey, uh, uh, what's my microphone? What's that? I said you both gone soft. I thought it was awesome. Really? Yeah. I got a big. Big joy out of it, just watching it. But obviously, yeah. what oh, you guys are big, saying big is joy. valid. A big, big joy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not they're not a regular joy. Okay, a big, big joy. <laughs> you guys are right, but I, as a as a a casual fan, yeah. really thought it was fun. Just because it. you like the you it like was, battles. It was, fun. It, yeah. it, it was it was more than just yeah, pass them once and, and move on. It was you know the back of cat and mouse type thing. As a yeah, as a fan, I thought it was fun. I can see where he's coming from. As a fan point of view, it, it's cool to see race like that. But as a guy that you know knows guys personally, and I know Zach personally, it just it kind of bums me out. You know, I don't want to see. Zach. on probation too. Yeah, it's just like he's had something up his ass lately. He's I been. Just, he writes with a bit of a chip on his shoulder, like, you can't pass me yeah. or something. Maybe because I'm James's brother, you know that I, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if that's it, because James doesn't really ride like that. No, but I think people expect more out of Malcolm because he is James's brother. And I think when yeah, he does talented. get passed. He's talented. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if, if this comes into consideration, too, but maybe he thinks he deserves a Geico ride, and Zach shouldn't have it. Maybe he should. I mean, is a TLD ride really that much less than a Geico? Think, you think you think about that kind of stuff when you're out on the track, though? To me, when you see a guy's name on his jersey, that kind of shit pops in your brain. Okay. All right. I... I don't know. Eh, I don't know. Well, I mean, you're, you're the expert here. Yeah. You've raced Supercross. I have. You've raced, you've raced Canadian Nationals. Canadian Nationals. Uh, hey, Tits, can you um, pull the microphone? You're, you're taller than Devin, so there you go. And then maybe Is this better? And then pull it up like you got to loosen it, and then you got to do that. Okay, there you know what I go. notice about then, tits, too, is like yep. when he takes calls. Ah, uh, it's a bumping right now going on. And Devin's really soft-spoken, and, and when he talks, it's really, you can really hear it. And now, tits, you got to tilt the mic away from you because it's a directional mic. You don't talk to the radio, top of it. Bro. You're talking to the front of it. Oh, he's getting it. Bingo. Ooh. Yeah, see, now i got to go down because you got it right. Uh, now, okay. Now i got to go adjust, adjust your volume down. You got it. So we strive for audio perfection on this show. Um. 
I've been on RV a lot this year about his stupid inside gates. Yeah. He goes inside gates because he wants to stay out of trouble. Right. And some like to me, if you got the inside gate, yes, you're you're looking great. You're you're if you get the jump and everything's good, you're gonna get the whole shot. But if you screw up, the dude next to you are coming over and you're shut off and you're you're effed. Now he usually makes the best of it because he's Ryan Villapoto and he's a badass dude. But I can't help but think the last two weeks he's gone to the semi. He's had to start by the box. One time on the right of it, this week on the left of it. Starting by the box gives you room to move. Mm-hmm. Um, you know all about the box. and Yeah, the I, know a, I know a lot about box. Right. And, uh, <laughs> easy. Uh, easy. And uh, so you, he starts by the box. Last two weeks he pulls two whole shots. Uh, maybe he'll start thinking about that a little bit. And you know starting by the box is a less he's moved to. Oh, yeah. You can, it, How do you feel? What do you think about that? Uh, Am I... Am I high or drunk? No, didn't you started all that stuff too with the inside of the box deal, right? Very inside gate. It's I always safe. told him it was dumb, and it, it it goes either way. I think he has enough motor; he knows he's going to get the jump. So even if you don't get a jump, and the guy next to you is in front of you, you still can roll the inside and come out. You know, yeah, fifth, six, seven. Yeah. No, I've seen him get shitty starts, and you just tiptoe around the inside. And and I also think these last few races, also he knows he has a big gap. He's not going to be going ape shit out of the gate, you know, mm-hmm. trying to pass people on the first lap. So I think he's taking his time. He's been really smart this year. It's it's a different RV than I've ever seen. So Yeah, not as dominant, but five wins ties Stu for the most. Yeah, so, and yeah. it seems like he still wins races, but like you said, it hasn't been – hasn't strung a whole bunch along. So it seems less do, do, dominant, but right. he's still killing it. All right, let's get some calls here right away. Let's talk about tonight. Snowman. Oh, yes. Snowman. Hello? Keep on trucking. Hey guys, what's going on? What's up, no man? Hey, 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 hey! I, I'm, I'm on the uh, Interstate <laughs> 80 right now, hauling some shit, and I just had a, a question for you, there, Steve. Yeah. Hey, uh, I want to be the show weirdo and kick that idiot, whether rain and yellow, the perv, the janitor perv guy. I want to be. I want to take his place. I don't think you can like officially apply or anything. You just have to just be yourself. Snowman, you know, I don't think you can really say, hey, I'm the weirdo. You kind of just got to be yourself. But, I mean, well, I, you know. I know who I am, man. You're a trucker, so you're probably whacked out on uh, blood thinners or something to stay awake. <laughs> you got coffee. You got uppers and downers. You probably have a basset hound or a chimpanzee next to you, like Clint Eastwood. So you're on, you're on your way. Well, I got a woman that looks like a chimpanzee right now. There you go. Wow. Just think of how many cool stories Snowman has about trucking. Yeah, lot lizards and stuff. Is that is that your permanent woman or just a woman you picked up? I don't know. She's some whore. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. She's got lot lizards and, and whores and Snowman, Snowman, and, you, Snowman and lizards. That's yeah, awesome. you know it. You know it, bro. Um, I mean, you know, I, I like I said, I don't know if there's an official application, Tits. Do we have any sort of applications you fill out for? Uh, you're going to have to check with HR on that one. Yeah, maybe Moser can go vet him a little bit or something. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, I'll give I him rent, Moser's number, a, and he can text him about it. Who do you want to rent? I don't know. Who, who'd be fun? Wow, well, Denny Stevenson's fun. <laughs> I want <laughs> Kiefer. You want Kiefer? Snowman, I'm yeah, scared a little run, bit. Ride my truck. <laughs> I don't want to be in that back seat, Snowman. Oh, it's big. <laughs> is it snowing 24-7 in that cab? Uh, just, just sometimes ma- it is. It's just a mountain when I, coke when I haul it from Mexico, it is. That's for damn sure. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn straight, Snowman. What did you think of Seattle? Uh, it was boring. Yeah. Well, it was kind of cool when Stewie came up short and about broke his wrist and threw his nuts on his, his bars like he always wanted him to do. 
<laughs> well, some people don't. I mean, a lot of people don't want him to do that. But you know, hey, you're not a Stu fan. No, I, I do. I mean, it, the dude's badass. Yeah, either way, I mean, he's right. a badass dude. You know what I mean? That's right. Who's yeah. your guy, Snowman? Ah, uh, well, shit. I, I like Trey Bernard. You know, he's yeah. a hillbilly. Yeah, I don't know if he's a hillbilly, but yeah, we got it. He's a fly racing rider. That's for sure. No, he's hillbilly. Okay. Us hillbilly, we can see each other. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I think I know. I know Albertson's a hillbilly. Ronnie Mack's a hillbilly. So let's, yeah, yeah, that, that dude's cool too. You know, I, I think I think me and Albertson be good friends. Right on, Snowman. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. I like. Thank you. I like. Keep on trucking. Uh, just coming up with JGR, Justin Brayton here. Um, James, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? What up? I was just calling to see. Are you guys giving away Supercross tickets this week? We are going to give away Supercross tickets on. Thursday's Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB Thursday before New York. All right. I will I will call them and try and win them. All right. Sounds good, but We'll give away a pair of tickets right. then. All right. Thanks, James. Uh, Devin, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Good. Thanks for calling. Pulp Show, what's your question? Hey, no worries. Um, hey, so this week Eli Tomac got fourth um, with New York coming up. What do you guys think he's, how he's going to do? Uh... He's okay. been riding good, dude. Yeah. He's riding riding good lately. Uh, Houston yeah, and yeah, Houston and Seattle were good for him. And you know, with there's a little bit more dirt, a little more traction, some ruts. Maybe it's a little more outdoors ish, and Eli yeah. feels better on that bike as opposed to the hard pack, slippery stuff that we've seen a lot. Um, yeah, he's got to keep on going, man. I know. Um, I asked him, hey, when do you give up on Supercross to just focus on outdoors? And he said, I don't. I'm still riding Supercross. Wow. So yeah, um, with uh, outdoors coming up. Uh, do you think Tomac and Barsha? Do you, who do you think is going to win the, that battle? Because I, you know, Barsha, he's good outdoors, but I think Tomac's going to get him this year. Maybe I don't know. What do you think, Kiefer? I think Barsha has as uh, I think Barsha's a little bit faster than Tomac in raw speed. I think, but I think Tomac's going to be more consistent. Mm. There you go. Right. Thanks, buddy. Cool, cool. Thanks, hey, thanks guys. All right, thank you. Guys you. Have a good one. All right, Michael. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? What's up, buddy? Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for getting in contact with B2 Sports for me. Oh, yeah. Did it, cool it, did, it, did it work out? Yeah, it did work out. I, got, I now got the parts I want all right. to Michael is, uh, be delivered for him. Michael is from Sweden, and he is buying parts for Adam Antonap, the 7 Deuce Deuce. Fantastic. From Sweden? Yeah, yeah. 7 Deuce Deuce, baby. <laughs> He's from Sweden. He likes Hanny, too. Uh, I, yeah, I love Hanny. He's my man, dude. Oh, I also have a question about the track, uh, yeah. Supercross track. Yeah. Back in 2006, uh, it was the last year they rode the two-strokes, the 252 strokes. The old big dude, AMS, AMA boss, Steve Whitelock, said the big 450s overpowering our racetracks. Mm-hmm. I remember he, he said. But what has been the biggest difference between the tracks now and, let's say, 2005, where everybody was racing two-strokes? Uh, you keep saying the, the triple is still 60 feet. Yeah, there isn't. That's my whole point. There isn't much difference from back then, and the bikes are too big for indoor supercross racing. So, in my opinion, they are. Yeah, they All make right. they make the racing a little boring. They, uh, you know, they come around a turn, they go four four, and they make a turn, and then they come around and they go three three three. They're in the air a lot, and they're so powerful. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be perfect. A guy like Kiefer could show up on a four fifty and jump pretty much everything. Maybe not the quads and stuff, but because the bikes are so good, they're just. Back in the yeah, two-stroke days, if you didn't have a big bore, yeah, you you had to be perfect. <laughs> there's there's definitely like yeah, exactly. 
uh, more room for error with a big bike, you know? Yeah, I mean, can you – like, you see guys on the in practice, they're like, yeah, and they clear triples, you know? Like, they're just – it's – yeah, I think the tracks need to change. I think the guys need to buy more dirt. I think they make they need to make bigger obstacles. They need to build to the edges of the stadium. It's a lot of stadium floor space in a lot yeah. of those stadiums, Kiefer, as you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think there should be an overhaul. We should look at some stuff. Um, in, right. in my opinion. Cool, but man. Thanks, Michael. Uh, which which time do Hanny coming on? Hanny, we're still working that out, but probably sometime in the eight o'clock hour. All right. So, oh, thank you. All right. Thanks, bud. A lot of calls tonight, Kiefer. Yeah, I'll say that's a few. We'll talk about uh, Seattle a little bit, but let's knock out some calls here, Brian. Yo, what's up, guys? Thanks for calling the uh, uh, Pulp and Mac Show presented by BTOSports.com. Yes, thanks. Um, hey, did you guys? What do you guys think of Freezy Direct, man? That was pretty dirty, huh? In practice? Yeah. Oh yeah. That triple, dude. That I was it. hairy. Kiefer, you've been here though as a rider. Yep. Just drug his foot pegs up the face. Up a triple. And then just started rolling up the windows. Oh yeah. damn! And he got lucky. By cartwheeled, he jumped off and just landed on the downside of the third one. And so he ass slid down? Kind of tumbled, ass slid. Uh, it could have been so He, he kind of like landed on the downside of the triple a little bit on his yeah. feet and kind of like flipped as soon as he yeah. landed. It, oh. it could have been way worse you, you know than the, it was. You know how as a rider, the moment you leave the jump, you're like, you know you're screwed. <laughs> Yeah, that's what. It, Did he get much time on that bike before that? Oh, he got ten minutes on on Friday. Oh man, ten minutes, and this was the first practice. And see, that's rough. And the Yamaha is a little bit. Oh no, 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 stop, Kiefer. What? I was told by the JGR guys <laughs> that they were all pissed at me. What? They were all pissed at me. I'm like, dude, that's going to be tough. And they're like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay, he's riding. He's got ten minutes on a YZ450 on your bike on a factory bike. Right. For, he's been on a Honda Privateer Honda all year. And you just, I mean, they're like, he should be 8 to 12. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, I'm just coming off of a production bike. It feels different than other bikes. But also, from my buddy, Preston, he lives, you know, close to me. He talks to me about when he rode last year at Hangtown, how much difference it was just from his practice Yamaha to his race bike. He said, man, I got arm pump in 10 minutes because my JGR race bike was so much faster. So I can imagine how much torque that, you know, that Supercross spec had. That'd be, that'd be a hard deal to do. Yeah, Kiefer, man, you're doing a good job. Uh, good co-host, for sure. Have a lot of good points to make, especially about the bikes and stuff. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, Brian. Hey, hey, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I, I tweeted you a little while ago. My uh, roommate, her brother, plays for the Maple Leafs. McClement, Jay? Oh, yeah. Wait, your so brother? This- Wait, which, which, how does it go again? My roommate, your her room- brother, plays for the Maple Leafs. So you have a chick roommate, and it's her brother? Yeah. Bro, hook me up. Yeah. That's like a one, well, that's dude, like a one degree. Toronto, they played on Saturday, but the Supercross is going on. It probably could have done something for you. I would really like to talk to Jay McClemon right now and really get to the bottom of why they fucking blew a huge Dude, point lead. I don't know. I don't watch much hockey, but I guess they've been doing pretty bad. Yeah, it's not good right now. I'm not happy with Jay McClemon or the Maple Leafs. <laughs> All right, I'll have to put a call in. But, hey, I was wondering, uh, you should do a trivia thing for the tickets for uh, New York City, man. Like, instead of just giving them away, right. like, how about get some people with some moto knowledge and, yeah. just, like, you know. Brian, Brian Titz runs these contests. I tell him that, but he. he oh, I think that'd be way better. He runs these things. I got no say in this stuff. Uh, All right. Thanks, buddy. All right, man. Thank See you. Ya. We've done some trivia things, Tits, for tickets, right? We had two callers on the line a few times. Yep. Uh, Dylan, what's up? What up? Thanks for calling the show. No problem. Um, you sound pretty confident that Roxo was going to RCH last show. Yes. Why? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel like... Yeah, why, Steve? Um, I just feel like 
KTM is a lot better kind of high deal program compared to RCH. JT and I, our friendship has almost been ruined over this this pending transaction. Uh, I feel like it's a bad move. Well, not a bad move. I wonder why he wants to do it. Uh, JT is more along the lines of, eh, whatever, let him do it. Look, he's won on a KTM. I can't believe that KTM wouldn't just, uh, an Austrian company with a German kid and Red Bull as a sponsor, wouldn't the check just be blank for Kenny Roxon? Like, here, fill it in, kid. From what I hear, from what I gather, uh, Dylan, it's the bike. He's not pumped on the bike. He hasn't liked it that much. Um, And, you know, he's, he's represented by WMG and WMG and Kerry Hart. That's a and plus he, big he raised the GTs there. on the oh yeah back no, on he, the Suzuki. He knows Suzuki's yeah. well. Um, Fox Racing is a big sponsor of the uh, team. I, I mean, we'll find out when when it happens when it drops. Don't look for a press release for a long time though. But uh, JT and I, when it comes official, we'll, we'll probably start yelling at each other on the air at one point because I'm with you. I don't understand it either. But I really from. There's no way that they could offer more money than KTM could. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, you know. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. It seems unbelievable to me, too. I've heard from somebody uh, on Roxon's side that it was money. I heard from somebody on KTM's side that it was the bike, and he likes the bike. I've heard a lot of different things. But it's happening, man, so get ready for it. Yeah, I've heard also, too, like, he ha- he likes his bike. This is what I hear speculation here, mm-hmm. but I hear he likes his bike in Supercross, but outdoors not so much. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but in the event that they would hire Roxon, like, would they have enough room or budget for another one, another rider? Yeah, they're gonna get somebody else. They're talking to Brayton. They're talking to Wilson. So. Cool. Yeah, they're gonna get somebody All right. else. All right. Thanks, bud. See ya. See ya. Oh man, Jonathan, what's up? Dang. Uh, on his day back, I fucking trick him again. You tricked him again. <laughs> Tits. <laughs> Just. Right, I, th- so I thought there was a new Sinjin, but with, clearly I he's was He's off wrong. his game, man. Within, he's off his game. Within 20 minutes, you got on the air as Jonathan. Look look at my face. This is how much I care. Yeah. Um, all right. Not at all. So here's my question. Uh, I was uh, reading a Rachel X interview on Hill. Um, uh, Wygant, I believe, did it. Uh, and Hill kind of was about the whole uh, outdoor thing was saying, he wasn't that happy with the bike, and mm-hmm. he wasn't ha- like it was basically he was hinting at the starts that there's a problem with the starts. Like, do you know anything about that? I mean, I'm sure you read the interview. I read the interview. Uh, Josh doesn't really like me. I'm not a fan of Josh over some stuff that happened in the interview t- the beginning of the year, so I'm not one to go seek him out for interviews. Um, uh-huh. So I just kind of talk to people around the team and 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 some sponsors of the team and stuff like that. And yeah, it just. Seems like Josh, uh, a lot of what he's been saying about the bike and everything, wore on the team, and they just said, "Hey, if you're not that happy, we're we're not that happy either, and we'll see you later." What so, do you, what you know. do you think it is? I mean, you see, Tickle. I know he's not very a great starter, even when he was on Pro Circuit, but do you think there is something there? But then you see Alessi, who's on a Suzuki. I know it's a completely different bike, uh, or probably has different parts, yeah. and unless you get great starts, so do you I, think there is something there? I find it hard to. James gets good starts. Um, yeah, exactly. Unless he gets starts, uh, I, I, I don't know how a bike could hold you back from starts. Uh, you know, there's a lot of mapping involved in these things. They're, they're pretty decent. There, Suzuki's are good bikes. I don't know, yeah, exactly. Kiefer. Do you think like here's the deal? Like there? as a rider, it doesn't matter. James wins on a Suzuki. Ryan wins on a Kawasaki, and you can have a guy sixth to tenth place 
It'll be the exact same bike, but he will not like it for whatever reason. You have to jive with the bike, and you have to feel confident in your bike. And if he thinks in his mind that he can't get starts on his Suzuki for whatever reason, then it's already embedded in his brain. So he's SOL, you know? So it's I, an odd bike in the sense that you wouldn't, like, it's an odd thing for him to think that bike of all bikes. You know, it seems like Suzuki's are the most loved bikes right yeah. now. Like, they're the mo- like everyone loves them. Right. Well, here, I, here. I, did, I did, like, in the interview, uh, Hill didn't really, like, he, he thanked Hart and Watson and... Yeah, because they stuck by him for sure. They deserve RCH guys deserve credit for sticking by him when he was injured and the, and you know not producing at all. And hey, look, it didn't work out. They let him go. They let him go for the outdoors, but he shouldn't be too bitter at them for all the things they've done for him. Right. So yeah, and uh, on a more important note, man, Jimmy. Duh. Yeah, Jimmy's ribs. Jimmy got ribs. He had a good start too in that heat race. I mean, I don't expect him to get out of the heat, but I mean, yeah. he had a good start. And, yeah. Uh, I I might as well have just turned off my TV. It was. Not a good night. Did he crash? He hurt some ribs in Houston, so he was hurting all day long, and he, he probably knew he wasn't going to make it or try, but he tried anyways, and it was too much pain. And last thing, uh, I'm praying for you for that, Hanson. I just feel like it's going to get awkward fast. Don't accept phone calls. I'm just I'm giving you advice. No, no. Handy's good, bro. He's solid. All right. Later. See ya. All right. Uh, Robert, what's up, man? What's up? What, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling the show. What's your question? Um, who do you think is going to win this upcoming outdoor season? What do you think, Kiefer? Good question, Robert. Uh, well, depending on if RV's there or not, which we don't know yet, I would say it's either be up to James or Roxon. Those two guys, I think. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, everyone. Chris Kiefer, officially he's high Stuart Roxon. It's high on the air. If RV's um, gone, if RV doesn't show up. Robert, we're pretty sure uh, Villapoto's not going to race the Nationals. It's looking like that. I would I would bet a lot of money on that. It's got to come down to Stewart or Dungy. Hmm. Here's the thing. Dungy had Stu covered last year. Pretty good. Last year. I know. And this year, Stu's much better than him right. in Supercross. So here's the question. Dungy's a better outdoor rider than Supercross. Yes. Right? What did you think? Agreed. So... Did Stu bring his level high enough up? You know, he had a knee injury last year and everything else. Did Stu bring his level high enough up to match Dungey, or is Dunge still better? Not only do I think Dunge he... was a lot better than him outdoors last year. 20 seconds, probably. 20 seconds. <laughs> 20 seconds. Like that? Right. Keeper. Anyway, two things. Stewart is better this year. Number two, okay. his bike is way better than it was last year. I know for a fact he had some, some type of part on the bike that he wasn't happy with, changed it for this year. He's much more happier with that part. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. I, I still don't th- know how you can pick Roxon over Dungey. Roxon's – are you serious? Roxon's fast as hell. Outdoors. Ryan Dungey, though. And I think Roxon – Like, you're has, aware of Ryan Dungey's titles and, and you've seen races and stuff. And but you, you forget about the lap times last year where Roxon on his 250F was as fast. If a couple seconds. I don't want to hear that. Come on. Look, Robert, now you got us into a fight. Thanks for calling, bud. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, we take calls from the kids. kids That's cool. To the yeah. show. Watch the language. Do we swear a little bit too much for the kids? No, he's good. I don't know either. Hey, AtlasBrace.com. They're giving away a brace a month. Uh, giving away Prodigy, Tykes, Originals, uh, AtlasBrace.com. Follow them on social media to learn more. To Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at AtlasBrace. All new website coming out, or it's out now. And uh, I spoke to the guys at Atlas this weekend, Brady and the Noof, and they told me about some of the things they're working on for the future. Uh, non-neck brace wise and it's exciting and uh, I think it's going to be cool so keep your eyes on atlasbrace.com it's a 
forward-thinking company. And Villapoto, Weimer, wear this brace, and uh, and why don't you? And we're happy to have Atlas Brace bring us our next guest, uh, the JGR Yamaha rider, Justin Brayton. What's up, man? Yo, what's up, Mathis? How we doing? Good. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. No problem. Thanks for having me. Always enjoy it. Yeah, Chris Kiefer in studio, too. I don't even know if you've you ever run across... Did you ride his bike one time, Kiefer? Uh, I did. I wasn't in town for that, but our oh. magazine has. Yeah, no, the Dirt Rider, yes. Dirtrider dot com. You can find the musings of Chris Kiefer. Uh, how tough was it, Brayton, staying at home watching the race this weekend? Yeah, you know what? It was um, the toughest part was staying up late enough to watch it. Cause I'm on the East Coast, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it sucks, man. I'm. I was not happy to to not be there. Yeah. So. Um. So, part, of, part of the sport, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like you're going to be out at least four weeks from what I hear, if not longer. You got, I mean, first of all, you had a broken foot, then you had your hand, but you really, the knee is what is the, problem, the issue right now. Yeah, yeah, the hard part is, um, you know, I started in St. Louis, which a lot of people don't know I broke my foot there because right. um, it happened before it got red flagged. I hit Barsha's bike. I, I didn't even crash or anything. Broke my foot and then won the heat race. And that main event... It was like the adrenaline was kind of still going and didn't really affect me too much. Um, and then during that week, it was like, you know, it obviously hurt. And then, yeah. so I, I raced Houston and, and it, you know, it all just kind of stemmed from that. Like I, I tapped my rear brake off the face of the jump. So it made me case the, case yeah. the triple, yeah. like the rhythm section triple over the bars or kind of ejected me and then <clears throat> um, landed right on my foot. And then come out the next practice. Um, <laughs> I know, you we, know, we still kind of injured, uh, and, yeah. and um, I'm off balance in the whoops. And so the bummer part is it all stems from not really being my fault, just hitting a down bike, you know. So yeah, the Dungey crash um, in St. Louis, the last lap, you're in sixth or fifth or whatever. He's in fourth or fifth, yeah. and and he goes down, which is so mm-hmm. unlike Dunge. I mean, he doesn't do that yeah. kind of stuff. You come over a blind jump and plow into him. Yeah. Yeah, like. Like, all nothing your fault, and here we are. Now you're on the couch. I know. I know. It's such, such a bummer because I had, you know, I had a, a few bad races in a row, which Daytona didn't go that great, uh, food poisoning at Indy. And then Toronto, um, you know, I, I, I ran third or fourth. I was right in the mix, ended up fourth that night, and then St. Louis come out and win the, win the heat race. And right. Yeah, it's definitely a bummer. I felt like I had some momentum rolling again, you know, yeah. and um yeah, like I said, it's part of, part of the sport, but I'm definitely bummed to be sitting at home. And, of sure. course, your hand. How's the hand? I mean, does that bother you, or is that something you can deal with? No, the, the hand is actually is actually pretty good. Okay. My foot my foot hurts, for sure. I, <laughs> my foot needs time. I mean, it's, right. it's broke. It's straight up broke. And then um, from the crash in Houston, the first crash in Houston, since I landed right on my foot, I... I crushed. I guess you have like a fat sack in your heel. Oh yeah, I got that. I, I got crushed, that everywhere. <laughs> I crushed that, and that hurts. Yeah, it's not. It, it hurts to walk on. So, yeah, dealing with some things. So, um, yeah, I, wa- I wanted to hit the last two supercrosses. It's still kind of up in the air. Yeah. But um, you know, the main goal would be to come into outdoors 100% healthy, ready yeah. to roll. So, Kiefer, did you did um, you see this guy at St. Louis or Toronto? Did yeah. you see what he was doing? Yeah. Quadding. Everywhere. What I like about Brayton too, you watch him ride. He rides a little bit different, and maybe maybe Brayton can talk about this. He pushes down on the bike when he lands a lot, and you watch the other riders, and they're more kind of flowing. And when they land, they accelerate. But you watch Brayton right before he lands, he pushes down on the bike a lot to get back on the ground sooner. It's pretty cool. You do that, Brayton? 
Yeah, yeah. I think one of the jumps you might be talking about, Kiefer, the like the triple or quad I was doing over the tabletop at St. Louis. Yeah, and you kind of pushed down. That was down one on the where I really end. had to like yeah. almost like BMX style, like up and then throw your bike into the into the transition because that transition was really really steep. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, good, good, good call on that. Yeah, it just looks like the way your elbows are bent and your way your posture is on the bike. It's it's really straight, but you looks like you throw that bike around pretty good. It's pretty cool to watch. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it sucks. Sucks to sucks to see that for you. No doubt about it. And Seattle looked good too. I, yeah. I really like the ruts. Obviously, it looks way different yeah. sitting at home. But me racing Seattle in the past. The dirt was good for Seattle, but it still gets really, really gnarly. Whatever year Shorty won, twenty twelve was that twelve? Uh, yeah, twelve. Track was a lot like that, not not design wise, yeah. but dirt wise, dirt wise. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, My first ever podium on the four fifty was uh, two thousand ten Seattle, and that was like ruts that, everywhere. That was Tommy I mean, Hahn getting second. Really, really bad. Tommy Hahn getting second or third? Yeah, Tommy Hahn got second. Uh, K Dope won, and you got third. Okay, all right. Yeah. Tommy uh, Hahn was was flying that night. He was. Hey, this is totally off the subject, but yeah. I've been wanting to tweet about it. Mm-hmm. You think someone should give Tommy Hahn a ride? Mm, good question. No. Why? <laughs> I think they should. I think they should. Okay. I think it'd be awesome. Uh, he's, he's, I mean, I've been friends with the Hahn brothers my right. whole life. They're from Kansas. I'm from Iowa. Obviously, we race together. Yeah. That would be a cool story if Tommy got a 250 ride on a legit bike. Came back and won some supercrosses. Well, he's certainly. I think talented. he could do it. Well, I think he could do it on a light bike, right? He's certainly talented. Yeah, he's talking two fifty. Yeah. yeah, The only thing is, yeah. is Brayton is when has these when have these comebacks ever worked? You know what I mean? Like, when has a guy yeah, taken but... that much time off and come back? And I mean, we're talking Bradshaw, Kardowski, uh, J Law. Uh, yeah, but anything, I think they all anybody. came back to like the the premier class or four fifty class right, or right. back then two fifty class. Right. That would be hard. He's not going to come back in and right. You know. Okay. Probably not winning that. I and, think if he's on yeah, a good bike. Puddle, but. Right, right. I, I don't know. Yeah, okay. If he's on a good bike, he could get podium. He's a good rider. Yeah. Well, why, yeah. Don't, you, why don't you get uh, Dada to open up the pocketbooks and get a 250 team going? You know? <laughs> um, 702-586-7857. Got a question for JGR Yamaha's Justin Brayton. And uh, you know what sucks, Brayton? We were talking about it today. On our podcast, Wygant and uh, and JT and, and Kevin Barnett, uh, you're always a guy that starts the outdoors slow. You don't like the California rounds that much, and sometimes you find yourself in a deficit uh, after the California rounds. And of course, they've got Glenn Helen back this year, and so you're usually catching mm-hmm. up. And by Red Bud or Bud's Creek, you're starting around into form, and, and now you're going to be injured a little bit. It's going to be even tougher. So it's you got yourself a little bit of a challenge ahead to uh, to yeah. try to start the outdoors. Yeah, I'm. Um- I'm actually excited to start in Glen Helen, though, because last time I raced Glen Helen on 450, I uh, I was running fifth or sixth, first moto, got a flat. Mm-hmm. Second moto, I was, I'm pretty sure, well well inside the top ten, not not top five, but, yeah. you know, like sixth or seventh. And, right. and I actually really enjoyed the, the track, but but i got to be honest, Hangtown, <laughs> starting there for some reason, I don't right. know, maybe it's just back in the day I had some bad luck there, right. whatever. I don't even want to call it bad luck. I just... I've never done that that great there. I think my best is like a seventh overall, but I'm I'm honestly going to change that this year. Like I want to. That's what that's what a lot of people say. Oh, I can't ride outdoors, or I want to. You know, right? I don't know. I've heard people say they want to wait till, or they don't think I'm going to do get outdoors, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll prove them wrong. Like I've I've done it before. I've won yeah. a, a moto before. You know, yeah, so yeah. 
I've gotten well, several podiums outdoors. So I, I um, think it's dangerous yeah, to tell. Can, I, I think it's dangerous to tell a guy that literally raced arena cross on a stock suspension as a full privateer to make it to the level you have that you can't do something. Do you know what I mean? I think it's dangerous to tell yeah, you that because yeah. uh, you've been doing this. For yeah, a, it's kind of you know fun at, at you know I don't know. It, it's just yeah. It's well, kind of fun every now and again because then it's like, all right, we'll watch this. Right. It's yeah. going to happen. Call it how, like it is. It's a slap in the face. How many people have told Justin Brayton, you can't do that. You can't race Supercross. You can't. Yeah. You know? You can't exactly. podium, you know? So, um, yeah. um, no, it should be good. Look, and hey, it's a contract year for you. So, I keep hearing, yep. like, the JGR thing. Yeah, obviously, look, you have, if, you're super, if you don't race the last two Supercrosses, I don't think it matters. You've proven. You've shown. You took a big step up this year in Supercross. There's no doubt about it. You've shown what you can do, even if you don't race these last two and you drop down in points, whatever. You know, We all remember the St. Louis's and the Toronto's and uh, Phoenix's and that kind of stuff. But I, I'm, I'm really worried because I hear you might not go back to JGR. and I, that, that can't happen. You have to sign back there. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, honestly. I mean, that's... I haven't signed a contract yet, so I honestly no. don't really know what I'm doing. And, and um, yeah, we'll see. That, that's why I think it'd be it'd be fun for me to go out and, and prove some people wrong in the outdoors. You know, I, yeah. I think that'd be. I think he's not. Fun, but... He's not saying anything because he's kind of bummed out. This is my interpretation. Okay. He's right. bummed out because. He can't get a contract signed yet because people want to see how he does outdoors. People, i.e. JGR. I.e. <laughs> Jeremy Albrecht. Industry, yeah. manufacturers right, say, right. let's watch yeah. Brayton to right. see how he does outdoors before we sign him. Look, I don't, I don't care about if I'm If I'm Coy Gibbs and J-Bone, Brayton deserves a raise. Absolutely. Whatever you're making, I don't know what you're making, Brayton, but you deserve a raise. So give you a raise. Who cares about outdoors? We saw what this kid can do indoors. And we're all happy. You love the team. The team yeah. loves you. You live there. Your wife is from there. By the way, you're expecting a child soon. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Thank this you. this is just you can't leave. You can't. So it, it all sounds it all sounds easy, huh? <laughs> it does, doesn't it? But yeah, it's it's, it's definitely it's gotten to be Look, difficult, su- I guess. Supercross is yeah, more I think important. The biggest thing is, I mean, people have budgets, and and I get it. I get it. It's it's business, you know. So. Yeah, that's it. That's really it. It is business, isn't it? It's business on their end, yeah. on your end, everything. So, um, yeah, for sure. And I think you know they want to pay a rider fairly, and I want to get paid fairly. And yeah, if, and for me, it's really not about the money. Honestly, at this point in my career, it's it's about being happy. And if I'm happy, you know, any rider, if they're if they're happy and yeah. pumped and where they want to be, and you know, they're gonna get results. And then obviously, results get you paid and you know yeah. and you're even happier but so. you've got the results supercross is more important than motocross i'm sorry to people who get angry at that but that is true uh supercross counts for more exposure more eyeballs more everything uh you've been a good soldier on that bike you, you, when's the last time Kiefer? have you ever heard brayton caught with like a mound of coke and hookers? Well, that's what i was about to say right racing <laughs> results aside okay. right dude super approachable right. speaks very well a good role model for kids and to me that's huge right now in the PR world. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be a cool dude and be able to talk to people to get anything besides race results. You yeah, know? it's it's just yeah, so perfect. Yeah, sure. I mean, I hate to be. I, I know Aldaco is your agent, and maybe maybe I should get on board and sign with Aldaco to help promote you. But but I think yeah. also too for for JB's reason, I think his age kind of hurts him too. Like I think manufacturers be like, oh, he's 
thirty or whatever he twenty nine or whatever he is. He's like he's yeah. on he's on his golden years or whatever the hell they want to call it. You know. So look, even if he has, yeah, yeah, I can see people saying that too for sure. But you know, in I'm not really defending myself, but I I didn't race my first Supercross till I was 23, and right. that was as a fill-in. John Dowd style. You know, so so I didn't really get going until, um, you know, you're 23 and 24 years old, where most people start at 16. So I still feel like I have a lot of good years, and, and this year even proved to where I had, I'm the fastest I've ever been and had the best results I've ever had. Or as far as racing with those guys, right. I've never raced with them as much as I did this year. No, exactly. So I mean, look. What, who's to say I'm, I'm going to do worse next year? No, yeah, it, it, my mentality is just getting better and right, better and, and better. In, so. in one year, you're going to lose what you did this year? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? I get the yeah. I get the age thing, too. Let's I, get let's get to some calls. One thing what? real quick, okay. too. I think Chad and Justin's kind of changing the way guys think about age too you know because they're setting the tone they can do really good and they're you know in their 30s so chad's old as fuck right exactly (laughs) uh, maybe not uh, maybe not that but hey uh nash no wait this isn't nash who is this Uh, dave dave justin i mean brayton this isn't really about you before you got on there they were having discussion about Kiefer was talking about Dungey and Roxon. I just want to yeah. put my two bits in. Uh, Kiefer's an you, idiot. You've got a short-term memory. <laughs> What's happened the last two years at MX Donations? Right there. There you go. Well, well refresh my memory. What happened? The, uh, uh, who, who finished in front of who between Roxon and Dungey? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah uh, okay, Dave. On a deep ass sand track, uh, Kenny Roxon beat Ryan Dungey on a 250F. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. Oh, and then in Germany, wait, wait, wait. That, on a track he grew up on, in front Germany? of his German crowd, he beat Dungey again. <laughs> Dungey sucked. Uh, Dungey sucked. Motocross track is a motocross. Uh, I'm done with you, Dave. I'm done. I don't even want to talk about uh, it. JB, <laughs> JB, raw speed, raw speed. Dungey or Roxon? Go. On a supercross track or no, motocross out, or what? Outdoor. And just one lap, like one lap, Peter. Yeah, yeah, do it. It's, 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 I don't. Nationals I mean, are thirty I, plus no, two. That's that's hard. I mean, uh, one lap. I mean, Roxon's super fast for one lap, but Dungey's so solid. I oh, mean, he is. I agree. Race is 30, 30 plus two. So how are you? How I think it's you, like two different deals there. You can't beat a bet against Ryan Dungey. You can't. All right, let's He's get to let's get to Dale. Dale, you want to talk to Justin Brayton? Yeah, I just want to say that I think JGR need to sign him. I think they kind of owe him a debt. He, he's made that bike look so good, especially, for instance, in the whoops. I mean, whether it's him or the bike, you know, there's been a lot of negative perceptions about the Yamaha in the past, but I think maybe he's changed that to some extent. What do you think? Uh, I mean, there's many other reasons they should sign him for sure, but um, absolutely, Justin, you played the good soldier on a bike that I think the 2014 looks great. You guys, you and Josh Grant have made it look really good. But let's face it, a few years ago, even when you were uh, before you were there the first time, before your Honda deal, I don't think the bike was where it needed to be, and you tried your best. So, yeah. Yeah, I would like to hope that they would say the similar thing that I've I've helped, and that's my job, really. You know, that's why. Yeah. I'm on and JGR pays me, but yeah, I would like to think that they they would say I had a, a big part in that this year for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and 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 hey, Dale, when's the last time you yeah. ever heard? Uh, you know, ah, Brayton said this, or Brayton caught rolling a rental car, or Brayton caught with hookers. You never hear that. Right, right. Well, right. hopefully they'll sign him. I don't know if you watched that Behind the Dream thing, but they had a piece on, on Joe Gibbs racing, and, and Joe Gibbs was on there talking about, you know, they they want to get, like, a top-tier guy that can win the championship. And 
Well, the guy they're yeah. get, the guy they're getting next year was getting beat by Justin in the points. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm just I mean, that, I'm just saying. That's why they, they need to keep him for sure. I, right. I hope they do. Yeah. I hope you stay there. You know, I think that's a good fit. I love Coy. I love sure. J Bone. Thanks, man. I love those guys. But come on, let's make this happen. Thanks, Dale. Um, and I like Barsha. I'm the one who told everybody this year that Barsha would challenge RV for the Supercross title. Uh, that was me. I was really wrong. Yeah. But <laughs> bottom line is that he's going to JGR next year, and Brayton's beating him in points all year until Justin got hurt. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just, yeah, but budgets are budgets. What, like you said, I don't know. Maybe we can have like a yeah. bake sale for you or something. Maybe we can do some sort of, <laughs> you know. No, honestly, I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. And, and if I'm here next year, then that's the way it was supposed to be. And if I'm not, right. yeah, I'll, I'll be at the races There's that. racing racing and, and, and doing well. There's so. a spot. There's a spot over beside Dunge Open. There's a. I think Honda might be full, but there might be a Honda spot. There's a Cowie spot next to RV. Who's JB's agent? Steve Aldaco. Okay. We had him on the show before. Good, uh, good, good guy. Never met him. A lot no. of agents suck. Aldaco's not one of them. He's, <laughs> good. he's a good guy. That's <laughs> no, true, though. Aldaco's a good guy. Um, yeah, he's cool. Right. Hey, so let me ask you. Let me run, you by, let me run something by you here. Uh, you're a, a forward-thinking, uh, smart man. So uh, I have this idea for Supercross. Some, there's too many turns in Supercross that are flat, and we know why. Matt Gerke launching yeah, yeah. Fans, right? 100% agree. What about the Nets, Brayton? I read something about that. You you said that. I did say that. Put up yeah, some Nets. So what are you thinking? You think putting Nets behind? Okay, like, like in Arena Cross, they put these huge tough blocks, like tough blocks, like three times the size of what of the berm? they normally are. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Which works. I mean, if someone's going off the berm, it, it would stop them at least. All right. But I, I totally agree. I I think the big bull turns make for so much better racing. It's a lot more fun track. But Watching, I get their uh, side of it too. But um, well, okay. Yeah, I think you can't you can't have big bull turns and then nothing because even though it's only happened one time in forty years, if it happens again, the lawyers would own Feld. The, the, whoever got yeah. hurt would would sue Feld and own it. So I one hundred percent agree. There has to be something there. Um, but I'm too tired of watching you guys all kind of tiptoe into a flat turn to grab the inside. I mean, it's just not yeah. it's not it's not exciting racing, you know. So yeah, yeah. it's not fun either. It's not no, fun to do no, that. it's not. So uh, to me, set up some nets. Uh, we see them in hockey games. You can see right through them. Uh, I've sat behind the net in a hockey game many times. You don't even notice them. Your eyes just to get it used to them. You know what I mean? So it's not like mm-hmm. you're blocking the view. Build up the berms back to where they used to be. Encourage better racing, and or put those tough blocks. I don't. I've never seen those or noticed those, JB. But sure, giant tough blocks. Whatever. Let's do something. Yeah, would the nets catch a, a motorcycle? You think? I think if they were mounted correctly, sure. I mean, what are we? Yeah. If, you know, it's not like somebody's going to go off their fourth gear flat pinned. You know, off the yeah. berm. Um, you know, into it and like a missile or anything. It's just going to be mm-hmm. some accidental bike shooting off into there. You know, so. Yeah, no, I agree. I think a combination of of the two would be awesome. Uh, all right, let's take a call. Uh, last call for Justin Brayton, Nash, gentlemen. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Uh, Brayton, g- glad to hear you're mending up. You had a great year, and I was interested. Thank you. you were talking about your Yami. What do you like about that bike the most? What do I like about it the most? Um, I mean, the thing's got unbelievable power. Like it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's big for me because I don't know. Like I, I was, 
I like a really fast bike for some reason. And um, and just sitting bottom on it, like it's, end, it's really, really comfortable. Are, yeah. you, are you a bottom end or a mid-range guy? I'm a bottom end guy, but it, it can't hit super hard. So that's where, mm-hmm. I, that's where it gets, I guess, a little bit. That's where I get kind of picky is mm-hmm. I want it to be there but not, not hit so hard, so it's kind of smooth. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's super fast and, uh, and just really comfortable, like when you just sit on the bike. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's other bikes that you just sit on. It's just you, it's hard to get comfortable on it, like where, you're, where the bars are to your feet and, and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's really, really mm-hmm. comfortable. Very nice. Uh, second yeah. question I have for you, and you need to be completely honest here. When uh, Jason Wygant shows up to JGR, Yep. What does he eat the most of? Does he have to be escorted off the property because he won't leave <laughs> willingly? What, what, take us through a day when Weed shows up to JGR. What does he eat? Did you say? Yeah, like well, take us through. I mean, you know, JG, you know, he loves going to JGR. Well, he loves hanging out with you. He's got a man crush on you. It's all a good thing. Well, and, yeah. If you want to take me through the whole day, it normally starts. He shows up yeah. at my house around eight or eight thirty. And I already have a cup of coffee made for him. <laughs> so, and he he likes a little French vanilla creamer. Uh, we usually make scrambled eggs and gluten free <laughs> waffles. Mm, nice, nice, yeah. And then we'll we'll go to the gym and work out. Or he doesn't usually work out, but I'll I'll work out usually. He'll kind of run me through a program. Yeah. And then we'll go to JGR for lunch. Him and Paige will, so. will decorate the baby's room. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, we, we did that a couple weeks ago. Right. When, when, when uh, you that, guys go mountain biking. Yeah. Do you tell Weege to go first, and then you hunt him down, and then pass him and work him? Um, Weege is actually getting super fit, so it's been harder and harder for me to catch him. But um, <laughs> at least but he yeah, got, we'll we'll do things like that. At least he got a new bike. His outfit is still ridiculous, I hear, but he did get a new bike. Oh, yeah, and it. the first race, which I'm not able to do, obviously, the first race, the mountain bike series back here is next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Or no, this Wednesday, two days. Oh, I haven't I haven't talked to Weege. If he's doing it or not, I don't know. Yeah. It should be funny. Got to put the pre- Brayton put the pressure on him, and and yeah, when he's he at JGR, he's uh, he's digesting the team. He's talking to Coy. He's helping Coy load the copier and and getting things done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, all the above. Thanks, Nash. Helps Patrick hey, work on my hey, bike. Hey, Jerry, guys. Hey, Brayton. Glad to hear you getting better. Have a good show, guys. All right. Cool. Thanks, Thanks, Nash. Uh, good luck on Rending Factory. Uh, hey, Brayton. We're gonna let you go. Thanks yep. for coming on, though, man. Bye, man. Appreciate Thanks it. For me. Uh, yeah, Appreciate hopefully, it, yeah, hopefully you get back up to uh, speed soon. We'll see. You, uh, hopefully, we'll see you at the opening round. And uh, if you need Coy, if you need me to call Coy and work this out, um, I think <laughs> I don't think Coy will actually even listen to me at all. So, hey, and also he's complaining about staying up too late for Supercross. But JB, you better get used to that, man. The baby's coming. You're going to be up all night anyway. No, I know. We actually did a birthing class tonight. Oh, so, so it's our second one. So. I'm getting all my my ducks in a row. Get ready to stay up, buddy. I uh, <laughs> I hate I hate to swing this thing around to Tim Ferry before we go, but uh, Ferry's move with the babies was always to go sleep in his own room. I need my sleep. I'm prepared. I'm a factory rider. I need my sleep. Every Ferry. <laughs> I'm down with that move yeah. right there. And uh, Evie nice. let him do it. So. I like it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Brayton. Cool. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank See you. Ya. All right. And with that, let's transition right into our next guest. A man needs no introduction. Uh, runs perhaps the most successful racing team to ever uh, take part in our sport of Supercross or Motocross. Uh, he's got a rider on the verge of clinching a 250E Supercross title. And uh, what else uh, What else can I say about the uh, Mitch Payton, welcome to the show. How are you? We're good. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. No problem at all. 
702-586-7857. You got a question for the great Mitch Payton. Hey, we don't ever talk about business too much on these phone calls, but how is business? How's sales? What's flying off the shelves at, at Pro Circuit? Actually, last year was a little bit better than the year before, and this year's better again. It's it's not back to you know pre oh eight you know number numbers or anything, mm-hmm. but you know it seems like I think the manufacturers are starting to sell some more bikes again, which is which is super super important. Right, and I think there's a lot of kids racing and they're buying equipment, so I love right. it. Yeah, so that's good. So business is good. And yes, it you, is. You guys introduced a new can not too long ago. So, um, you know, again, um, replacing a little better, a little better version. So, yep. Um, Try go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, okay. So let's, let's talk a little. First of all, Chris Kiefer here, my studio co host, thinks that Ken Roxon will beat Ryan Dungey in the 450 Outdoor Series. I, I don't know if he realizes how good Ryan Dungey is and all the things that Ryan Dungey has done. Um, obviously, you know, you know, both guys, um, please tell Kiefer that although Roxton is great and terrific, we're talking about Ryan Dungey here. I know it, it's kind of hard. It's like, okay, so Roxton is really, really good. There's right. no doubt. Right. Like he's, he's blown everybody away as far as expectations. You know, he rode GPs when he was really young. He was successful at that. And he won a world championship, and then he came over here, and he won a lights championship, and now he's moved up. And he's a great rider. But, you know, the, the ride in the 450 class is another step, you know, compared to the lights class. Um, and and Dungey is one of those guys that everybody sort of, you know, you almost kind of discount him, but, like, yes. God, he's pretty damn good. Like, he's a good rider. Yeah. No, and I think even myself at times discounts the guy, but he's just there, and he's probably better outdoors than indoors. He's a machine. Yeah, and, and like, he has a tendency, like, even if you watch a Supercross race where you watch practice and it doesn't look like he's going to do anything and, Mm -hmm. you know, practice times aren't good or the heat race isn't good, come main event, even with a bad start, he he picks away at it, and and by the end of the race, you know, he turns it into a, it turns a really bad thing into a, third or a fourth you know so like it's never a drastic you know bad 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 race so like i would i would think he's one of those guys that you would never you know bet against um and and he's he's as fast on on a certain given day as as anybody that's riding you gonna argue with mitch payton i'm not gonna argue with mitch Mitch i ain't mess with mitch but i'm just saying if roxon's you know fit i think he has I think he has done this year. That's all I'm saying. All right. Okay. Um, all right, Mitch, let's move I think, on. I think they're both good. Like, it's hard to gamble against, you know, like those guys because I think you're going to – Yeah. Like outdoors, they're, they'll all start where they're, where they're at. And, and, like, truthfully, I think by the end of the year, what will make the decision right or wrong will be which one gets through the series without an injury. Right. Hey, did you have anything to do with Glenn Helen coming back? I think you, I know you tried to at one point, but the actual coming back of Glenn Helen did you did you have a hand in that? I don't think I had a hand in it, but I mean I I pestered Davey a million times about it <laughs> because I always thought that we would leave Glenn Helen and we would go to different tracks, and I never thought they were as good as where we were. Right, and and there there was some issues with 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 Davey and Bud and stuff like that, and 
like I thought, man, if they could just like put that aside, like that would be the the best venue to have it at. Mm-hmm. And finally, it got to the point where I think he moved it around a couple times and realized that like you know the new place isn't really necessarily better than the old place, considering or whatever. And I'm not sure, but I'm I'm really happy that it's back, and I'm glad for yeah. I'm glad for the riders, and I'm glad for the spectators. I think it'll be a better better race. I, I yeah, I think so. I think it should be. It, Elsinore and Paula, um, yeah. <laughs> as much as Glen Helen sucks during the week. Um, during the Thursday. <laughs> yeah. The riders actually really like the National because it's really prepped well, mm-hmm. and it's a good long layout. Mm-hmm. And and Jody does do a good job with that event, and he has some say in that too to, with the track, and mm-hmm. I think it is a good choice to go back there. Yeah. I like the two weeks off before. Thank God for that. Thank you, everybody, for the two weeks off. Right, Mitch? Yeah, I think the two weeks off gives everybody a chance to like get back from Vegas and then just kind of unload the truck and yeah. and reload the truck and then kind of focus on everything and take like a a quick breather, even though it's only a couple of weeks. But like it's it's a big difference from in the old days. I think Steve, you were a mechanic. I think when we used to go to Vegas and then the very next uh, week, yeah. there was yeah, and like yeah. we would come back and test on Monday and the awards banquet was Sunday night, and you're like, gosh, yeah. I don't even know if I can pull this off. Yeah, I remember they had the Thursday practice day at Glen Helen, or they had a, a Friday practice for the pro teams only or whatever, and it was just, yeah, the Sunday race. It was just it was a lot, a lot of work for sure. Um, um, it is a grind, no doubt. Hey, um, well, we had you on before the season, and we talked about your team, and mm-hmm. you told me that Justin Hill can win a race. And I said, I don't know if I said it, but I, I thought, ah, the old guy's crazy. He's finally, finally lost it. You know, he's lost his magic touch. Um, but you were right, once again. Justin Hill uh, won a race this year, uh, podium this weekend. Probably should have podium Houston if it wasn't for a couple of crashes. That guy has really turned it around this year for you. Yeah, and, like, honestly, last year I was disappointed in, in mm-hmm. what I thought he was going to do or could have done. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it truthfully, like, and I think I've said that even probably – you before but like I, I consider Justin our most improved rider yeah. of the year like he's he just came back and immediately kind of just went for it you know like he was like wow like we built a brand new track at Glen Helen and he did every obstacle the first, he was the first guy to do every obstacle on the track and he he was just like a a new guy and I and it wasn't anything to do with us you mm-hmm. know I think it was him and I think he you know he got a little bit more focused and He's trained a lot harder this year than he did last year, and I think maybe you know maybe a year under his belt or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But like he's he's a new improved rider, and, and like you know our goal is you know we're going to keep him, and and I think next year I think Justin should be able to to win a championship, and I really believe that. Um, oh, so you're maybe breaking news here. It was in his last year of his deal this year, so you're, you've signed him again for 2015. Oh, we haven't signed him yet, but oh. I mean that's our intention. Okay. We're yeah. going to. Yeah. You know, we have every intention of doing that. Like he's right. he's obviously important to our program, and we're not going to lose him. Uh, Dean Wilson, what uh, I, I got to give him credit. He doesn't uh, shake any of his uh, his mistakes he's made this year with arm pump or some crashes. Hasn't worked out. He was definitely a favorite to win the West, and we can see he's fast as shit and and should have more than the one win that I think he has. Maybe he's got two, just one. Um, What's what's gone what's gone wrong there with the fifteen? 
Mm, you know, I, I think it. I think it was. Uh, you know, the first couple of races didn't go good, right? They right. just, for whatever reason, you know, we dealt with the arm pump issue a little bit, and then um, we kind of all regrouped and talked about what we could do or whatever. And I, I got to give a lot of credit, truthfully, to Ryan Hughes because I think Ryan Hughes did a lot of work with Dean in the off season to get him in shape. And he, he did a phenomenal job of, of giving us a guy that was in great shape, you know. And then, of course, obviously, we, we still had a little arm pump issue. And and everybody from the outside says, oh, it's because he's overtraining and it's something Ryan's doing. Mm-hmm. And what they didn't realize is he had this before, you know. like So it wasn't anything Ryan did. And I think he did a great job with him. And I, w- I wouldn't have changed that. No way. I think Ryan – and he's still mm-hmm. working with Ryan right now. He still works – does all of this, you know, training off the bike with with Ryan Hughes. So I think yep. that's really good, and I like it. And I think just those first couple of races hurt. And I think if you look, take those first couple of races out, and then he won, and then Oakland we had an electrical, and he got a second. So second is like it's not a win, but yeah. that one's not going to hurt. And then we go to San Diego, and he was leading, and he crashed on his own. And then um, his bike got landed on and broke the rotor, yep. and then basically that cost him that race, and then that puts him pretty far back. So, you know, this weekend was a couple small mistakes, mm-hmm. and obviously it looked as though he could have and should have won that race, but he didn't. So, mm-hmm. like, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, but going in the outdoors, I, I think Dean and Blake Baggett, both past national champions, uh got to be the two guys Kiefer, don't you think to be favorites yeah i think those maybe two. muskan i think people are forgetting about muskan but muskan will be good but also justin will be good too because he's i think he's a better outdoor rider also than his supercross and he's built like a little shit brick house he's in shape too you know yeah yeah um should be interesting to see uh that martin davalos eight points up two rounds to go uh it looks good to do this mitch he po- quite possibly could uh win his first title I would love to see that happen. Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously for for the team is one thing, but for Martin, more important is like he's he's rode, you know, the the class for a long time. And a lot of people don't remember in the very beginning of the uh, of his career, you know, he was kind of young and he came over here and he was always kind of, you know, fast in practice or whatever. But he had he had some injuries and and different things that that didn't allow him to finish the year so like everybody says oh he's been in the class for so long but you know it's it's kind of sometimes the nature of the beast you know it's like Mm -hmm. you can be you can be totally solid and then one week you get something hurt and you're not there so like i think he last year was was really fast and main events were hard for him you know like in in the in the mains, you know, he led mm-hmm. quite a few of them, and then he'd get passed, and he got passed by really good guys. And I think this year or last year during outdoors, he he hired a different trainer. He has Ty Katie helping him out, and he's got Brock Sellers helping him with his his uh as like a rider's coach. Mm-hmm. And I think Ezra and Brock actually help him, and I love that because you know it's a different outside opinion, and they've they've done a great job with him and then we help with him also but i i think he's an improved guy and i mean he's been solid this year and i i think he'll he'll get the job done yeah yeah i think so too i really do uh darren durham back for outdoors darren is uh healed up you know he had a concussion that 
at one of the Anaheim rounds and was was out for a while and we we played it real safe and didn't see the reason in bringing him back to make him get ready for two supercrosses and then swap straight back so like our goal mm-hmm. is to get him ready for outdoors and and hopefully he can he can turn around last year. Uh, let's get to some calls here. 702-586-PULP, 702-586-7857. You have a question for Pro Circuits. Mitch Payton, uh, Patrick, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling the show. Patrick. Patrick, you there? Patrick. Hey, there. All right, I'm there. What's up? Hey, I had a question about some horsepower. You know, Mitch Payton, man of horsepower, and maybe yourself could answer this for me. I saw some... Uh, Valves that had the golf ball dimpling on the inside of them, and I can't remember where I've seen them, and I wondered what the story was behind it. I've seen them too, but I don't, I don't know oh, who yeah. makes them. What do you think, Mitch? You know. So the golf ball dimpling theory was—it's been around since the '50s. They did it to like Mustangs and hot rods and stuff. And the theory of the dimples obviously is to break up the boundary layer so it doesn't stick to the surface um the only thing that i can tell you about that is i have seen some formula one parts and i have seen some moto gp parts and they don't have dimples on them (laughs) Uh, so, just wondering uh, you know, options for guys around our local area, around Washougal, whether they should try them or not, and if they were available to the general public. I think there's some people out there that are playing with it. You know, like in my own belief, if you if I took a set of our valves and I dimpled them and did all that stuff, I don't think I would see a tenth of a difference on a horsepower. You know, like a, on the dyno or something. And I think, like. I always think of that as like, okay, that's a gimmick, and you're going to sell that because it, it, from, it's a visual thing, and you're like, oh, this is really going to work. Cause that's, but it has, a, it has a theory behind it, so like you have to believe in a theory a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But if it's, if it's reality, and if it was a big, big difference, I think you'd see a lot more of it, and I don't think I've seen anybody kind of at our level – or MotoGP or Formula One, you know they've 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 tried all that stuff. Obviously, because you know their their budgets are so big, you're like, well, let's try this, let's try that, and right. and we do the same thing. So like, if you're get, if for me, like if I try something, I want to see it fail or see a difference. And a lot of times, you have a great belief in something, and and if I don't see a difference, I discard it, and then I don't go back to it because yeah. if, if if I can't prove it then to me it's not real. Thanks, uh, thanks, Patrick. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for calling the show. Mitch, uh, Thomas Cummington uh, was rumored to be jumping on your team for the outdoor series. We talked about it a little bit this weekend, you and I. Uh, just maybe talk about that deal. T- Thomas has elected to stay in uh, MX2 class in the GPs. Uh, what was the decision there behind that? Well, um, Thomas, Thomas was scheduled to come to our team for – this year for outdoors, um, and then he would be with our program for next year for Supercross and outdoors. And he wanted to do, you know, I think it was four GPs at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and uh, we got that set up with with uh, the Kawasaki 450 program KRT. So they they carried his bike, 
and we sent a couple motor or we sent like some engines and suspension over there. And he kind of did it, you know, like as a pretty, you know, on a shoestring deal and yeah. tried it. And then he had, he had some kind of good results. And, and the truth is, is he really thinks that he loves it. Like he likes the, he likes the atmosphere. He likes the mm-hmm. travel. He likes, you know, for whatever reason, he really embraces that whole GP scene. Yep. And so, like, when he came back home last week, uh, Thomas came by the shop, and I talked to him, and then me and his dad talked about it. And I'm like, well, you know, you can do it. But I said, you know, you got a ride right here waiting for you. Yeah. And he really, in his, in his mind, he really believes that if he rides there this year, that there's, I think there's like, I believe it's like six or eight. I'm not sure of the exact number of kids that are moving out of MX2 next year because they have an age limit and you can't be over, you can be, you can't be 24, you can be 23 years of age. And Thomas is young enough where he, he thinks that if he rides there this year and gets used to it, that maybe next year he could be a contender for a world championship. And that's, that's what's in his heart. So like, we're, we all talked about it, and we're like, well, if that's what you want to do, then we want to see you do it. So, like, mm-hmm. everybody, uh, myself and, and his dad, and actually Reed from Kawasaki, we, we spoke to the 250 team over there, CLS, and, mm-hmm. and said we thought this, this was something he wanted to do, and, and they, made, uh, they made it available to him, and that's, he's, he's really excited about it. He wants to do it. So I'm kind of excited. At least we have an American in the GP series. Yeah. And I, I really hope that he learns a lot from this year, and then maybe next year he could be a contender. That would be awesome. Uh, when you guys, off the subject of the racing thing, but when you guys go testing, let's say you're getting ready for outdoors and you're setting up a bike for a certain rider, say Dean or whatever, and I know the bikes are tailor-made for the rider, but do you ever, you or Bones, ever when you go out testing, you ever do some blind tests with your riders as far as like, Hey, I have a couple pieces, and I'm not going to tell them, you know, exactly what I'm changing, and see if they give me some feedback on what they like. Do you guys ever do that? Well, I don't think I don't think we would ever, you know, like put something on their bike without telling telling the rider what we're going to do. But, you know, we don't like if we're going to put a suspension change or an engine change, we won't give them the answer. We want to have a an honest. Uh, you know, answer when they come back. So, like, we don't we don't try to give them the answer. What we do is say, like, hey, we're going to change the suspension. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. We're going to work on this area. Or if we're going to change the engine, we want you to ride this engine and this engine. Tell us which one you like. And when they come back, if they can tell us, okay, well, I like this one. Well, why do you like it? That would be more of the direction instead of, you know, just not trying to uh, to scam them. You know, like, I, I don't think that's a good idea to, to do that because, you want them to know what they're what they're going to do. Right. Is there a certain guy on your team that's a better test rider than others? Um. Well, they all get better at it. Obviously, with <laughs> a little more, more experience. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Baggett being the best. Just a guess. Yeah, just I was wondering because they're young kids, you know, and they, you know, and they're amateurs. They probably don't get a lot of testing time. You know, they got mm-hmm. a few things to do, but. You know, when you go to the pros, like, you know, you do do a lot of testing. And I was just wondering if, you know, there is a guy who's really firm on what he likes and what he wants, you know. So I was just curious. Um, I, th- I think they're all, you know, like they get 
they get a feeling for it, you know, like with just a little bit of testing, you know, like some of, some of them, when they first come to the team, they're not really sure. So like, you know, you can run, run through a bunch of different suspension and they're like, I don't know, it feels good. And you're like, oh, you know, like you're kind of bummed that they don't understand <laughs> that. But yeah. usually with a little bit more time, they'll start getting a feeling or, and it, sometimes it just evolves by going through the season, you know, like where they'll come in after a practice and they're like, my bike doesn't handle good. And like, well, what's it do? And so you ask a question and they're like, well, feels like it, you know, it's low in the back or like, I feel bottom a lot. Well, that's soft, right? So like, well, that's soft. So if you say that, then they'll start understanding that that's what it means. And I think they just, I think they slowly learn, you know, like to be, I think they all slowly learn how to be really good test riders. And as they get older, they actually get, I think, too critical. And, you know, as towards the end of their career, they ride every single practice and every single moto, and they pick apart everything on the bike that they think is wrong. And the truth is the bike's never perfect. Because if you make it good for the first practice, it's different mm-hmm. for the second practice, and then you adjusted it to be good for the second practice, and then if that's the case, then the first moto is different, and the second moto is different. So, like, I think sometimes, you know, like Carmichael used to have a theory where I'm happy, I just want to stay here and just leave it alone. And I kind of still go with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you always make adjustments, but his theory was you, you get used to the bike so you know what it's going to do and you go ride. Right. And I, I really, really believe in that. Right. Hence his whoop setup not changing for so long, even though he was almost killing himself. It was just comfy. Is that? Ricky. Ricky's whoop setup uh, for those years of the Honda, where everyone's like, please change it. He's like, nah, I like it. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitch, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, good luck with the upcoming uh, 250E series. And, of course, uh, the break this weekend. Uh, thanks for uh, – Hopefully you enjoy that, and thanks for coming on tonight. Yeah, no problem. And uh, anytime you guys want me to, I'll do it. Great, thank you. All right, thanks a lot. All right, coming. Thanks, Mitch Payton, everybody. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. Hey, uh, build the bike. Go to Bike Builder feature on a chairbeast.com. They've added 250F and 85cc bikes, so you can select your bike and customize your plastic options virtually. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool deal they have on a chairbeast.com. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at a USA. It's a Cherbies. I believe it's pronounced Acrobus. <laughs> 40 years, Acrobus, as the world's leader in aftermarket replica plastics and accessories. Acrobus offers everything from replacement replica plastic <laughs> kits to a wide variety of high-quality products like chain guide and slider kits, hand guards, skid plates, fuel tanks, reed, dungy rocks, and just some of the guys that use a Cherbies yeah, plastic. Yeah. If you own a Cowie, you know all about chain sliders and guides, trust me, so... Uh, hey, you want to win a Fly F2 carbon helmet? Andrew Short Replica? Who doesn't? I do. Right. It's sick. All right, we're just going to do a random random email. Uh, that's it. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Uh, we'll pick a random emailer to win a, win a helmet. And uh, with that, let's take a break on the Pulp Mech Show. presented by BTOsports.com. Chris Kiefer from DirtRider.com in studio. Coming back with Denny Stevenson to talk about what exactly happened this weekend. All right, everybody, stick around. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. 
Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility. 
or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Internet, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a set of cheap wheels just because you paid 
$500 for a set of wheels. You're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. 
All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. back everybody coming at you hope of show presented by btosports.com i'm steve mathis that's chris Kiefer. good song the jam one of the best one of the best pearl jam songs out there hey uh i dare you to name what josh hansen and jesse brighton have in common you would think not much no uh that's a <laughs> i don't know that's a good one W wheels, bro. Oh. W wheels. Dang. Uh, Brayton runs the kite wheels. Uh, Hanny runs the talent hubs and sprockets. Yeah. W wheels. Uh, I run Fantastic kites. company. Kites on mine. I have a set of W wheels for the Project 90 in the garage. Couldn't be happier. W is a good, good wheel company, man. Strong. They back their stuff up. It's good shit, man. The one time I actually uh, used... <laughs> I uh, had some stock wheels and uh, over-jumped the jump, and it was, like, tacoed out. So I ended up using another stalker in the same jump. Randomly, exact same thing happened again. WUSA.com. Hey, Ted. Let me finish my story. Oh, yeah, I thought you were done, bro. Oh. Sorry. So I still th- thought you were talking about Dungey and Roxon. No. <laughs> so I ended up doing the exact same stuff with some W wheels. You know, like, two weeks later, over-jumped it on purpose, just did the exact same thing. No stress. So, there you go. Got to work my... on your whiskey th- jumping, over jumping. I know. Tits, uh, we're giving away a couple Optrix cases. Yeah, we are. 
contest at pulpmxshow.com mm-hmm. for one of them. Correct. One of them. And uh, the other one, just call in. Call in. We're going to take the, I'm choosing the number right. because I'm running the show. Okay. Fifth caller. Fifth caller right, right now, now. 702-586-PULP. Can you tell us a little bit about these optics cases? Yeah. Please? I feel like the only thing that hasn't already been covered is something that would put people's, you know, hearts in their, uh, that wasn't the right word, put their brains at ease. When it comes to optics, you've got a 30-day money-back guarantee. So, absolute worst-case scenario, you buy the thing, you realize, "Mm, maybe it's not for me right now. I know that it's right for you in the long run, but right now, you you can still return it, get your money back. Not only that, but there's a lifetime manufacturer warranty against manufacturer's defects. So if anything happens to your phone while it's in the case and it's our fault, we'll fix it for you. No problemo. All right. We already got that fifth call. Yeah. So I put them on hold. Thank you. Grab them when you can. Yes. Go to Optrix.com. Use the code PULPMX. Get 15% off your order. Never look back. You'll never be happier. (laughs) Never look back. Never look back. That's a good one. (laughs) Never look back. Optrix. Hey, can you get our guest on first before we get to our our fifth caller? Uh, But, hey. Thanks, uh, thanks everybody for listening. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, and Fab Jeep and Truck Parts. Free gun underwear. Got you rocking your free guns? I run Calvin Klein's. We'll get you some free guns. Silky? It's the underwear of choice. Silky. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm into silk. Yeah, get Heather some un- un- underwear from Oh, they gun. make little booty girl shorts? Too? Oh, they do. Oh, I like oh, that. Oh, yeah, they're hot. I like it. Um, a Cherubis FMF Racing. Tech One Designs. Check out Tech One Designs if you need some custom graphics. Uh, they make their own designs as well, but if you need custom stuff, Tech One Designs, definitely the the guys that can do it. Uh, A10 Solutions, Rhino Power, uh, Global Solutions, uh, 810solutions.com, the number 810solutions.com, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew. We'll have Nick Way on here in a little bit. Uh, the Moto Company, check them out. Uh, free shipping right now for the Moto Company. Optrix, of course, and Guts Racing, all on board with us. And uh, with that, let's get to our uh, our next guest here. Uh, there's not much da, da, to say. Da, da. Denny Stevenson. <laughs> What's up, gentlemen? You are alive. Man, what a weekend, I'll tell you. <laughs> so, for people who don't know, we, we had a little test program. Rent, rent a Supercross star. Uh, Denny, you were our, our, our first guest. Uh, Rider rented. I was your, I was your guinea pig. You yes. were rented by uh, Moser and his buddies. You flew into Spokane. First of all, how was the drive? It's like five hours. You were in the woody. Yeah, you know, it's uh, geez, man. I mean, I grew up on uh, you know vacation, so I felt like a Griswold in the in the woody station wagon. <laughs> and let's be honest, it's really pretty up there. This some, some it is nice scenery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what'd you think of the whole weekend? Like, I don't know if it was success or not. You know, it's pretty funny. Um, you know, I, I came out of the airport, and I was about, shoot, probably 100 yards down from where they parked. Saw them, and as I'm walking up, I'm realizing I literally do not know these people. I've never <laughs> met them. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I start laughing, and all of a sudden, they come at me with a couple of bottles of champagne. They're going to, you know, kind of right. act like they're going to douse me with it. I'm like, whoa, we just got serious. <laughs> and then they got the car They got the car all painted up. Um Moser's dad ends up, dri- ends up driving us, and to be honest, man, these guys were super nice. I mean, they're yeah, they were the type of people I would hang out with on a normal basis. They're like my friends, and um, you know, we had made a couple stops on the way up to up to Seattle. Stopped, drank. We stopped in the town, I guess, of Roslyn, I think. 
They used mm-hmm. to host, or used to be Northern Exposure TV show or something. Okay. So it was good, man. I mean, uh, you know, Friday went well. We got up uh, into Seattle. Uh, my buddy Chicken was in town, which is pretty, uh, I didn't even know he was going to be up there, which was a nice, nice surprise. So we met up with him on Friday night. I think we saw you Friday night. Yeah. And, uh, I like how he says, I think. <laughs> Chicken shows up. Cody Gilmore came out for a little bit. Not not partying, but Cody, the great Cody Gilmore from uh, from Nebraska comes out. Right. Um, yep. Do you feel like you met everyone's expectations? You know, let's be honest. It's all about the 90s, and I think the 90s were lived <laughs> over the weekend. You I know. know. We, uh, I got a you know, text. I, 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 it was just a. It was such a wide open weekend. You know, I, I got up at like four in the morning. My flight was at six. Um, flew out there, landed, boom. I mean, there's Moser's pretty wide open. His buddy Buell's pretty crazy. <laughs> you know, they're handing me bottles of, of Fireball and vodka while we're driving. I'm like, oh gosh, we're on this. I'm like, dude, I got to eat something. I haven't eaten anything. We stopped at Carl's Jr. I, I I got some food in my stomach. I'm like, okay, we're ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> stop in that town of Roslyn. We're banging shots, you know. Uh, Moser's dad's driving, so everybody else is just getting. We're all getting pretty lit. Yeah, and then uh, and then came out and met you guys that night. So um, it, it was a uh, it was an intense arrival. Let's be honest. I think that those guys thought that they were pretty hardcore, and they they liked the party. I think that those guys that rented you were like, we can party. We know what's going on, and I know that I got a text early Saturday morning that said, we don't know what we've got ourselves into. <laughs> so I yeah, think they, you know, I thought I, I did have a good chuckle, you know, when they're tweeting, you know, everybody's like laughing, you know, I hope, you know, Denny can hang out, hang up, keep up. I'm like, come on, you know, I've been doing this my entire life, you know, <laughs> it's, and, just like, uh, it's just like when you race, but you didn't have that pesky race to worry about. <laughs> you know, this is, that's what, you know, that's another thing. Come to the races. You know, it's, it, I used to come to the races. I had to ride or I had to work. Right now, I have nothing to do but hang out. So <laughs> we hang out. <laughs> and how and how amazing is it that you got a chicken that shows up? Like just your running mate for all those years. You know, dude, it was so funny. As soon as I landed in Spokane, I get a text, and I don't. I, I have a new phone, so I don't have a lot of numbers in it. It says, "Hey, bitch, I hear you're up for rent this weekend." And I'm like, I text him back. I'm like, I don't know exactly who this is, but I'm quite certain I do know who this is. Who is this? It's like, it's chicken fag. So I'm like, oh, man, it's going to get out of control. And then Buell, who's good friends with Moser, loves chicken. Right. Was actually, uh, yeah, would, would have probably preferred to have chicken instead of me. Like, I don't mean right, insult right, you, but if right. we could have got chicken, we would have got chicken. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, did you see Chicken's uh, Facebook page? He called Moser a hero. He said I he- just saw it. Yeah, Moser <laughs> sent me some texts, and uh, earlier we were just texting a little bit. He sent me some uh, pictures. And, dude. I have a couple of those same pictures. He wears these, you know, KTM pajamas that are like three sizes too small for his body. <laughs> but he has this he has this glow like such a fan, man. I mean the guy's just uh yeah. he's just a nice yeah, I mean he is he's an enthusiast, obviously. Would you do this again? Yeah, well I clearly learned, you know, that I should probably hang out with a much mellower crowd than <laughs> those guys. We um, um you know, I had a good time, you know, these like I said, these guys were pretty not really nice. Um, you know, hang out, seeing chicken, seeing Bud, man, yeah. just bringing me in to be a part of the part of the madness and the chaos. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I would yeah. do it again. I would probably do it a little differently next time. <laughs> they, though. they made t-shirts up. They had t-shirts made up and everything. Um, t-shirts, the cars painted. I mean, it, it, it was a really uh, yeah, it was nice. It was, it, was, it was a hell of an ego stroke. Let's be honest. Um, now you didn't make the race, man. I didn't. I. Uh, <laughs> We caught up so, at like six thirty in the morning. 
Mosier's dad, Tom, gets up. You know, it's like 8.30, you know, my time back here. Right. You know, I'm up every day about 6 or so for work. So I wake up. Everybody's, like, hanging out, making some drinks. We go to breakfast. We, uh, Beatles buying shots of Crown. Yes. We're having more and more drinks. We go get our passes. I go back to the hotel. I'm like, I'm going to lay down for a minute. And everybody left. Just let me sleep. I woke up at 9.30. The main events were on. <laughs> now, I, watched, I watched the main events on Fox Sports Live. So he goes to Seattle. Doesn't make the race, though. <laughs> Did you go extra hard just to show off, or is that just how you ran it back in the day? You know, I uh, I went in this one other time. We went to the Ozarks uh, on Fourth of July weekend, and we woke up and we're just I'm just got into it, got all crazy. Next thing I know, I'm, I was sleeping on the bottom of the boat <laughs> on the floor, <sighs> and I told Moser that I'm like, man, I just get caught up, man. I just I want to have so much fun with you guys. You guys are stoked, <laughs> you know. Instead of uh, you know. Everybody else having a good time. I'm like, let's do this. Let's get crazy. And then a couple of those guys are pretty nuts. Like on the way up, <laughs> Moser fell asleep, and he woke up. Buell fell asleep, and he woke up. And I, I ran it straight with every, all the guys. Like I really had, I had a party with them like one at a time. <laughs> the private parties. It, like, it was like four of them versus me. Right. And you were always awake, and they were taking shifts. Right. They totally were. Like, yeah, let's do shots. Then one would just go disappear for a while. Then I'm like, yo, guys, let's do shots. Let's hang out. I'm like. Okay, Whew, I'm hanging out with all four of you guys now. So if there's any regrets, it's maybe drinking on Saturday morning that early. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that was a terrible idea. A little <laughs> bad. I was silly. But let's be honest. Uh, I, I saw the main events. Yeah. I woke up, <laughs> hung out all night with Chicken and Bud and everybody after the main events. Right, so right. I, I, heat races are overrated, let's be honest. <laughs> Straight to the business. Um, Straight to the business. Now, Straight to the main event. You did. If there was one regrettable part of the weekend, you... From what I understand, you made it to the Will Call trailer. You're very upset about this Josh Hill thing yeah, at the RCH. I would personally like to, yeah, let's make a public apology to my friend Kenny Watson. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm verbally, pretty upset about the ver- whole you verbally Josh assaulted Hill him. thing, I right, think, and right. apparently I let Kenny know about it. <laughs> but, uh, you, yeah. You, I, the you, words verbally assaulted have, uh, were used about your, Verbally assaulted, which is funny because. That might be true. Let's be honest. <laughs> I uh, love Kenny to death, and I, uh, you know, I apologize right. profusely on my uh, text him today, and he's pretty upset, which which I understand. And, you know, I love Kenny uh, a lot. He's right. done a great job with, with the team stuff, and uh, yeah, you know, and you and I text a little bit this week or last week about some stuff about uh, you mm-hmm. know what went down on that team. I don't know the exact details, but. I was a little upset about it, I guess. Well, you're passionate. You're a passionate fan, and you're just letting him well, know. Well, I like Josh a lot. I've known Josh since he was a little kid. I used to sponsor with Smith. Uh-huh. And uh, I just, you know, had an opinion, and I thought I'd let Kenny know about it, and he didn't <laughs> like my opinion. <laughs> hey, let's welcome to the show Mafia Moto Cruz, Nick Way. Uh, Nick Way, what's going on? What's up, guys? Just recounting. What's up, <laughs> yeah, Denny. What's happening? <laughs> How did you do this week? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't that memorable for me either. <laughs> well, maybe you should have made been... a lot of. I made a lot of friends after the race, though. Oh yeah, I didn't see you out anywhere. Well, I was out, man. I, I ran into like I ran into Lee McCollum. I ran into uh, Gallagher. Ran into him. I don't know. I ran into a monster girl. There, everybody was out. Now the Moser reports around three thirty. The chicken was wearing a Coors Light beer case as a hat. He wore that thing around for like an hour, hour and a half, I think. He had that thing on all evening. Yeah. Well, folks, chicken is uh, 
Chick is like, you know, I love that guy. He's like a brother to me, and he definitely is like me. He likes to have a good time. Mm-hmm. He was up there having fun, and uh, yeah, it was great seeing him. And he definitely knows how to take it to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Nick Way, maybe you should, Denny just watched the mains from the hotel room, so, you know, he wasn't really there to see how it went up down what, for you. It was funny, Nick yeah. was one, I, I posted a picture of the, of the, the Woody with my, you know, I had they painted stuff on and stuff, so right. I, I posted on Instagram, and Nick was one of the first guys to comment, he's like, that's badass. <laughs> Nick, can you see yourself being rented a few years down the road here? Is that something you might be into? Uh, I don't know, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty enthusiastic with this. Let's, uh, let's be real. He's being a pretty good sport. He is. He is being a very good sport. Yeah, he is being a very good sport. Um, He's never met these guys before. Obviously, he knows that they're friends of mine and friends of the show and everything, but you had literally never met one of these guys, Denny. <laughs> Denny could have easily ended up in somebody's basement tied up. Let's be it real. was so – like I was telling my guys, my buddies I work with, you know, who aren't moto guys, mm-hmm. I'm trying to explain it to them, and they're like, you're doing what? I'm like, yeah, these guys, uh, they're like, have you met them before? I'm like, well, I, I texted with one of them before, and they're, they're kind of friends with people that I know. And then when you literally are walking up to them and you don't know any of them, right. it all kind of kicks in at that moment. You're like, what am I doing right now? <laughs> so did you tell them the old stories? I mean, were they asking about the old stories, and were they kind of delving? Yeah, five in- hours of driving, yeah. I mean, right. I told some good old stories about, you know, RJ and, and chicken and stuff. You know, right. I, mean, I, I kind of felt that was the point, is just to have a good time, experience, yeah. tell some old riddles and stuff. I, you know, I, I think they're stoked. I thought they had a good time. I think they got their money's worth. No, that's that's part of the deal. You got to tell those stories. Yeah, you got to you gotta hash those out. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if, if they didn't get their money's worth, they probably should have just flown you right into the race Saturday morning. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I was looking at my Instagram and, and I saw McGrath had comment. He's like, "Why didn't you just fly in the city, Seattle, bro?" <laughs> right. <I'm> like, <laughs> That's not the adventure. The exper- clearly, the experience was a five-hour drive up there. I'm just glad I wasn't stupid enough to fly home. Right. Um, after the five-hour drive. Hey, that, that's like me being like, yeah, dude, come to DeWitt, and then we'll go to Indy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, dude, hey, come to DeWitt, we'll come, go to Indy, and then I'm you there. come back to DeWitt, we'll go to Toronto. It'll be sick. <laughs> Mafia. Just keep coming back to my house, and we'll, we'll road trip again. <laughs> Mafia Moto yeah. Cruise, Nick Way on the line. 20% Pulp Crew. The code Pulp Crew saves you 20% off Mafia Moto Crew uh, apparel and uh, – Nick, uh, yeah, it looked like you made some I'm friends. Actually, I'm actually packing up some orders right now. I've got a big box going. Really? Yeah. Pulp, yeah. pulp listeners? Uh, hey, I wrote that story about St. Louis, man, and I forgot to mention. Oh. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, go, go for it, Denny. No, I was just, I was, uh, you know, mad respect. You know, I was sitting there in the stands with my buddies, and uh, Nick goes and wins the last chance and, and gives the old man a shout-out. I was, that was pretty nice of you. I appreciate that. The finger point uh, and the shout-out. Yep. Yeah, he did an interview. Oh, he was like, hey, this is where I represent the old Denny Stevenson 27. I'm like, holy crap, let me have another beer. <laughs> I knew you were there. I knew you were there. <laughs> and I never listen to interviews ever. I just don't know. I somehow heard that one. That was right. pretty That was pretty cool. Uh, I know I talked to uh, – I was walking by the TV room, and MC and, and Fro were in there. And, uh, you know, just three of us champions hanging out, uh, legends. Sure. And the Fro was like, where's Denny? Did he make it here? And I'm like – he hasn't made it here yet to the track, but he's in Seattle. And Fro just starts laughing. Yeah. And MC's like, what's the deal with that? And I'm like, you guys don't even want to know. I don't even yeah, I woke up. <laughs> so I couldn't. I woke up. My phone was, wasn't on me. It was in, uh, I think it was like on a charger on, on another wall. 
And so I go grab, I'm like, holy crap, I didn't know what time it was. I see in the microwave, it's 9.20. I'm like, are you serious? It's 9.20. I sit down for a second. I start to grasp it. I'm like, holy shit. And I turn, I'm like, well, I want to watch the races. So I turn right. on the TV. Thank God they're live. So the mains were just starting. Grab my phone. I was like, MIA, bro. I'm like, yep. <laughs> you got I mean, you got to admit, those guys rented you. The race was a sidebar, Denny. They didn't care about if you showed up at the race. It was all the other shit that they wanted to do with you. Yeah, I really don't think, you know, I, I was, I got to be honest, I was a little disappointed, kind of pretty bummed out. I'm like, damn, that was really a dick move. I, I feel terrible. <laughs> and I started thinking about it. I'm like, man, it's just a Denny show. We're going to, just going to run it and right. embrace it and own it. Right. And, uh, um, at, at one point, Moser told me Seattle's got him. He's gone. Seattle's got him. Seattle's got him now. <laughs> like, like Bangkok, like right. Bangkok. Right, right. Anytime, anytime Moser talks, I can't even, I can't even pay attention because I see him on the track walk with some half shirt and some spandex on that clearly he spent a lot of money on because they're just full Andrew shorted out and I'm like no wonder Denny's like out of here he don't want to be seen with Mosier you kidding me <laughs> now uh, I, I think it was, I think it was kind of the other I think it was like mutual I think we just had enough of each other and by the time Saturday rolled around uh, um I know I I, I uh, you know Watson called me after the after the altercation by the will call trailer and, he just, hey, Denny was just letting everybody know he showed up to the track with this high voice. Yeah. He really he raised his voice to Watson by the will call. And uh, like, you know what? People know I was here. Watson's going to tell some people I'm not super stoked. I'm going to go chill for a little while and really hit the after party hard. i got to go calm down a little bit. Mo- Watson, I hope you're happy. You got what you wanted. Denny's, Denny's yelling at me. Denny's, Denny's making a scene at will call. I hope you're happy, Mathis. Yeah. I mean, let's. Kenny's awesome. He's a little right. dramatic, you know. <laughs> and I was wrong. I mean, I'll take right. the full right. blame for it. But uh, he, uh, he's Denny, a funny son. I mean, he, he's, he's not really. My house. Not really. I mean, if, if you want to be a dick move, then get called out. Good move. Good move, Denny. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I wanted to know what the fuck was going on. I didn't like the fact what, what was going on. I, right. I really don't really remember what his response was. But it was, uh, I don't know. It was a whole bunch of, somebody. come on, Denny. Come on, bro. Come on, Denny. It was a bunch of those. <laughs> Oh, gee, that's, a, that's, that's, yeah, for sure. I'm sure that was what, what, what happened. Uh, um, and I was like, just fuck that, bro. <laughs> well, nah, look, bro, you don't even know, bro. No, this is super, I mean, they, you don't even know the whole story, the, bro. Come on, bro. That's you got his back, bro. Let's bring the, one of the renters on the line. Uh, Moser, you're on, you're on yeah. the show. Um, what'd you think, Moser, of this whole experience? Did you get? Your money's worth. We got a we got a bargain. We got a really good bargain. <laughs> <laughs> your your Yelp review is going to be like the highest Yelp review ever. <laughs> Rent a Denny, uh, very successful uh, for your guys. We, yeah, we got more than we were looking for, and then more after that. It was it was that it was epic. It was great. If, if you're it not was, an experienced partier, just bring Denny along, and he will show you the way. Well, <laughs> this might be the tag. It, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, I got a text from one of the guys about 2 a.m. saying we got we got more than we bargained for. We don't know what we're doing. Almost like they're Denny. Away, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're way in over their heads. <laughs> Denny, uh, I I was with you at the two bar. We got kicked out of two bars. I was at both of them on Friday night, and then I don't know where you went after the second bar. But did you did you know if you were able to like stay there for a while, or was was that one also not happy with all of us? You know, I'm not really sure. I know. Uh... <laughs> Chicken's a hard crowd to roll with. So okay, yeah. I, yeah. I don't. The, the funniest thing is though, you know, we Saturday night. I, uh, you know, these guys were still at the track and stuff. 
So then uh, I, I get all the chick and got all the buddy. You know, I'm walking out of the hotel, random those guys. We went out immediately. I still hadn't seen Moser yet. I hadn't seen Buell, these, those other guys. And so then we came back. We rolled back to the room about, I don't know, shoot, 2.30, you know, after the bars. I needed to get my bag or just, you know, see what's going on. We just bum-rushed the room. <laughs> Moser and Buell and everybody and his dad are like, what? What's going on here? What's going on? You guys, what's, what's happening? Like, like man, everybody wake up. Let's hang out. <laughs> See, this is where I think it went wrong. You guys need a sober person to follow you around to do the social media aspect so the guys out in the world can see what's going on in a timeline. I don't know. No, that... no I can't delete enough photos. We've got plenty of documentation. <laughs> Too much documentation. <laughs> Not a problem. Moser, uh, highlight or low light of the trip, of the Denny experience? Is there one moment oh, that sticks out? Man, one. Yeah. The wake-up call when Denny woke up at 6 and woke us all up immediately on Saturday morning was definitely the funniest. <laughs> he jumps on our bed. Come to find out the guy I'm in bed with is naked, unbeknownst to oh, me. Oh, Jill's naked? Like, yeah, who what does that? What is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> What's my, dad, my poor dad sleeping on the floor. He jumps up, decides to go running because he's the Iron Man, so he goes bust out seven miles. And we, you know, we were up then. Denny had decided it was time to get up, so we started. That was, that was it. Probably, that was probably my favorite moment. <laughs> and then we started doing belly slaps, dude. I have like we had handprints across her stomachs in the middle of the bar. It meant like breakfast. We're eating and decided we're just going to stand there and just take shots at right. each other. Moser, at one point you lost any. You didn't know what where it was going on. Uh, more than once, yeah. <laughs> we lost him a couple times. We left him in the room and we did go check on him. He did sleep. All day. So when he was ready to party at 3 a.m. when he came back to the room, right. we had still been up since 6. So right, right. I had almost been up for 24 hours. I could barely stand up. I was I, I, was had, a good, I, I had a good nap. I was rested. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were ready. Um, yeah, when we first got to Seattle, experience. when we hadn't got to the hotel yet, Denny jumps out because he's got to find a, he's got to find a bathroom. <laughs> he wasn't going to make it to the hotel, so he jumps out and starts oh. running. And then I was like, that's it. That was it. We got him to Seattle. Right. I'm never going to see him again. And Danny, you made your flight. You made your flight Sunday morning. No problem. It's- yeah, you know, I uh, I ended up staying with Cody and a bunch of his buddies, and they drove me to the airport. And yeah, I actually considered changing it. I was going to fly home today, but that was like another five hundred dollars. So I'm like, you know what? Just we might as well 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 enough alone to get home. <laughs> Danny, did you land any ladies? I don't yeah, think so. Wondering. I'm, I'm no, the guy. I'm the type. Of, I'm the type of guy that has so much fun with, with my buddies that I forget to actually talk to girls. Just a meat fest but all I, weekend? I did, have, I did find some pictures on my phone, so I guess I met somebody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick, if you could, uh, if you were you know, in a sport, maybe as a fan, is there somebody you would like to rent? Is there, who would you like to hang out with? Or have you done that already? I mean, I'm very interested in this time that, that you guys had with, uh, with Denny, and then it sounds like you got a bonus getting Matasevich. <laughs> yes. I mean, but I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking that like Mosier's mind may have been blown at these guys' uh, you know, pulling yeah. the chicks and whatnot. I mean, this is what I would like to hear because I mean, this is kind of like what I'm thinking was going down when I was like 12 and these guys were just on the scene. Right. And he's playing them right now. You know, like these, these red patent leather Doc Martens that Matasevich is rocking. He's got to be pulling <laughs> chicks with them. <laughs> Just because Denny doesn't remember pulling chicks doesn't mean it didn't happen. It just means Denny doesn't remember. And then, and then, like Moser, your buddy Buell, like he loved chicken, and he got chicken. 
Yeah, it, it, was, it was like a two-for-one deal. Yeah, that was like a yeah, whole extra surprise. And I was pretty internet. stoked about it. I'm like, I came out going, you guys will not believe who just texted me. And they're like, who? Chicken. They're like, we wanted him instead of you. I'm like, well, that just went horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Mataz attacked. You guys got Mataz attacked right there. Uh, Do you guys set the bar way too high for the first round? Seriously. Yeah, that's it's going to be impossible to top that for sure. Like, I'm ready to retire. I might not ever go to a race again. I might just have been it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we just we literally brought the whole '90s. Me, Budman, Chicken, right. Gilmore. I mean, Gilmore's like might as well been born in the '90s or been racing back then. Uh, I think Bud, JT hung out Budman for a while. Was, I mean, it was a, I had a good time hanging out. And, you know, and I, I, for me, this is my you know I grew up obviously in this world. So me running the people, old friends. I'm having a great fucking time, man. I'm like, man, let's hang out. I haven't seen you guys forever. It just it just went too far. <laughs> we, we we could I mean we'll do this again, I think, Danny, for somebody, right? What we could Someone sent me an email about New York. Yeah. I saw that you forwarded it to me. I'm 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 really not sure about that. <laughs> I should probably go back and reread that. I've I'm still just I'm still just shaking my head trying to recover for the weekend and uh, it's gonna have to do something to do something to do with Vegas and the Champagne Room to get his attention. Let's be real, right, right. Pulp, pulp listeners, come on. It's gonna be really tough. Vegas to be Champagne Seattle. Room. I mean, Denny's in. You know, I mean, you know, you bring people in that you don't know. I didn't know. Like I said, don't know Moser, didn't know Buell. They're lit. I kept telling them like, you guys are literally like people I hang out with all the time. You guys are crazy. <laughs> you know, I. Exactly. I I'm stoked to call them friends now. I mean, these are people I would hang out on a daily basis and instead of some dorky fans that brought me in. These guys were cool. They were funny. And uh, Well, except, yeah, for the, I, except for the PJs that Moser was wearing. Yeah, and, his that, kind of, and his track attire. And his track attire is a little questionable. Those are one in the same, Nick. And um, somebody <laughs> called me a hero based off those pajamas. <laughs> Chicken did. Chicken put a Facebook that Moser was his hero. So. Yeah. Uh, hey, chicken, chicken insisted on getting, me, getting a photo jerseys. of me in those like, days. They're wearing S&P jerseys when I landed. I don't even know where they got those things. Yeah, they did. They had S&P stuff. <laughs> uh, Nick, you want to take a couple calls? we got some calls for you. Yeah, might as well. All right. Hey, Bob, what's your question for Nick Way? Hey, Nick. Um, how's your Supercross season going? Yeah, it's going all right. I mean, I would have liked to have some better results, but I'm trying hard. I'm trying hard. Yeah. All right, Bob. Been, Bob, you like Nick? Nick, is it Nick your hero? Nick your favorite rider? Oh, uh, yeah, Nick's my don't favorite. Insult, don't insult him. No, Bob said he's his favorite rider. Hey, Bob, yeah, stay in Bob, school, work Bob, hard, and maybe someday good. you can rent Nick. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, it's supposed to be Bobby. Yeah, I have a question for Nick. Oh yeah, go ahead. Hey, uh, last year you did some of the TV or floor stuff. Did you like doing that stuff? What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, dude, that, that was, like, pretty stressful. I mean, that was a lot of props for – because I always thought you did a killer job on the TV stuff. And then, obviously, I never even thought about it at all. And then Prater gave me a call around Christmas time because he obviously knew I wasn't racing and probably assumed I was going to be attending some events and asked me to do some of that floor announcing. And I was like, well – That'd be a good way to pump up my brand, you know. So I I did it, and then I was like super nervous, and obviously, you know, I never even like thought about it much beforehand. And then, you know, after that, I was like, wow, these guys who do this all the time are pros. Uh-huh. But once I did it, once I did it a little bit, it, it got like a lot less stressful and more fun. But yeah, it's it's, it's a lot it's a lot tougher than you would think for sure. 
Um, and there's people yelling at you in the headset. You know what I mean? Like all that kind of stuff. People don't realize that they're they need you to talk for 30 seconds, no longer than 30, and you need to make a good point and all that. You know? Yeah, I think you did. I thought you did a good job. I, I just yeah, I just remember you did that. Is that something you want to do again? Is that possible? I know Kevin's crushing it. You know, I talked to Jeremy about it a little bit, St. Louis, and you know you're still always learning about it and different things and different techniques. So it was cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was it was definitely. Um. <clears throat> hey, Greg. For sure. Greg, you there? Yeah. Uh, I sent Nick. You're, you're tra- calling about that vintage mafia. Uh, yeah, I feel, like a, I feel like a stalker, man, but that's right up his alley, I would think. He's got some. Nick, this is the guy who sent me the eBay listing for the Michigan Mafia jacket. Oh, yeah, the dick jacket. The dick jacket. <laughs> that thing is <laughs> I mean, Nick, you've got a bunch. It's kind of like Nick. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, he's got honestly, some though. Honestly, yeah. the uh, the like the logo on my my shield logo that's kind of like a, the, the one that I use for the patch, like the yeah. artwork for it with the three guys chilling, is uh-huh. off of a nineteen eighty five Michigan Mafia series jacket, like that same jacket. But nice. You're, you're not going to be pissed if I'm walking through the pits at A one wearing this jacket then. No, bro. <laughs> no, do it. Cool deal, man. I just All wanted right. to make sure you uh, knew. All right, Greg. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. All right. Um, yeah. So, really, this this whole thing really worked out. I mean, terrific, didn't it? I mean, this, Danny. This is. I mean, was there any part that you that let you down, Danny? No, I had a, I had a phenomenal time. I mean, I had a great time. I, I there's only ten, I was like I said a little bummed that I slept through the races, but. <laughs> Let's be honest. It was just the races. I mean, I saw the mains, and I got to right. hang out with my buddies, and uh, had a great time. Moser, well, Moser, thank you so much. You know, I had a great time. I, uh, I, yeah. Moser, I mean, any? They, they got. I think they got their money's worth. Like I said. Moser, any part that let you down? No, no, not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, I think he's still upset no. about the Kenny. I think he's still upset about the Kenny Watson incident. No, I wasn't there for once, but guaranteed, Kenny blames me for some part of that. Well, thank God I wasn't there because. I would have gotten blamed because Watson. Well, let's like me, but. let's um let's ask him on the line with us, calling into the show, Kenny Watson. What's up, boys? What's up, Kenny? Uh, yeah, yeah Ken. Just listening to the uh, bullshit that I'm getting called out for. How I'm how I ended up being the bad guy. Pretty funny. You're not the whatever. bad guy at all. Danny, well, hey, I, I heard I heard your your what you said that you were a little upset over the Josh Hill thing which I understand there should be people upset. But if you would have said, Kenny, this is the reason I'm calling you a fucking cocksucker, and fuck you, you fucking, you're an idiot, I could understand. But a fucking friend for fucking 15 years, I walk up stoked to see him, and he just goes, you know what, fuck you, man. Fuck you. Like, really? Really? Is it like that? Kenny, I'm then, sorry, man. I apologize. Well... I understand that, and you did text me, and you apologize. But the way you're talking about it on the air is like I'm the bad guy, like Josh Hill. No, like you were not the bad guy. I did not portray you that way in the least, bro. Josh I totally took the bullet for that. I was completely hey. out of line. I, I totally take that. Don't be silly. Okay, but check it out. Yeah, everyone needs to understand. Yeah, Josh Hill has, has done great. But what about ninety percent of the people that were giving a shit for hiring Josh Hill for three years when he didn't even race? And now we give him a chance, we get him to where we're going, and for some logistical reasons, we had to part ways. But now we're bad guys. Now we're assholes. The team. And I, and I know he said he has nothing but love for me and Carrie and all that. But you know what? We're a team. 
and it was a team decision. If we agree with it or not, it was a team decision. So I and and I told Josh that. So for you for you and Nick Way to make fun of it, like, oh yeah, bro. Oh, he said, oh yeah. Bro, I'm no not worries. making I'm not making fun. I get that I get that uh, I get the I get that you guys paid him like the whole time he was hurt and stuck by him when he could barely ride. No, I'm not I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about my response to Denny. Like when I was at the local. No, I mean I totally get it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Honestly, it would be funny for me to see the the conversation. That would be pretty funny. I agree. Well, well, if you guys really want to see the the conversation, it's up to Denny, but I have the whole thing on video. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) Sell it. It's all up up to Denny. And me and Denny had our conversation, and he kind of wants it to go away. Like I want it to go away. I'm not out to throw anybody under the bus. But if everyone wants the story the real way it went down, I have it. Well, Kenny, Denny said that's the one thing he feels really bad about. He really does. I said it was and, wrong. And I told I mean, Denny. I'm, I'm not. I, 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 and, and you know what? I've known Denny a long time. I, was, I, I accept Denny for who he is. But between me and him, this isn't the first time this has happened. And I, I respect him. He is the way he is. I, I let him do his thing. And it's the way it is. I knew damn well what was going to happen when he went there. I know him. <laughs> I know how he parties. Believe me, you don't want no part of that man when he's drinking because he will out party anybody. I think I think and, this has been proven. Yes, yes. yes. And there, and that's his that's his deal. I respect him for that. He hits me up. Hey, I want to go see Carrie. I want to do that. I'm, I have that guy's back. I stayed at that guy's house four years. That guy took me in, so I didn't have to stay at Brian Deegan's house for a couple of years. And I'm grateful for that. He's helped me get where I'm at because just of the knowledge between him and his dad. I have no hard feelings for Kenny. But what I Kenny, do I have love your dad, man. I apologize. I'm what I, from what the I of my heart. Have, what I do have is just the way that, and it doesn't even matter the situation. It's just the way that I was called out in front of half of, with some of my peers there that I have to work with and for people to, t- to disrespect me and call me out like that. When I have people coming up to me, isn't that guy your friend? And I'm like, yeah. And it's just a bad deal. And like I said, water under the bridge in my eyes, I'll get over it. I mean, probably I'll get over it real quick because I don't hold grudges. But I just want to get the story straight that it wasn't nothing that you didn't say one word about Josh Hill. You just came at me full-blown <laughs> aggro. And I couldn't I, – at first I thought you were joking because it was freaking 10 o'clock in the morning and you were having your – you were already on your way. And I was like, really? Really? And I'm like, really, Denny? Like that? And you're like, F you, really? Kenny, really? why are we having this conversation over the fucking radio right now? I apologize. Can we just squash it? There you, there you guys go. It's squashed. No hard feeling. Kenny, do you blame Moser at all? Moser thinks it maybe this. It's completely Moser's fault. Moser. What about Mathis, Kenny? I'm not, not going to blame. I'm, if I'm going to blame anybody, Moser. Nope, I'm blaming you. What? You exactly. You. You love this shit. You, if, if Danny went and had a great time and didn't have any confrontation with anyone and just went to the race and didn't get wasted, he would go, oh, that's boring. You're glad that it went down like this. Now no, I'm not. It's, 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 Dude, what I was mean, the first thing you did when I told you what happened? You freaking grabbed your stomach and laughed your ass off. <laughs> I, can I see this video? Can I please see this video of Danny? <laughs> No, I'm going to delete this video. I don't even want to even bring it up. I have, I have too much respect for Denny. To right, right. That. Okay. All right. Well, it's unfortunate. That they, I mean, he's just a fan. He's passionate. He loves Josh Hill. These things happen. Hey, 
Dude, he loves Josh Hill so much. That Kenny, I was wrong. <laughs> Drop it. Stop, let, stop letting I, Steve I, I, fuck I, I, egg I, you on right now. Steve, shut hey. the fuck up. <laughs> hey, it's all good. I, what I was going to say Kenny, is, Josh you crushed it, man. You've been crushing it. You've, you've climbed the ladder. I'm proud of you. I was completely out of line. I apologize immensely. I take one hundred percent blame for it. Apology accepted. Kenny, if you could rent a number, Kenny, if you could rent a Supercross star, who would you rent? Kenny Stevenson, hands down. Okay, fantastic. See, see, it all works out in the end. Uh, We're back to to zero again. Right. Hey, Kenny, I love you, buddy. No hard feelings. I love you too, Kenny. I'm proud of you. I'm sorry. I apologize. You've done a great job. You've handled yourself in class. Big fan. I apologize immensely. No, I'm sorry. Don't, don't, don't worry about all that. We're four friends, and you know what? We'll be friends. If, if we go I'm way working. back, like 20 years back. If I work at Burger King, you're still my friend. I'll still do what I need to do. So, no hard feelings. At, at, the end of the, at the end of the show tonight, I might be back working there. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> all right, no worries. We'll talk to you guys in a little bit, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, we're going to cold call you, but uh, maybe. Yeah. All right. You just <laughs> fucked that all up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Kenny. <laughs> all right, if you're going to call, call me, text me because I got my daughter. Okay, all right. Later. All right, see ya. Wow. Oh. Well, I, I guess that was a better scene at Will Call than I thought. <laughs> well, here's the thing. D- didn't I think it is Moser's fault. It is Moser's fault. <laughs> Absolutely. Why am I getting blamed for this? Moser was up at six. Dude, this is your fault, dude. It's really not Moser's <laughs> fault. It's Buell's fault. No. Buell kept buying shots of Crown at breakfast. Moser needs to say, <laughs> Denny, it's six o'clock. We're all still sleeping. Let's turn. Let's let's go to sleep. Yeah, I want to see you <laughs> stop, Denny, at six in the morning. Please show me how that works. Didn't Moser yeah, give? I woke, a... I woke up next to a, I woke up next to a unicorn head. I didn't even know what it was. I thought it was God, the movie Godfather or something. <laughs> 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 Didn't Moser give Kenny a headache at Seattle one year too? Uh, so, yeah, we don't talk about that. We'll bring that up. Deuces, Moser. Deuces. Moser actually slept through a race once, so I just want yep. that to be just thrown out. I, I was following oh, my. I my we have that in common, don't we, Denny? <laughs> yes. I was following. I was following my host's footsteps. <laughs> uh, um, do you think anybody, somebody in the chat room, said they want to rent Kenny? Do you think that would happen? Oof. I don't know. Yeah. I think the new Kenny would be mellow. It wouldn't even be no fun. I think you could rent Kenny. He could insult you a lot, you'd, and you'd like it. You'd laugh, you know, as he told you, yeah, what an idiot you are for renting him. Uh, Man, you're a potster, motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, tits, tits, vouch, vouch. I did not. I got a random text from Kent saying, hey, right. let me on. I want to have Adam. I said, yep. all right. It was not me. I did not start that. I, I, I did not think Kenny listened to the show. I really didn't. That's awesome. Um, but now we know he does. He's an avid fan, an avid listener. I listen to you. I listen to what you and Way were saying. <laughs> um, I just I didn't realize Denny was such a big Josh Hill fan until Saturday morning. I didn't either. But Denny, as soon as the news broke, Denny was very upset, uh, asking me questions. Also, I did not no, know this. No, he's kind of he's kind of cut from that '90s cloth as well. He likes to have a good time, and mm-hmm. like I said, I've known him since he was a little kid. When him and his Dad, Monty, and his brother Justin, and stuff. So, okay, yeah, yeah you know, I like, I'm kind of stoked that I, you know, choose to sponsor these guys as kids and see them kind of grow up. And right. um, hey, uh, Nash, you, uh, you want to chime in? Yeah, I want to rent Kenny because that would be awesome. Yeah, no, we can try to make it happen. We can see if Kenny would, expensive. Do, would do it. Um, it would be big. That'd be a big ticket item. Big you, ticket well, he's item already right at the there. race, so it wouldn't cost you a whole lot. He's already there. I don't know. Figure, you know, hang out, buy some lunch. Yeah, right. Do you think he'd make it to right. the race? 
maybe take him like, to English the race would, or would he fall he's already there. He's already, he's already got a credential. He's already at the track. You just walk up to him and say, hey, that's like, you know, that's like Renan. Yeah. Yeah, it might work out, Nash. I love it. I love it. MYK, you ready for New York? Yeah, I think the race is in New Jersey, though. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, go to New York, too. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. You fly in early and hit a little E-Town up. That's, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be on that, Nash. I don't know what that is exactly, but. You know what that is. You were racing there in 1997, brother. Hit where? English Town. E Town. Oh, yeah, English Town. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been there. It's like sick. <laughs> I, I love made it. the cover crashing burn from English Town. Oh, uh, who can forget that, Denny? Oh, there's a great. Stevenson, is there not a, a, an intense picture of you doing a face plant? Oh, just That ro- thing never goes away. <laughs> like herpes. Dude, that's beautiful. <laughs> and you, you know what? You're a champ for admitting it. We love it. The fans love you. And, and kudos for the great weekend. Moser, well done. It's. It's Moser's fault, Nash. It's it Moser's was, fault. It was an adventure. Thanks, thanks, Listen, Nash. The key, the key reason why I called in was, uh, uh, it's like listening to a WWF episode from 1985 with the cast of characters calling in. It is awesome. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Kenny calling in. Getting I, mad. I don't know. I want to see the video. I I, I do too. If, if if Kenny, can you post the video, please? Did do you really think Stop I don't? It. I don't. Knock it off. Stop steering the pot. Thanks, Kenny, Nash. Knock it off. Don't listen to him, buddy. Uh, thanks, Nash. Cheers. I, I biggest find... regret, my biggest regret of the whole weekend is not going running with his dad, Tom. I should have went running seven miles. <laughs> Start training. Completely different. <laughs> if you would have done seven miles, that would have been more than your whole factory Suzuki career. <laughs> I'd, they'd probably still be trying to find me right now. I'd probably be scraping off the ground. I find but, it hard to believe, though, that you started it off with, hey, you motherfucking cocksucker. I. I I don't know about that. Yeah, we've moved on. It doesn't matter. I don't see you doing that, Danny. You're classier than that. You think, but you never know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been I've been belly slapped for like two hours. I've had crown poured down my throat. I had a bad chicken fried steak. I was a little grumpy. I could have gone either way. Could have happened. All right, everybody. Um, fantastic. Thanks for coming on and. And Nick, thank you for joining us for this. Yeah, thank, thank you for being so awesome, Denny. Not not everyone can ball Kenny up that hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I thanks for the mem- so thanks for the memories. Which which I well, which I can remember. Which memories I can remember? What? Yeah, I, what honestly, one of the best, one of the most entertaining weekends I've had in a long time. So I appreciate it and, as well. And for people who want more, Denny, he's coming into the studio uh, next month. Um, with Cody Gilmore coming into the Pulp Mech Show studios, so weekend after Vegas, we'll be there. Yeah, keep the rentals to the West Coast. West Coast only contracts. Yeah. I, don't yeah. Know. Yeah, I might have to. I might have to check this email again. This whole New York thing got me a little intrigued. <laughs> uh, you know, we used to race the Meadowlands. We'd go to Hard Rock and then go, you know, um, go drive downtown and laugh at the hookers on the corner and stuff. Moser for, another... <laughs> for <laughs> Moser for any future renters, any advice if you get Denny. Uh, what would be the next race in here? Um, yeah, I, I got no, no. There, there. More, if more, anybody else has the balls to rent Denny? More Gatorade. Yeah. More Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> no, if anyone has the balls to rent Denny, I think I, I might need. I think I, I might need Denny for the for a team manager for the weekend, dude. I think I might need to bring him in for team manager so we can go head to head with Watson in the team manager tower. I think that's what needs to go on. That's a, that's all a I have to say is you're in for a good time. That's guaranteed. You're in for a good time? Right? Yeah. Right? Good I mean, time. It's, it's kind of weird for me to see Hanson in the team manager's tower. 
That would, would be, be all I know. All I know is the nineties just happened. It just there. happened. Yep. Um, In nineteen ninety Seattle, we might as well see Chicken and Wardy out there battling. I mean, we were that close to nineteen ninety. It was. I really feel like, like I said, a, a bunch of the renters got way more than they could handle or thought they would. Maybe not Buell, maybe not Moser, but there were certainly some of those renters that were. I don't want to say regretting it, but wondering what they got into. You come out of the gate that strong, and you know they they brought it on. I'm not to be honest. If I came out and met some guys just were older, boring, we had some you know cigars and some water, it'd be way different. <laughs> like Denny said, it was ironic because he would just fit right into the group. Like we're we're all from the same mess or what have you. We're it's, from the same uh, spot. Like we didn't miss guys, a step. We're all pretty much the same people. I, I race. They're fans. I'm a fan. Right. It was good. Good times. All right, MafiaMotoCrew.com. Pulp Crew saves you 20%. Place your order now, and you can look like those guys uh, on Instagram. Follow them at MafiaMotoCrew. Is that, is that the name, Nick, on Instagram? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, there's a photo with uh, about 12 dudes running the Mafia stuff. Yeah, yeah, those are, all my, those are all the buddies I met after the race. Oh, they, nice. They were really surprised to see me out having a beer. That's cool. Good to hear. Yeah. Um, I, was, I actually saw Lee McComb on the corner at some place. He was leaving, which leads me to believe I was close to Denny's trail. <laughs> At one point, well, Big well, Mac, Nick, if your team manager Mac fires Mac you, I'll motherfuck him too. Just let me know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Denny's uh, like the hype man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get enough. We get enough. Up. We might need to bring you as a team manager slash driving coach slash team mascot. Anyhow. Yeah. I just got. I just got to move some more product. Yeah, we can do that. We can get Denny back in. Like I think he's got things to offer a rider such as yourself. Dude, 100%. Yeah. Look at Cody, man. I got the guy. He's making main events. He's making shit happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I call him every day. I text him. I give encouraging thoughts. Go faster. Have fun. Get a good start. <laughs> it's really working. Clearly. Key, key <laughs> you tips. You this program, Nick. Give me your number. I'll text you positive <laughs> thoughts all week. You need like I'm, a... Uh, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it, it, I need to give you my number. I'm, I can need, I need all the support <laughs> I can get, especially from the East Coast champ and the OG27. Are you kidding me? Denny needs his own, like, you look down, you see me going, hey, bro, go faster. Have fun. You're like, makes a lot of sense. That's what I want to do. I'm going to go faster. (laughs) Denny, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. You need your own infomercial, bro. Uh, Have you been fired from your current employer? We have Denny Stevenson. That's right. He blew a .08, and he's ready to talk to you. (laughs) Uh, Awesome. Awesome. Moser, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thanks again, Denny. It was uh, a great thanks, time Moser. from what I can remember. Thanks, brother. Later. All right. Moser. Great. Moser. Uh, and I think we're going to document this on Pulp MX this week. We're going to, again, we're going to put this down on a written. The, the yeah, I mean, he's got a story he's writing. i got a story I'm going to write. So we're going to have, you know, a little bit of documentation this whole thing. It's, it was funny. Ideally, we get time. a video out. <laughs> Ideally, we get this video out. <laughs> You no. need to, yeah, nope, that won't happen. I, no. Who knows? I mean, what else? <laughs> it's only like such a Tony Alessi move right there. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, what happened? Has somebody got a GoPro on? I mean, what happened? Who's filming this? <laughs> yeah, who's wearing a GoPro at the, at the registration trailer? At any time? You just never know. <laughs> you never know. Be careful. <laughs> Cell phones, are, you're always being watched. Right. Oh, all man. right, Denny, thank you. Good job, well, Danny. Thank you guys for having me. I'll see you here in a couple weeks. And yeah. uh, shit, I might be in New York. Who knows? <laughs> All right, fantastic. Hey, if you go to New York, look me up. I yeah, Debo, look for my number. I need those encouraging words. 
from one of my heroes. I'll make it happen. Big All fan, right. Nick. You guys have a great night. Love you guys. Wait. All right, see ya. Denny Stevenson, the Rented Denny program. A success or a failure? You decide. Um, hey, let's, before I get off the phone to clarify, Watson is mad at me, correct? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. He is, I, he's nah, bummed on you, Nick. Kenny's, Kenny, Kenny's not mad at you. All right, good. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> All right, good. I don't Ma- need that drama. Mafia, I like Watson. No, nah, Watson's cool. Uh, MafiaBotoCrew.com. Nick Way. Thank you, bud. Yep. All right. Thanks. Hey. What? Who's got that video? I mean, <laughs> the, the RCH team's got a lot of resources, dude. They might have called in the satellite. Got the rewind. I'm not going to talk anymore about this video. Danny seemed to be getting a little upset. Kenny was a little upset. I, I, I don't know. I, Kenny's the one who mentioned the video. He did. He did. He, he brought it up. You I mean, know? He got, yeah. I don't want to be accused of trying to stir the pot. I really didn't text Kenny to call him, tell him to call. Danny probably didn't believe tits. That's true, though. I did not do that. But still funny that Kenny called in. But uh, yeah. uh, Kenny was, Kenny's not happy. <laughs> well, he was verbally accosted. I mean, yeah. from 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 his longtime buddy, you know. Yeah, yeah. stayed with him instead of Deegan. Right. What, what would have happened if he would have stayed with Deegan? I don't know. No, no one knows. No, sounded like a bad place to stay. Denny's just passionate. He's a passionate fan. That's that's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. See you later, guys. Bye. Later. All right. All right. Well, wow, that got exciting. That was well. You could end the show right now, and that'd be a great show. <laughs> All right, let's take commercial break of the night. Uh, warning to our listeners, uh, Hanny has not reached out to me to confirm the time tonight. But he, uh, well, before the show he did, and then now he is not uh, available as of right now. So we're trying to get Josh Hansen to come on the show. We do have Jason Thomas coming back, though. Good. But let's take our second commercial break of the night here on the show. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Stick around. We've got lots more to come. And, uh, yeah, I got, oh, I, I got to ask. We're going to get Kenny Watson back on the phone. I got to ask him about this bet. Him and Mike Genova had a bet, and Kenny lost. Stick around, and I'll tell you more. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period.
Paul Thetis taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Thede's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at EKSBrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of 
Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? Yeah! 
It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTLSports.com. Thank you, Chris Kiefer, for picking a Canadian band. Default. And uh, I would have let it play longer, but we got to run, bro. We got to get things going. So I'm in. Racetech.com, privateer proven, supporting the world's fastest privateers. Riders like Lee, Freeze, Blows, Cody Gilmore, and uh, many others choose Racetech, the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension mod company. Over 30 years they've been doing this shit. Kiefer, you love Race Tech. I'm in. They've been doing stuff for you guys for a long time on the magazine end of things. Paul Thede. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box, racetech.com. I know when you're listening to this that you need suspension work done. You need to set your suspension up for your weight and get some springs. For sure, your shock and fork oil is dirty as shit. Or you need new seals. I guarantee you 90% of you listening to this need it. Use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself money at Racetech. Go to Sponsors Deals. Sponsor Deals. Save yourself money. 
And uh, so stop wasting my time. You're wasting my time by not going to race tech. It's catchy, right? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. All right, with that, let's get into some emails. Josh Hansen has confirmed, and he is coming up on the show real quickly. Uh, Justin, is Debo available for NYC? We're impressed with what we've heard and think he will fit in well. We will not be disappointed. If not, who else is available? References available if needed. Regards, JS. So he wants to rent Denny. I don't think people are ready to. (laughs) I don't think so either. Uh, Brenda sent this in. Hey, Mathis, I don't know if you heard of the poll question did for Seattle, but the question was, if RV gets his fourth title, will it be good for the sport? Uh, and the voting was 75% no and 25% yes. People say that it's boring watching RV winning every race, and it's boring knowing real early in the season who's going to get the title. But that's not what's boring in my opinion. What is boring is when there isn't any action going on. What do you think? Is it bad to have RV winning four straight? I don't feel like... Well, this year's a little different right. because he's had a big points lead. But his other three titles, although he wrapped them up early, I still felt there was action. Oh, was I, still, action I was there year. for the McGrath era, people. I was there. I was a mechanic. That's brutal. Those were brutal. <laughs> he was getting the whole shot, and he was checking out. Right. And there's only been a couple races RV has checked out in, you know? So yeah, I, I don't think it's boring. It's been good races it's, it's this different. year. I, it's a different deal than MC, I, I feel like. Uh, Aaron has been uh, listening to me ramble on about the Nets, and he agrees with me about making the racing better. However, I was thinking the last time we really saw big burns was during the two-stroke era. Do you think building bigger burns will bring up the speed of the tracks with the bigger 450s resulting in higher risk and shorter laps? Uh, No, I don't think so. I think it makes for better passing. Uh, Do the speeds go up? Maybe slightly, but more than anything, I'm looking for passing. So thanks, Aaron, for agreeing with me on that. And... um, what else we got here? Uh, Logan says he's never been a Stewart fan, but uh, who was the better Supercross racer than Stewart or Carmichael? They had the same amount of wins and the same amount of races, basically. So he, this guy says that by Stewart coming back the way he has this year, it might make him a better rider in his eyes. Who knows? I think Stewart's. I think Stewart's a better Supercross rider than Ricky Carmichael. I really do. He's definitely funner to watch for so, me. Yeah. I mean – he doesn't have the titles that Ricky Carmichael has, but, you know, he's got a lot of other things and skills and, you know, so. He's really cool to watch ride. You know, you watch Carmichael and it was exciting because you think he might crash, but uh, James is, yeah. you know, on a different level. Phenomenal rider. Yes. Exactly. Uh, Vortex Racing, the leader in making top quality racing components for 15 years. A proud supporter of our show tonight. Uh, V3 motocross bars, 29% stronger than the competition. And uh, James Stewart runs a sprocket. Vortex uh Sprockets and bars grace Tyler Bowers' bike, four-time Arena Cross champion, and VortexRacing.com. Check out sponsor deals if you need some sprockets or bars or something from Vortex because they can save you money by just listening to this show. And Vortex is proud to sponsor or bring you our next guest on the show. It's a time we never really thought would happen, Kiefer. This is awesome. Nobody thought it would happen. No but one. it is happening. And I got to thank Josh Hansen. What's up? How the heck are you guys? You're on the Pulp MX show, bro, and I, I don't know. know. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> I'm not it's sure either crazy. one of us ever thought that would happen. But, hey, yeah. thank you for accepting my invite. I appreciate it. I, I, hey, uh, I'm just glad that we could put all this uh, bullshit behind us and honestly uh, just, just get moving forward. And, and uh, it's cool that you got Kiefer on the show. He's, he's a good dude. Yeah, buddy. How you doing? Yeah, you guys go way back, he said. I just know him from back in the day. Yeah, I'm not, like, super close with him, but I definitely know him around the track and watched him ride for years. 
No doubt about it. Um, yeah, we, you know, obviously you and I have a past that's not, not terrific, but uh, I probably wrote some things that, that probably weren't cool. You probably thought some things done I wrote. Some things. Yeah, I've yeah. done some things that weren't too cool. Yeah, I get right. it. It's a hand-in-hand right. hand deal. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, hey, we're going to move on. And, uh, um, you know, like I told you on Track Walk, like a lot of the things I say about a guy like you was because I'm talking to Chad Reed, uh, James Stewart. Uh, I'm talking to your peers, and they're telling yep. me, how effing talented you are and how they love watching you ride and how you could be killing it uh, with just, you know, a little bit of change in in program, let's say. And so those are things that I pay attention to, guys who admire you for your talent. And I think, uh, honestly, me being on the other side now, and, like, uh, and I'm I'm not just saying this. I'm now having two years on the couch of uh, kind of being sitting in a manager's tower kind of playing on the opposite end mm-hmm. i mean i get it i uh i sit there you know and you start criticizing certain things and this and that and i and i and i actually kind of i get your side of things and i've also looking back on stuff i've really i've done some dumb shit for i don't even understand how i could really be mad at some of the things i mean i understand <laughs> like we probably didn't even like each other fair enough whatever but at the end of the day it's like you're a journalist i'm a writer and it's like Right. It's, it's plays in hand in hand. You you pick out of, of of everyone, and it's like I'm I'm honestly setting myself up for it. You know, on all the shit that I'm doing. So it's like uh, I need if I want good things to happen, I need to make things happen or fucking shit or get off the pot. Really. Right. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for Josh Hansen uh, on the Pulp Mech Show? Uh, give us a call, and uh, we'll take some of your questions. Uh, Josh will take some of your questions. Well, yeah. it was just like you see yourself and. You know, you, you you got some chances on some good equipment on some good teams, and a lot of chances. And and, and again, like some guys, you you watch some guys, and you're like, you know what? That's that guy's maxed out. That's that's as good as he's gonna yeah. get. Um, yeah. But with you, you were born to ride a bike, one of the best styles out there. There's no doubt. Um, and yeah. things didn't always work out. And then sometimes maybe you were angry. And and I'm writing yeah. about the sport and going, fuck, Chad Reed just told me Hanny could kill it. If he, you know, ran ten miles a day or whatever it was, so yeah. you know, it's funny. I just left him like five minutes ago. Like at the Fox, and he's like telling me like same thing to like come out and <laughs> ride with them out in Florida and train with them. You know, right. if I want to try to do a comeback, and that's super cool to hear. Like, right? I don't know. I, I'd, uh, it, uh, it's, 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 it's cool to see. And I, I mean, I get it. It, yeah. uh, I've had a lot of opportunities straight up, and and honestly, I, I uh. Man, I got issues with, I got personal demons that have really kind of fucked, really jacked me up in the past, and I'm not a real bullshitter, I have a problem kissing ass, and like, I, I think that really has put me kind of maybe in, in kind of a bad look, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I do have respect for everybody out there, I really do love riding a motorcycle, that is my passion, and at, at the same time, it's like, with these people putting, it's hard to get a ride anymore, and there's so much talent out there that it's like, Honestly, if if there is ever going to be a comeback or what, it needs to be right or not be done at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's that leads me to the next question. Like, what do you think? Do you, you want to race again? Do you want to? Yeah, I really yeah. do. Okay, I really do. It's uh, it's one of those things. Uh, I mean, uh, like I said, I have I have so much respect for everybody, and I go up there, and it, it's uh, it's. I thought it would always be cooler. Like, oh man, you know, I'm I'm done with this industry. This is stupid. This is that. <laughs> this is that. You know, I need to do this. And honestly. It really bit me in the ass. Like, it, I mean, yeah. Like, when I go to sleep at night, it ain't everybody else what they think. When I go to sleep at night, I know that in my heart, I don't want to be doing the, what I'm doing right now. You know, and, right. and that's at the end of the day, that's my answer. Is when I'm, 
you know, able to say that to myself. And honestly, for people to tell me that I'm done or like, you know, hey, you know, you're getting old or you're doing this, I mean, really, I believe it's up to me at the end of the day if I really feel it. And it's like, you know, same thing with Chad, what we're talking about tonight. Like, everybody can say it, but until in my heart that I feel that I'm done and that I don't have it anymore, then that'll be the day that I'm done. But, uh, it's, it's going to be hard for me to find that support. Yeah, I definitely don't want to quit racing. It's going to be hard to make people believe in my situation, but I, I hope I get a uh, mm-hmm. get an opportunity. And if I don't, it wasn't meant to be, but I'm definitely going to try and, and just see what happens. Well, I, I don't think a guy like you who, who has talent, that doesn't, you know, Kiefer, that doesn't just go away. Like that's... <laughs> No, and, and, and yeah. we all said it, not to blow him all night, but, you know, right. I've been at the KTM when I was tested for KTM, and he was on KTM at the time, and me being a rider, riding and racing, and I can appreciate the things that he does. And on the outside, on people that don't ride, you know, they see, like, he's smooth and this, but there's mm-hmm. certain things on the track that the guy does that, I mean, shit, not even Carmichael or Reed or any of those guys can do. And the, yeah. the, this, this mother effort. I appreciate that. It means a lot. Yeah, the, I mean, this guy has so much, you know, talent. And, and let's just say, some guys aren't built to train 24-7, you know. And I don't know his program, but I know sometimes, it for me, a lot of the times, it's just riding more than training. I'll obviously help me, so maybe that's I how. Think, uh, I think I was kind of like that for sure, but, I mean, it, it didn't it didn't work. I mean, you know, as you can see, else I would still be going forward. Uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I've always based my whole career has been off my talent. I haven't been a trainer. I haven't been a guy. I haven't been a guy that goes to Mitch Payton and goes, yeah, I train every day, this and that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a pretty straight-up person, but, like, yeah, like if I come back racing, I'm going to train. That's the only way. Else I'm not going to come back. Like, I want to be riding with Reed and, and Roxon and those guys up front. And I know that probably to these fans, everybody like, they're like, come on. Hanson <laughs> won't even get top 15. Get, get real. And I respect that. That's cool, you know, until I think that, then things will change. But, um, yeah, no, I definitely, I either need to do it or don't. Straight right. up. That's, that's the final answer. How much you've been riding? Like, I know I saw you, uh, you, know, you came up for Phoenix Press Day and, and I saw some videos of you out in the hills, but how much do you moto down or is it tough when you don't have, you know, something to, to goal, you know? Yeah. Or, yeah. Actually, you know, it's funny. Last year, uh, you know, after after Super, all my stuff ended at Jeff Ward Racing, kind of everything kind of went left uh, mm-hmm. with my whole dirty riding thing, uh, getting kicked out. It was a... Uh, I got into a super hard depression where I didn't ride for a long, 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 long time. And I got so sad inside. Like, I was like, it was really bad thoughts going through my head. I was like really in a low point. I'm sure you've heard all this bullshit once again. Same mm-hmm. old story. But like, uh, I got to a point and honestly, like, like the week, I didn't have any parts on my bike. So actually, Jeff Cernix hooked me up, you know, with my bikes this past year. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't have any parts budgets or anything, and I didn't have an extra filter, so I wouldn't <laughs> ride my bike. So my bike would stay good for the times that I needed to ride when I would get paid. Right, it made right. no sense, but <laughs> I would like make sure my bike was going to be good enough for X Games, and I didn't even jet my bike or get my ECU done or anything. So I just like got cool looking graphics. I put some cool looking wheels on my bike, you know, for this X Games shit, and then I like. I remember, dude, I was, like, so scared to go into X Games because I hadn't ridden for so long, and I was, like, in this deep depression. Twitch is like, bro, you better fucking ride tonight, today, because, mm-hmm. dude, tomorrow night, you gotta, we got to ride, you know, X Games. So I went out, and I, like, rode, like, an hour to make sure I could, like, hit the ramp good. And, dude, honestly, I don't know how Saturday night turned out the way it did. I did the biggest whip of my life, hopefully <laughs> the best ever. And, like, it, it was, like, after that, like, 
I don't know, man. I was still kind of in depression after that. And honestly, with Cowie giving me help this year, I, I've been full on trying to ride motocross, supercross. I've been riding a track almost every day. Like, cool. like yeah. I literally haven't been. I haven't hit a ramp yet. Actually, no, I did a Fox photo shoot, but I haven't been hitting ramps at all in my Kawasaki. I've just been only hitting tracks. So yeah. I know I need to train now if I want to make anything happen for next year, honestly, because it ain't a thing that I wait until the off season. I mean, I'm too yeah. far behind the bubble of sitting on the couch for two years. Well, that, is, he so. a, is he still in 250 able? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm you still can, eligible. Yeah. yeah, I'm eligible for either or. I'm kind of embarrassed to go back to the 250, honestly. I know that I'm – I mean, I get it. I mean, I would really like to ride 450, but I'm at a point that I don't – beggars can't be choosers, so I'm just going to try to uh, be prepared for either or, and if I could get something great. Uh, let's take a few phone calls. Oh, by the way, uh, one of our big guys on our show, W Wheels, John Anderson. Uh, he's been he's he's been trying to tell me to get you on the show, and he that's a guy that's been behind you for a long time, John Anderson. He really John. has. Yeah. He really, really has. And he was the one that brought it up to me at first about you, and I started thinking about it, and I told him, you know, I didn't feel comfortable the first time he asked me, and I started thinking about it. And I'm like, dude, this is all petty. This is all this is all stupid. It really is. You know what I mean? Like. It, it really it really is dumb, and I'm glad that we get to put this behind us and we do it. And for John, he does. He's been helping me. He's one of the few dudes that has helped me through, mm-hmm. through thick and thin, and I appreciate him a lot. Uh, let's take a few calls. Uh, Abe, what uh, what do you got on your mind for uh, Josh Hansen? Uh, basically, uh, it's really nice to hear him uh, get back into the media and, and uh, kind of open up a lot more on uh, you know where he was and everything like that. I was a huge fan for years and years ago. Back when yeah. he used to come by the Herald House and stuff like that, he used to go over there just ride with those guys, Ryan Morris and stuff. And, uh, you know, it, if you do get a second chance... Um, you mean six chance or seven chance? <laughs> well, uh, how about this? A, a, a whole All new right. career. A whole new start. Okay. You know, that with the attitude better. and everything. Um, yeah. Are you really going to put forth a lot of effort and stay positive and stay out in the media? Because, dude, you have such a gnarly following even when you were depressed, you know what I mean? Like, if you yeah. really put a lot of effort, dude, I think you could kill it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, uh, you know, it's to the point, like, where, I mean, dude, I know that I'm not going to get a probably a factory deal or a factory this or be the baddest, you know, like, other than, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to do that, dude. And I got to be honest with myself, like, I really don't, I'm not doing it to try to make fans. I'm like, you know, before, yeah, it was cool. I was making money. I was young. I was I was doing this. I was buying this. You know, it's so easy to get caught up. Well, it's not like that anymore. It's a new page in this whole motocross scene. There's a lot more deeper talent. There's a lot more kids. There's going to be a lot of great people that don't have rides next year that honestly deserve it. So it's mm-hmm. going to be really hard for somebody like me to get a ride. So, honestly, yeah, it's going to have to happen. And I honestly, you know, talking to even Chad tonight, like, you know, I, I hit him with a lot of questions mm-hmm. just when him and I were just talking. And it's like, I, I want to do this for myself, not for Kawasaki, not for my dad, not for trying to be cool, on, you know, for Pulp MX, not trying to anything but just for myself. And that's the most important thing. And if I can have that down, then everything else can fall into place. It's like having heart. And I didn't have the heart. Right. And it's like being on my face now. I mean, dude, I, it sucks, dude, not racing. This is my life. This is what I've done since I was three years old. It's not right. To, it, I thought it was going to be right, but it isn't. Thanks, Abe. Thanks, man. Well, hey, hold on, hold on. One, one last thing. Always remember, dude, the fans, are. we're always here, dude. So, you know, you're down Thanks or whatnot. I appreciate it. Remember, Thank we're here so for you, bro. That's it. That's I why mean, we go by the everything to me, honestly. 
That's cool. All right. Thanks, Abe. Thank you. Uh, yeah, lots of fans want to talk to you. Um, no, it's cool. You know, but hey, you you talk about the deep field and, and the talent, and you're absolutely right. There is, it's but amazing. If, but have you checked out the uh, the 450 mains at this point in the year? Have you seen? Yeah. The... <laughs> I mean, listen, no. those, those guys are great riders, but uh, <laughs> uh, no. I, I got I got Josh Hansen finishing pretty high up right now. If you're focused and ready and all that kind of stuff, yeah. so. Um, well, that's cool. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, dude, it's no joke. I've uh, I've been going to the races, helping out that Dakota Tedder kid, and uh, I've been uh, rather than watching it on TV, I've been at each one. I'm seeing the competition. I'm actually seeing the track, and it is gnarly in any other year. And uh, I'm sitting in the manager's tower with uh, DeCoster and Jeremy Albrecht this weekend, and we're like all talking. We're making like, man, well, do you think it'd be better if he goes outside and Dungey should be doing this? And you know, that's what the cost is saying. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, like I'm kind of like listening to everybody. So after the main event, I went out onto the track, took my headphones off and went and walked the track. And dude, the main event was so gnarly. <laughs> the track. I like fully give respect on how fast RV and Bubba and those dudes in Barsha were going. Right. It was so gnarly. Like, honestly, I would have struggled hard on that track last week and straight up. Mm-hmm. Like, you needed to be in shape and be on top of your game. It wasn't, no, yo, we're going to base your shit on talent right now and hope, hope for a good result. Like, this is real racing now. Uh, this ain't no, no. fly-by stuff. Uh, James, you got a, you got a comment to uh, Josh? Yeah, um, I was just hearing him talking about, you know, how he felt about stuff. I was kind of in the same situation. I'm retired military. And yeah. I got to a point, and, you know, I was 11 years, and I was like him. You know, I hated kissing ass. And military, you got to do that. And right. sometimes you just got to uh, swallow your pride, you know, to, to for the better of your career or, you know, to better yourself, you know. Sometimes you just got to yeah. know when to, you know, shut your mouth and, you know. That's my I, problem. You know, I didn't I, have I, ever I, filter. Yeah, I'm just glad, <laughs> yeah. you know, I did that because I was, you know, I had it like 11 years in, and I was getting ready to get out, and I just said, well, let me do this so I can retire, you know, and you know, everything came out for the better. That's all. I just want to make comment. Like, you're not the only one who feels that way with a lot of stuff. So. Uh, Thanks, man. I Thank appreciate you. it. Right. It's, it's tough. It's like when you have something that's a part of your life for so long, and uh, yeah, it, it really does. It sucks. And honestly, like, it hurts even, like, you know, you, you hear all the stuff, and, and, and it's hard to be in those shoes of, like, man, you really – people think that you're a piece of shit it really does suck and, and and honestly like it does hurt what people say i do take that into consideration i i shouldn't i could go ahead and be like every writer goes oh i don't care what people say mm-hmm. at the end of the day they do it really do <laughs> and it's like it's like but at the same time now looking at it from the outside i've kind of done it to myself so it's, it's a hand-in-hand situation hey don't take this the wrong way but we have a lot of mutual friends so don't I mean, fuck it yep. up mathis i'm not fucking yep. it up but we have a lot of mutual friends i've definitely talked to them about you and I, I've yeah. watched you from the outside, and I've heard the stories and stuff. And I've honestly yeah. always thought, like, you almost could need to talk to a professional and just help you straighten things out. Like, I don't mean to be a dick. I'm not trying to make a joke, dude. A hundred percent. I definitely need help, dude. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I totally could use a, a, a like a psychiatrist. Somebody like honestly, right? I right. think a lot more people would have a lot more respect for me if they would even just like just like the trip in my head is unreal. It's stupid. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. I'm definitely not no RV. I'm definitely not your average dirt bike. That's for sure. I'm, I'm yeah. a. Yeah. I'm one of a kind, you know, and I know that. Like, that that ain't, you know, if I want to do this, it's like I got to figure it out. And I, I totally couldn't agree with you more, and I'm honestly, I'm already seeking into that stuff, so yeah. I, like I, I totally agree. I feel like when you get some success or you get on a roll, you're a little self-destructive. 
I don't yep. know why. 100%. But, but yeah, I don't either. Like, I just, I mean, again, it's just from the outside. I don't know you that well, but just things that I've, yep. I've been like, man, that guy, he needs someone to talk to. Like, this shit is, yep. you know, but anyways, it's good that you're looking at It is. At I, I agree. I'm not mad at that. I, dude, it's a straight up, a true call, uh, comment. I, uh, right. I really think the same thing. It's, uh, I never really, like, I've, I've had, you know, my mom and dad be there. They've been there for me for my whole career, but, like, as a little kid, you know, and I, it was kind of like I was such a little dickhead, you know, getting in trouble and fights and shit at school that, like, my dad and my mom were like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you know, you got to stop. Like, my dad didn't want me to race. Mm-hmm. He never wanted oh, okay. me to race. Like, yeah. he wanted me to ride, like, do BMX, play basketball, but he never wanted me to race. And if I was going to race, he wanted me to put the full effort in. And I didn't put the full effort in, so it, it would piss him off. And now it's like it got to a point, like, where – you know, I ended up moving in with this mechanic um, back back in the day. You know, my dad got over my, my crap, mm-hmm. and uh, and literally I went and raced the amateur nationals on my own, and I actually won everything. Mm-hmm. And when I won everything, it got me my Yamaha Troy ride. My dad's like, what the fuck? I like this shit. Like, <laughs> you're, like you're supposed to be an idiot. Like, you're going to be supposed to be coming home in a couple of months. I right. thought for sure it was old. Well, I got all that, and I've, I've kept it going, but I'll, I'll, at the same time, it's like, I've been such a squirrel that, like, I need, like, I seriously, I need somebody over my shoulder to be like, you know, I almost need, like, a life coach to be like, come on, man, we right. need to do this, we need, I need to have that structure, and uh, I've never really had that. I've always taken it upon my own, and, and I've honestly made these mistakes on my own. I don't have managers, I don't trust people, mm-hmm. so I don't have managers, I don't have people around me, and it's honestly bit me in the ass, and I, it's hard to... It's it's hard to trust that stuff. I I don't know really. I'm trying to pick the pieces up of the puzzle and put them all together. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the way my brain works, and it's not. It's it's just it's frustrating to live day by day, more or less, to try to race. So I'm right. trying to get that all underway so I could be happy and get all my A's, B's, and C's. D it has to fall on that, not A to D to S to. It's got to play all in order. So right. that's what I'm really trying to. All right, uh, let's get back to the calls. John, you got a uh, comment to Henny? Yeah, hi Steve, hi Josh. I'm a big fan. I mean, you've you know got certainly some 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 mad skills on a dirt bike, and and yeah. I think that you know you bring a certain you know entertainment value to the to the sport, and it's almost a crime to the fans that you know that you certainly have the ability, and and you know you're still in your prime, and, and the fact that you're not out there is you know it it kind of leaves a you know a little bit of a hole in the sport, but. You know, I, I guess I, I kind of agree with, with uh, Steve. I just wanted to ask you that, you know, obviously you're mellow and it seems like you're saying the right things, but it seems like, you know, there's been times in the past where you've, you know, kind of uh, had the same attitude, but it, it seems whenever you're put under the pressure to perform and, and maybe when things don't go, you know, exactly according to plan and, and, you know, sometimes your frustration gets the best of you, I mean, you know, what's going to be different? I mean, do you have a different perspective, you know, if you were to get, you know, a, what you call a sixth or a seventh chance? Yeah, I mean, uh, I would even say it was probably an eighth or a ninth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of do believe, uh, I mean, I know. I've had the same old song and story there for a while. That's why I don't believe anybody to to take my shit. And that's, I'm good with that. It's, uh, it's one of those things that, uh, I mean, uh, this is going to have to be out of myself. I, I mean, really, for me to be saying this on the show, I mean, that that's all I can do. I don't know. I mean, as far as, I mean, results and, and actions speak louder than words. So, um, I mean, I really, if I ride out of my back of my Toyota, I'm, I'm pretty cool with that. I, I would uh, <laughs> I, I would really like to just be a part of racing again. And, and honestly, I'm sitting at a, par, a, a part in my life where I can't be 
it wasn't like how it used to be, and it was easy to get a ride, and it was easy just to fall back on the next thing that comes, you know? It's really like, I either got to do it or I don't. And honestly, if I don't think if I could be 100% at it, I really don't want to do it. I don't, because it makes my dad look like an idiot. It really makes my dad look like he has to raise me up right when he's not even the way I am. That guy's a great dude. Like, I think I got a good heart. I'm just a little twisted up, you know? And it's like... uh it really, it, it's more than just racing to me. It, it puts my family in jeopardy, too, you know, with my dad and everything he's doing. So it's a, it's a hard thing to swallow, dude. I, I think you're totally right. It's, it's and, and I don't mean, you know, not, obviously you don't need advice from a fan, but I think from a fan's perspective, I mean, I think that if you, you know, were able to go out there and, 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 and grind it out and, and, and take the ups and the downs and, and, you know, just for you to be on the gate every week and, and and again, like you said, you know, you're not going to go out there and, you know, you want to be, you know, up there, uh, you know, competing for, you know, a top five or something like that. But I think from right. a fan's perspective that, you know, just to see you on the gate every week and to have fun with it and to, right. you know, have a, a different perspective, I think that you'll win a lot of fans right back over because, I mean, obviously you've got the talent. Thanks, That's John. good to hear because, honestly, like, I, I've been kind of, like, uh, thinking, too. Like, it kind of scares me, too, because I feel like, you know, people are like, oh, man, this kid has so much talent. He's such a, he's such a waste of time to deal with, you know. So if he, if he doesn't go out there and win or get top three or top five, he's just a total piece of shit. And, like, I'll be honest with you, I'm, 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 a, uh, I'm a bit nervous coming back because it's been a couple <laughs> years. Yeah, I know I got talent and stuff, but I, like, really would like to – to, you know, I know Reed Reed didn't have the best reputation at one time, and that guy's really changed over a lot of fans. And mm-hmm. I really like, I've been picking his brain a lot. Like, it's it's you surround yourself with good people, good results, and I haven't always been like that. But uh, well, even James, I, know, I, I mean, James James has been. I didn't, you know, I used to not be a, a James Stewart fan at all. But you know, over the past, especially this season. I mean, he's, you know, he has a positive attitude, and he's going out there, and he's he's doing the best he can, and, you know, obviously he's had some, you know, some issues during some certain races, but, I mean, you can see it in his face, you can see it during the interviews, that, yeah. you know, he's rolling with it, and, and yeah. um, you know, I actually, you know, I'm kind of a, a you know, I don't want to say, a, you know, a super fan, but, you know, I'm, I, right. I, I, I root for James, I mean, it's good to see him have you know, a pretty even demeanor of of a positive attitude, even though he's not going out and winning every single race. Cool. Thanks, John. Thanks right. for calling. All right. Thanks, guys. I think Thank it's you. it's it's part of getting older, dude. It's plain and simple. Yeah. You get a little older, you start giving you know right. less fucks, and you yeah. worry about yourself, <laughs> and you want to do good for yourself and your family. You you bury some hatchets with some old you know dudes that you didn't yeah. get along with. It's just like it's it weighs too much on you when you get older. And, now you see it that. Really does. Yeah, it, it you really see does. Josh now, and that's where he's coming to. And and w- what would you be happy with? You get back to racing. What could you walk away from racing and be happy with? Like, what would you want out of it? Oh man, I like this one. I've, I, you know, I, I can't like put like a mark on it. Like, oh, I have to win. I have to win that. I think my biggest mark that I like can maybe sleep at night that I've known that I've given one full year of training that I've actually like have like put in the effort like I guess kind of like the full deal of like okay cool you know I've done everything I can this is where I'm at you know at least put another couple few years into it to see okay you know what this is where I'm at these are the closing of my chapter this is what I did I would really like to end it you know, being in shape and knowing that I could go out there and do 20 and then let it all fall from there. And that would honestly, then I could go ahead and go, yo, I gave everything I got. And I, and it sucks. I can't say that I, I have, I have off of talent. I have it off of my training situation. So I really don't know how good I can be. 
It well, sounds crazy to say, but like literally, I've never, I dude, I, yeah, it's straight up been talent. It's like I don't know how good I can be. Look, there's there's nothing wrong in this day and age. You go out there, you work hard, you do your best. Like you said, you lay it on the line, and you're a top ten supercross rider in America. That's legit. Nothing wrong with that. No. You know, yeah. um, and and I feel like I really feel like that's something you could do, as long as you didn't let the let people think that you should be doing better or you should be winning or whatever. Like you're making a good yeah. living in a top ten supercross rider. You're, you're doing good. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Um, are you gonna do X Games? This year? Uh, yeah, I do. I do X Games in June. I'm just doing a uh, whip and step up, so okay. that's something to kind of fulfill this time where I'm able not to race. But uh, right. I'm super, super pumped to be able to do something on a motorcycle still and to, and to be able to make money. But mm-hmm. yeah, my goal is to, to try to get back into it for 2015. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I'm just chipping away at it a little bit slow and right. trying to be real about everything uh biggest regret you got was there something that's that you lay awake at night you talked about some of the demons in your head is there is there a chance that you thought that you would could do over is there something that you would do it over again uh you know i i uh i think um if there was a time for me to sweep up championships it was in my early like i you know i had such an I don't want to say that, but, like, an easy opportunity to win championship. I've, I've tied for a championship and then lost by, like, a mm-hmm. couple points a couple years ago. And I was like, I feel like uh, the competition is so deep now that, like, I look back and I'm like, man, I was doing such a half-assed job and I was still doing that that, like, <laughs> right. I could be – I could have had two championships by now and laughing. It's like uh, – yeah. it's like uh, – I, I do regret that, you know? Right. And it's like um, – yeah, but I think if uh, – it would be really cool to be out of my truck or be in a smaller situation, or if I even got a ride, and if I could come back and 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 like you, like everybody's saying, to to train and to uh, be able to be back on the line again would be the most awesome feeling and awesome situation, and and to just reamp my whole situation. I'm just having a good attitude. I, I'm not trying to go out there and say, oh, I'm going to be top five. I'm, I hope that I could be that guy, but until then, it's it's uh, it's going to be one step at a time. Uh, last last call for you. We got lines are full, but uh, let's last call. Michael, what's going on? You got a question for Josh Hansen? Yeah, just a quick one, and I don't want to go back to the past. But what was up with like your thinking on like changing in the RCH stuff and stuff like that? Like, I, I can't barely hear you. What, I can barely uh, hear you. Uh, Michael, thanks for calling. Michael wanted to know like uh, what was when you were battling Brock Tickle. Uh, what was up yeah. with uh, uh, changing in the H and H truck and uh, you know, kind of trying to get away from Tickle and all that kind of stuff? Uh, um, basically, yeah, it kind of got down. I mean, like, I uh, I was kind of being a little bit of a uh, – it really got into my head when I got hurt and I broke my hand mm-hmm. and I couldn't ride and stuff. And I was, like, I was really struggling that uh, I could even ride each weekend. And I was, like, I was just really, 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 like, just trying to pull it together even though I could couldn't really do crap with myself and it was uh it was honestly i was I ended up being a little girl about it and just like it, like my whole like world kind of crumbled down like i thought i had the championship and like when it came down to me like getting hurt and i was bare i couldn't like ride but i was still making myself trying to ride each weekend mm-hmm. it was like i didn't have the i couldn't like hold my temper of like being okay with it and being able to like lose the championship i couldn't be okay with it right, and it was like right. it ain't tickle's fault it ain't no it ain't nobody's fault it's in my own head and i honestly didn't want anything stupid to happen or whatever so i'd go i would go elsewhere but honestly like tickle was a good teammate to have i mean the kid's always been pretty mellow and he's just done his deal and i've honestly been a little 
been more or less kind of the dickhead of the matter, and it's like uh, it was my own being in my own head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nico on the line wants to know if you ever would race enduro cross. Is that something you would ever oh, think oh, about? No, dude, I give those guys full credit. Those guys are gnarly, and honestly, you would fully have to be in shape to do that. A hundred percent. I would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I, um, I'm better off racing supercross than I am uh, hitting an enduro cross. Ah, uh, yeah, Kiefer, Kiefer tried enduro cross. It tamed him. Yeah, it's just like supercross. Too. So it's not, like your like, heart rate's so, so high. <laughs> hey, I want to get off subject again because okay. that's what I do. All right, let's. I for us married guys that live through you on Instagram and the whole chick scene that you're. I mean, you go back on your chicks, dude. I'm telling you right now, it's a listers. Phenomenal list. <laughs> Phenomenal. And for me, I've been married. I've had one vagina for a long time. And I like to, I like to look at Hanny and what he's accomplished in his chick career. Right. right. Screw the race. I, mean, I wish that I wish that I wish that like paid the bills, but yeah, it actually cost me. I mean, but you you bagged some quality quality women, dude, and I I I'm stoked for you. Do you have any like do you still talk to some of those like I see you with Jesse Jane and you hung out with Audrina. I mean, you still talk to yeah. those chicks? Yeah, no, they're all friends. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I talk to them. I've been kind of out of the little LA scene, kind of like for like the last uh, last little bit. But yeah, actually, I still talk to them, and they're they're all friends. But yeah, I guess I guess that's cool. I'm, I guess that's kind of cool that uh, you guys see something positive out of my program. So that's <laughs> uh, married guys do for sure. Man. Uh, what about what about the porcelain black video? Man, that was weird. Dude. I was so embarrassed to put that up on my on my Instagram. But like, I, dude, I haven't been able to make money, and it's like I got hit up by uh, Little Wayne's uh, crew to, to. I guess she wanted me to. I don't know. It like worked out where she wanted me to be in her music video. She's like underneath Little Wayne's thing. So uh-huh. I got hit up, and I made some money to do a two hour shoot. And nice. I was like, yeah, I did it. So I, I needed to make money. No, so hey, I did it. Nah, nothing wrong with it. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was pretty embarrassed to have to show it, especially in front of like my motocross people, because I know it's a little like people are like, oh my god, what is Hanson doing? But hey, you know, that's yeah. what's making me money right now. So listen, I, yep. I I would love to say I'd be in that video. No, <laughs> right? pro- no, I, 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 got, <laughs> yeah. I got nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty it's not, funny. I mean, if you were racing. <laughs> You were supposed to be racing on, and you know, people would immediately take that video shoot and turn it into, oh, old Hanson, the same old guy. But you're not doing nothing yeah. right now, so who cares, right? right. Like you said. Yeah, right? I mean, I've man, I got I got paid pretty decent money to do a two hour shoot, so it was actually more than right. if I uh, went out and, and uh, got top three from AMA at a Supercross. <laughs> so it was uh, it was kind of one of those things that yeah, I, I did it. And right. don't get me wrong, dude, I feel a little weird about it, but uh, I did uh, it. Uh, Kiefer's jealous. Hey, Kiefer's don't feel weird, jealous. man. You're. Don't you- <laughs> You doing what you got to do, and that's yeah, cool. I, think I don't it's great. know. I appreciate it. I'm just trying to keep my head above water. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Thanks for thanks for thanks for just shaking my hand. Thanks for just uh, just letting everything go, and you know, uh, just yeah. Thanks for thanks for letting me uh, just just being a part of it. No, hey, uh, no problem. Thank you again for I, I accept. Uh, you know, I asked you to come on. Uh, thanks yeah. for coming on. I appreciate that we're we're all we're good. all good. Uh, good luck yeah. with everything. Um, I look forward I to seeing it. you coming back. Would be a hell of a story. And uh, uh, in the that's media, that. I like stories, and that's a great story. Hey. So that means a lot to me. From you, thank you, and Chris, always thank you, and I'll uh, I'll be talking to you guys. I'll see you at the Stone sometime, buddy. Sounds good, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, thanks. All right, everybody. All right. It's Josh Hansen coming back, dude. <laughs> that guy's cool. Like I've always been a Good fan attitude. of him. Yeah, yeah and he's. I mean, for me, like, just personally you talking to him, he's always been straight up guy, right. you know. Well, this is what I was saying to him. Like, his peers, up, 
uh, the Chad Reed, um, Michael Byrne, uh, you know, guys that Nick Way, right. his peers, his group of guys, they all like him. Oh, yeah. No one's going to say, Hanny's a dick. Or, like, right. they, they knew about RB for whatever, and right. they all go, man, that guy's talented. You know what I mean? There's not one guy that says he's not talented. That's no, no. And I, so that's always the thing with him. It's like his peers still believe in him. They still think he's talented. You know? so He's cool to watch ride, too. He's one of my favorites to watch ride. All right. Brought to you by Fly Racing, flyracing.com. We're giving away an Andrew Short replica uh, tonight. Just email contest at pulpamexshow.com, and uh, we're going to pick a random winner to get a free Andrew Short replica helmet. And this guy uh, knows fly racing inside and out. Losing Weston Pike, but uh, they're happy to see him uh, help him out. Jason Thomas. What's going on? So we just had Hanson on the show, right? Yep. He wants to come back. He wants to train. He wants to make an effort. He wants to do all that. And, and, and certainly, if that happens, can he make it, JT? Can he, is it too late for a guy like that? I mean, obviously, we're not talking about winning or anything like that, but is, could Josh Hanson get on a team, put in results, and everything else? I mean, is it too late? No, I think, especially in the 250 class, I think he's right in there. Um, he can win a title. About, yeah, yeah. Can he win a title? Is that was that your question? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you talk about being. Yeah, right I right. think I think he could. He came really, really close. Um, you know, just a few years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, it's not like he's had any severe injuries or anything that would kind of prevent it. Uh, really, the only thing stopping Hanny is his, his <laughs> own <Hanny>? devices <laughs> and motivation. You know? He he said tonight, like he dropped down. He'd be a little embarrassed. He said to do it, but he would do it. You know. So well, I don't, I don't think there's any embarrassment. And I mean, he's he's won X Games medal. He's done all kinds of cool things. I mean, you can't. You know, there's really no replacement for talent when it comes down to mm-hmm. you know. And he has that in spades. So really, there's there's no, no stopping him if if you could put the motivation of a guy like RV or you know one of those guys in him, he would have multiple titles at this point, right. in, in my opinion. People don't realize he tied for a 250 Supercross title. Yeah, so what does that do yep. for you? Does, are you a champion then, or what no, is that? No, you lose. But you tie. Yeah, yeah, you just, uh, you yeah. lose. You go back to the truck and bitch at your team about it. Uh, and he got second by, I don't know, four points or something. Whatever, six points. So people don't, don't realize that. Uh, but uh, welcome to the show, JT. Thanks for coming on. I don't know... If you heard the Denny Stevenson earlier, no, I didn't know. Okay, oh man, things got sideways a little bit with that. Did it again? Well, Kenny called in. Oh wow! Yeah, and Denny got super pissed, dude. Really? Yeah. It was, I like it. Kenny called in and like called him out on him yelling him at the at the, the sign-in truck. Yeah. So Kenny cold called the show. <laughs> Love this guy right here. He did. He cold called the show. Um. All right, let's uh. Let's do some segments here. Let's run down some segments with Jason, the great Jason Thomas. BTOsports.com. Not Gabba Gibbs. Oh, no. Tweet at tits. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. Tits is a little tear. Tears are rolling down his cheeks right now, JT. Tears are rolling down his cheeks. Excuse yeah, but he's there every Thursday, too, so whatever. He's just a part-timer now. It's all right. <laughs> uh, these are questions uh, submitted by you, the listeners, to uh, Pulpamex Show, at Pulpamex Show, Twitter account, btosports.com. Use the code Pulpamex to save yourself money. Um, name any part you want, Kiefer, on a dirt bike. Name it. Or on, on a gear. Anything. Gear? Anything. Socks. They got it. 
They got socks. Parts. I need they, a cylinder head. They got they got cylinder heads. Okay. Yep. Uh, BTOsports.com, uh, the nation's leading retailer of parts for your bike and body. Uh, and again, use the code PulpMX to save yourself money. Tits, what do you got? What do you got? All right. Uh, Eric Chapman. Wait, first of all, before we get too far. Yes. Can I get your thoughts on that Hanny interview? I thought it was good. I, I really... Because you're not it, a Hanny fan. I, after the listening to this interview, I only caught bits and pieces because I was, you know, taking phone calls and whatnot, but... <laughs> looking um, at Optrix. Like look, how he plugged himself at Optrix.com. <laughs> what? Looking at Optrix.com. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, he, clearly he's got, whether he's got his head completely on straight, but he at least realizes his mistakes, and that's a big deal where he's just like, you know what? I have pissed away every opportunity that I had, and that that takes a you know a big man to realize that and openly admit it. And he said you know, seventh or eighth opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so no, I thought uh, I I wasn't really much of a fan beforehand, but obviously he had to respect the skills. But after listening to that, you know, at least All it's right. uh, definitely gets you know. Okay. Opens your heart up a little bit. Ah, uh, you hear that, yeah. JT? He's got an open heart. Such a softy tip. <laughs> <laughs> Those two words go together good. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's do it. Best questions. Uh, tits, what'd you get? A couple thousand entries? A couple thousand questions? Yeah, it's like 13. 13,000? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you narrow it down to the best five or six. Yeah, right. Let's do this. Um, all right, Eric Chapman. Uh, can we get into any of the rumors on RV skipping the Nationals? We can. Will you? I mean, I think I I am ninety nine percent sure that he will not be racing the Nationals. Uh, I think I think it's pretty safe to say he's out. There, you'll see something soon. Um, the reason why he's missing the Nationals, I'm not really sure about. I'm getting conflicting results. Um, you'll probably hear something about a knee. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. Um, Can you elaborate what the other result is that, that you're possibly hearing? Honestly, I heard from some people that he might retire. For real. I don't, I'm forget, not saying Forget that. that one last year. I've, I've heard that from lots of people. See? <clears throat> Whether it's true or not, I, that rumor is definitely out there. Yeah. That he might just be done. And we'll see. Uh, so people don't run away with this, you know, don't proclaim that we're stamping this or anything. But. It's funny you say that too because on the Supercross Behind the Dream Sunday, there's a little segment of him talking to Wyndham and he asked Wyndham, he's like, how long have you been doing this? And Wyndham said, what, 16 yeah. years? And he's like, geez, dude, there's no way. <laughs> he's like, because no. he he's well, burnt out. I think no matter what, next year's his last year's deal. He'd be out after that. Almost, I would bet a lot of money on that. But we'll see, man. Uh, yeah. So, hey, uh, JT, Kiefer, <laughs> Kiefer here. Oh, boy. Gets super, <laughs> he gets super high before he comes on the Pulp Show. Comes, <laughs> comes in and starts telling me that Kenny Roxon is going to beat Dungey in the Nationals. Um, I think it's there's a, there's a chance for sure. I mean, I don't think that's that big of a stretch. See, there's a chance. Thank you for telling me there's a chance. Thank there's you. always a chance. Right, would folks? you would you have bet that Dungey yeah. was going to come in in 2010 and win the series? No. It's not going to happen. Okay, that's fine, and I and and it very well could be. But I'm just telling you, Kenny is fast, and I think... Oh, thank you. Thank you for okay. that. Breaking, breaking <laughs> Kitty is fast, and I think... Should we, should we put out a press release on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's better outdoors, and I think he's going to do better than you see in Supercross. Dungey's better outdoors, Dunge too. Dungey's strong, though. I understand that, and yes, he he's is. super solid, super strong. This title... I, I, don't, I don't know that Roxon's going to be strong all summer. He's already showing signs that, right. that you know, come apart a little bit. If 
if RV's out, and I believe he is, then the only question I have is, is James close enough to Dunge now? He wasn't last summer. Dungey had him covered. The summer before, oh, Stewart yeah. was slightly better in the four, first four motos, slightly better. Yeah, last but summer, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but there's 24 of them. Yes. And that's where Stewart's going to have a problem, I think. F you, dude. Um, <laughs> all right. And then there's that. And there's that. All right, next question. All right, uh, Jay Tomerdahl. Uh, JT, what is your role with the BTO team? Uh, yeah, I don't really have a role with the team as much as I just kind of – they have a VIP program, and I am the host for it. So as far as day-to-day activities or so team functions or anything, the... I have zero. How is okay. the BTO Sports VIP program looking for outdoors? How we I would at... say between Epic and – uh, moderately to, epic. Quite so, strong. Do we even want to tell people that they can get on board? Absolutely. Yep. Wow, you just said Call epic, me. So. Okay. Email me. Tweet me. Vegas yeah. sold out? Yeah, send Pony Express. Whatever you got to do. Carrier Pigeon. Sure, uh, that'll work too. Mike uh, Tyson. Jason36 at AOL.com, people, if you want to get on this VIP program. It sounds like the guys in Seattle had a great time. And Vegas, is any Supercross open or no? How you feel? Uh, actually, yeah, because I was going to bring that up, and that just reminded me, uh, Two of well, one of my VIPs, um, he was coming with his girlfriend. He broke his femur uh, Sunday, Ouch. yesterday. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna basically refund his deal. So I'll have two open spots for New York for New in York. Two weeks. Okay. So, if anybody right. wants in on that, let me know. I know it's a pretty popular one, and it's in full for a while. So, it, trying to find spots, you know, somebody to replace him or whatever can, to help him out. Can we get Denny for free? Can we drop Denny? I in? don't think that I want to. <laughs> Open myself up to that. No. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Next question. All right. Uh, Dominic Russo. Um, I used to be a goalie for the Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. What? That was the name of a goalie before you play for the Flyers. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and Pike, in one of his uh, post-race interviews, he said that in next year he would be back with Fly Racing since you know, he's got the, yeah, the Nationals Yeah, I don't deal. know. I meant to he tell says, you about this. Uh, the question is, if he has a really good outdoors, is there no chance that he could get on with RCH no, next year? No, I, I don't know why Pike told me that. JT, after the race, so I said, hey, you're going to RCH, you know, and then uh, I made a joke about, you know, Jason Thomas is still crying about this uh, decision. He goes, I'll be back with Fly next year. Um, but but realistically, if he kills it this summer, I could see the RCH guys picking him up. So, you know. But- yeah, but Fox isn't – they're not doing a team deal next year. So there's your answer. Ah, uh, JT yeah. dropping some bombs on us. Okay, yeah. so so we're we're my sadness is just it's just a you know a twelve few months of yeah, we'll right. just take a little hiatus. Everybody will go to their corners, <laughs> kind of regroup, and we'll right. come out swinging again in January. Right, right, okay. Because Weston said on the podcast, I will be in fly next year. Okay, well, yeah, so. as long as he has the opportunity, I promise you, we won't lose him. Right, right, okay, right. okay. Uh, next question is from Adam Russell. He. Uh, it's kind of a statement question. He said, is it safe to say that the people at Alpine Stars hate their riders by making them wear that gear? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> what was going on with Barsha's gear this week? I mean, Both, seriously. All, all of their well, gear. Well, Tomax's old gear, like that was older stuff that's been always horrible. Yeah. But Barsha, I think, debuted that stuff this weekend. That was bad. It was like a candy cane. Right. Now, we each talked to Barsha about this, and Barsha's pumped. He likes it? He, all of it. He's pumped on the first of the month. I, I I feel like when Alessis were wearing Alpestar, the gear was sick. Moosecan? Yeah. Sick. Right. And now this year, they kind of went crazy. Sick is a strong word. It was, it, was, it was clean. It was palatable. I don't know what's going on over there. Seriously. Please. It's, it's 
Someone, someone, well, tell me they like the gear because some I I I I've not yet met a person. You know they're available in the U.S. now, right? Yes, but I don't think any of the stuff they wear is available. Direct, direct. Right. But I I actually didn't hate the stuff Tomac had on. It was all right, but that's probably the first set I've seen that I was like, eh, okay, I'm okay with it. The rest of it, I'm not a big fan. And I've worn that Which stuff is weird. before. It, it, which is weird because Alpine Star stuff is usually so spot on. Like they're a really solid global brand. You know, it's surprising. Oh, I'm with Kiefer. This I used to think this stuff was some of the nicest out there. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, that's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to give them some credit. Like yeah. I'm, I'm surprised at the look this year. I really don't care. Um, do okay. The, do the cheap smokes real quick. What? Cheap smokes. Cheap smokes. See, I was telling Heather about that. Debbie's birthday was April uh, April 10th. Oh, okay. So, happy birthday, Debbie. Um, okay. That's old news, right? That's it? That's it. That was like four. Short and sweet. Uh, you know why? Because Tits wants to wrap this early up. And he's, <laughs> look, he's looking at the time. Oh, there there is a bench the racing question, but um, we can a, take it if you want. It's, it's up to you. The truck, the bench seat in his truck is just <laughs> waiting for him. <laughs> let's be honest. When was the last time you slept in your truck? <laughs> It was, it was the last time that we had talked about it, unfortunately. Oh, I would love to sleep in there more often, but I find he, it hard to, he to said, find JT, reasons. He said, JT, at the beginning of the show, he said he misses this show. He misses it. Yeah. Let's Good. try to change that. Let's try to change it. <laughs> Thursdays, noon, you get more tits. <laughs> Thursday at noon is more tits. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show presented by NFAB. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Rapid. All right, X-Brand goggles. The choice of champions everywhere. Jessica, you can't prove that. Jessica Patterson, Michael Lessie, Kyle Cunningham, Jimmy Albertson, Michael Lieb, Nick Way, Kyle Chisholm. Everyone wears X-Brand. Just about everyone in this sport. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. We now have grips, X-Brand grips, featuring soft titium. Brand new material. I just got some. You did? Yeah. I'm going to test them out. How do they feel? Feel titium. Yeah? You feel titium? Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, Pulp Show 14 saves you 30% off on X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. All right. So um, these are questions submitted by a Corey Mosier. Um, I have some for you, Tits, that we'll, we'll do at the end. Um, but uh, right now we got myself, Kiefer, and Jason Thomas. Let's 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 get this thing right. rolling. We'll start with you, Steve. If the Seattle Supercross does not come back, what will you miss the most? The city. Love the city of Seattle. Love the Pacific Northwest. I didn't know it was possible to cram that many Starbucks in that close of an area. <laughs> right? Oh my They're literally God. like some on the same block, like multiple on the same block. Unbelievable. JT, and I, JT and I roomed together at the Sheraton this week, uh, and... Um, had a good time. And you were snoring like a freight train. I was very tired. <laughs> Seriously, I thought you were going to suck the door off the hinges. That's why. Did you notice I put the rate bar on all the time? Yeah, I, I, that's, I, I guess you that's, got a point. That's, but to keep, that's to keep the door in. It was seriously disturbing. I almost I almost started beating you with the pillow again, but you got so mad last time. Well, okay, <laughs> well, I don't mind that. I Look, I've been rooming with people who snore. It sucks. So I fully understand you hitting me with a pillow or, or doing whatever. But the last time you did that, you hit me so hard. Like, you deserved it. Like you scared me. Like I woke up scared. Like I was getting Good. Mur- murdered. So you should fear me. <laughs> um, 
We had a good time, though. Friday night was good. Denny was out. Um, you, many times, I looked over at you many times in those two bars that we were at, you were shaking your head with your hand uh, on your forehead. Just very... I, I didn't know what to think. Like, this, <laughs> the behavior was very far over the top. I was being molested by grown men. Uh, there's a lot of questionable activities going on. Did you get loose at all, JT? No, I really didn't. I was yeah, trying was, to keep it under control. He was okay. Yeah, I mean, honestly, with the Friday night thing, I have to kind of – Saturday's a long day for me, so yeah. I try to kind of keep it under control a little bit. Uh, yeah, but there, there we were. We were out. We tried. We ran it. So, all right, next question. All right, Keith. Yep. The 2005 Honda 450 is your favorite moto bike, but what is your favorite off-road bike? Uh, 2008, correction, 2008 Honda is my favorite Moser, uh, stupid. Um, <sighs> Corey. Uh, favorite You've been gone a while, but some things don't change. Some things don't change. Uh, shoot. Favorite off-road bike. Well, this year we did an off-road shootout, and my favorite bike was actually the Beta 350. That was actually a really oh fun Oh, my bike God. Too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Move along, Beta. So. Okay. <laughs> All credibility has been lost. I like the VHS myself. <laughs> VHS. The VHS 350 oh, has good, good torque. That's a lame joke. Uh, no way. Good. Lame joke. No way, man. <laughs> See, Heather's looking at you. She doesn't know what you're talking about because she wasn't even born then. You don't know shit, you asshole. <laughs> okay. All right, JT. Uh, nobody knows the specifics about RV's injury, but if he do- if he doesn't pull out, is he still the favorite to win the outdoor championship? Of course he is. Yes. Yeah, more so than Supercross, I feel. Even though he's got more Supercross titles than outdoors. I think he's the favorite in either one. doesn't matter. He can sign up at any series he wants as long as it's on a dirt bike. At Matt, this point, he's probably you feel like he could capture a Manitoba title? Uh, I would say at least five. Okay. All right. Okay, second question, Steve. Yep. What was the most surprising and the most least surprising part of the Rent-A-Denny program? The most surprising was it got more out of hand than I thought it would, and I thought it would get out of hand. It got more. Least surprising was that, uh, no, the most surprising was chicken. The least surprising was that he can really, he can really pound him back. I've never seen someone yell so much. And not be at a sporting event or on an episode of Cops or anything he, like that. I mean, he, he was literally yelling everything he said. He, uh, or at least one word, and in, in one word at least in every sentence, like he would finish the sentence with a yell. He said to Chicken at one point, "Chicken, let's go get some Doc Martens and flannel." I, yes, at, at ten o'clock at but night, he already had flannel on. I, I know, but at ten o'clock at night, he seemed like he wanted to go take Chicken. And he slapped him. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. They uh, are in Seattle. All right, Keith, second question. Who were the best and worst influences in Hanny's career? Best would have to be his dad, because like he said, his dad is a solid dude. Um, the worst for me, I think, uh, maybe Casey Johnson. Really? Yeah. When was Casey Johnson? Uh, they hung out. Okay. So. All right. JT, second question. Kiefer just dropped. Who is your favorite Pulpamex call screener? <laughs> I didn't read that until just now. Who's your favorite Pulpamex call screener? Uh, deep to legendary. Boom. Oh, right, uh, Pookie's pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. Steve, third question. If RV misses the outdoors, do you think Moto Concepts still goes to Canada? That's actually a good question. They're in for Glenn Helen. Okay. Tony wants to win a title. 
JT, couldn't... I'm going to go over 15 here. Oh. JT, couldn't you see Mike going 3-2 at Glen Helen or 2-4, or 4-2, no RV, and Tony's rubbing his hands together? If, if Mike has the red plate leaving Glen Helen, they ain't going nowhere. And, and look, he hauls ass to Glen Helen. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's the one that's yeah. probably his best track. I so, would have to say it's his best one. So to you, for you to say getting a red plate, that is not that far-fetched. No, no, for no, sure. He's, right. He is in my he's, – he's on my podium for sure at Glen Helen. Yeah. Kiefer? That would be kind of cool if he did get the red plate and just walked away and went to Canada. What do you think about that? How much shit stern would that cause? <sighs> he just says, F your couch. I don't know. I don't know what you just said, Tits, but – That was a uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. yeah. Next question, right. James. All right. Uh, JT, third and final question. What team is most likely to pick up Hill for the outdoors? Mm, none. <laughs> <laughs> team none? Uh, mm. What about Factory Cowie? I don't know. I, I Yeah. I mean, I, that, that's not harsh on Hill because Hill's riding really well. I, I don't know, man. It's. Factory Cowie's like, we got one Washington guy or Pacific Northwest guy, we need another. Yeah, if RV's out, yeah, I could see it happening, I guess. I don't know, man. Hill just hasn't done that great outdoors lately, and I don't know how much value there is in it. Right. I don't, I don't well, know. It's a tough call. From what I talk to, from people I talk to, they will be filling the spot. So somebody's going to be there. Somebody. I hope he gets I hope he gets somewhere because he's been riding really well. You know, right. I, so... For whatever that's worth, I hope it right. happens. Anything else, Tits? That's all of them. No, no. Oh, no, Tits. That is not all of them. Bring it. All right. Moser has got some questions for you. All right, you ready? Yes. Tits, what is Devin better at, at you on the show? Um... Caring? <laughs> Uh, longevity is definitely his, his, uh, you know, he, he can handle a longer show better than I can. Okay. Where do you rank Kiefer on the best co-host list? Top five. I'd say top <laughs> How many five. are there? Five. <laughs> Third and final question. Have you received anything free from any show sponsors since your retirement? Um... Fly, Fly sent me his sent me some stuff, but that's kind of still through the Moto sixty show or whatever. But other than that, no. He's about to get some Enduro Cross tickets, so there's some right there. <sighs> that's that's yeah. the future. This is you know. <laughs> Last only, question. Only in the past. Oh, we get four of them. One more. Yeah, bonus okay. question. Right. How much money would you charge to road trip to Washugo with Moser and his buddies? You could not. You literally could not pay me enough to do that. I, I was Someone sub- would have to personally know Warren Buffett to make this happen. I, I, I was subjected to only a small portion of this on our, you know, group messaging, and I was just, I was shocked and appalled and just amazed. And I thought, I don't know how anyone can put themselves through that. So shocked no, I, and appalled and yeah, yeah, the, all, all of the above. It was, right. it was. Uh, well, for people who don't know, you don't drink. No, you I do don't not drink. So, and I I don't get like the concept of needing you know to you know drink that much and, and to those extents, and it just seems it it, it blows my mind. I don't get the with a name like Tits, you sure are square. Yeah, yeah, I am. Denny thinks to me like I'd have friends like I'd be sober and 
I'd have this drunk friend all the time that would want me to stay, and he'd like punch me. No, you're not leaving. You need to party more. You need to party more. That seems like that would be Denny. <laughs> That's Paul Curry too. At, at Used one, to be, not that, now. That has been the X Brand Goggle Tear Off segment, by the way. <laughs> at one point, I believe one of the renters was very upset with Denny. They were, yeah, yeah they were upset. At him, yeah, so, they were. Yeah, you know, so like things didn't go perfectly smooth. <laughs> no. They didn't go Seattle smooth. <laughs> no. Um, should we call Kenny back? I want to find out about this bet with Mike Genova. Okay. Let's do this. He won't answer. I say, has anyone ever figured out what the uh, phone number is by matching up the tones? Uh, I mean, go ahead. So you get, so you yeah, find out Kenny's you number. Get Ken's number. That would go over well. It would. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's going down. DMXS Radio. You're out of your mind, DMXS. dude. <laughs> uh, welcome back, Kenny. Uh, DMXS, DMXS. DMXS Radio, the first and best radio show out there. Yep. Kenny, um, we had Hanny on, and oh, how'd, how'd that go? It actually went pretty good. It really did. He good. said he's been given seven or eight opportunities and blown them, and he hopes to get another one. And he wants to train and runs the race again. Good for him. He said he would hey. go to the two fifty class if he had to. And JT says that he could still win a title. Well, that makes sense. I, I'll tell you what. I watched. I was at Fox and Ship the other day, mm-hmm. and they have they had their like sales meeting, Ship sales meeting, their national sales meeting at Ship at Fox, and they were showing me this video, and I was watching video of Josh riding, and I was blown away. Dude was riding really good, mm-hmm. like, and I was like, man. I called him and I said, Josh, you look, and he's just like, yeah. And he pretty much told me this. I hung out with him this weekend in the manager's tower. It's pretty awkward to hang out with Josh Hansen in the manager's tower. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but just seeing him like talk to Roger and all the other team managers, it's like, wow, it's crazy, you know. But that's good, man. I'm glad. I mean, he's had a lot of opportunities, and it's to the point where he's, I think, he's finally realized. You know, the people that he surrounded himself probably weren't the best decisions and stuff like that, but um, he's had a lot of opportunities, yeah. And he'll probably get another one. He always does. Right, right. Um, hey, so uh, my sources tell me that you uh, you had a bet with Mike Genova this weekend. Yeah. And, I lost. And you I lost. lost. Yeah. What was the I, bet? And I told, after, I told, after I lost, I told Mike Genova, I said, you know what? At least you finally made some money off of your race team. <laughs> <laughs> How'd he take I that? Said, he laughed. He chuckled. Right. <laughs> yeah, just give me my money. I go, yeah, here's your 100 bucks, man. Uh, at least you finally profited. It's only 100 bucks, but at least it's something. At least it's something, Mike. Oh, that's actually a pretty good comeback. That was pretty, pretty yeah. good. Um, that was funny. I was talking to Josh, too, and he's like, why does that guy waste his money on Michael Essie? Tell him to build a team around me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that's a wise decision at this point either. But um, Okay, so let me ask you this, Kenny. Uh, hey, wait, hold on. Can you imagine the ads you can do with Josh Hansen with Hot Tops, whatever that place of things called, Smart with tops. him in the jacuzzis? <laughs> 
Just think about it. That's a perfect marketing tool. Oiled up. Uh, Yep. Kenny or JT said that Michael Lassie, Glenn Helen could podium, and I I think we all agree. Does he still go to Canada? Let's say he wins Glenn Helen. Let's. I mean, you know what? That's not that crazy. Do you think they still go to Canada? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think they're trying to set a presence. Because uh, RV is probably going to be out. So you know that Tony's thinking this thing could be his. You just know that. Yeah, very, very true. MX Sports is done. So maybe they stay. It's not that crazy to think about. Be interesting. Be interesting. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, Well, um... Did did he say what the bet was? Yeah, I'd have missed that too. Who? What bet? What did was the he bet? What, he, oh, what was the bet? Uh, no, Kenny did not say it. I, I know what it is, but maybe Kenny didn't want to say. I don't know. Oh, I don't care. Oh, okay. I, I, t- t- tell I, us. He, he, we bet on the start, and I'm a dumbass. That's a sucker bet ever. <laughs> and I was the one that wanted to bet him because I really thought that, you know, that uh, we were going to get a good start. Mm-hmm. And uh, once again, Michael Alessi hole shot it. Well, no, RV hole shot, but Alessi got a good start. Mathis, did I win our bet because James was ahead of him? No, you did not win your bet. Uh, we we watched. Why not? We watched. It didn't matter. It was a whole shot. Whole shot or bust. Oh, okay. Um, I did call the uh, the Alessi whole shot at Houston, though. Did, did Alessi grab it at Houston? Or was it St. Louis? No, St. Louis. Shit, he grabs it everywhere. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't know, man. I could see, I could see them staying in the USA. I really could. I think this whole thing is just about trying to win a title. Just trying to win a title, no matter where it is. Uh, I, I, dude, I don't. He ain't winning no title, bud. He ain't winning no title in America, dude. How many, uh, how many, how many four fifty outdoor nationals has he won when the field was completed? Um, like he got second. He never won. Well, he won that year in '09. He won three when RV was okay. out. When RV was out, okay. factory Suzuki days. I was days. trying to say right. that was in '09, dude. How long ago was that? Five years. years ago, bro. I think five years. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no, but I'm I'm guessing. Okay, that's a good uh, that's a good guess. <laughs> uh, uh, um, hey, I I've noticed JT. Like I listen to some of your work, some of your podcasts, and uh, you're turning into quite a comedian. He is, isn't he? He's a regular. <laughs> I've been working hard at it. He's a I'm regular. Glad you, I'm glad you picked up on his it. one his one little one liners and it's very you know. subtle. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a regular Charlie Chaplin. Yep, that's him. Chappy. That's the real Chappy. <laughs> I'm not too happy with some of his humor, to be honest. Some of it's a lot a lot of his digs at me, which I'm not really happy about, but speaking of that's dig part of, that's the part I like. Oh. Uh what about Hansen coming on the show, Kenny? Making peace I, with I, me and I'm I making think, peace I think, with him. I think that's awesome, man. It's showing that he's he's, he's growing up. Growing growing up, turning it around. And uh Tits is back tonight, Kenny. So Kiss is back? Tits is back. Oh, Tits. Tits. I thought you said Kiss, kiss had a reunion show or something. <laughs> kiss is back, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe, you know, for old time's sake, like, Tits is here. Maybe we should have planned to you come back in. The, 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 Get the band together? Yeah, the band gets back together. Uh, tits is good. I actually apologized to him when I called him before. You did? Mm-hmm. Why? And I, I was a little short with him via text message. <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot so, about the. Oh, yeah, it, you know. Oh, shit. 
I, I was channeling my inner hand. Lots of emotions and, tonight on the uh, show. Yeah, right. yeah, I apologize. I, so, I've go. had like I had two apologies today. Right. People cheat off on me and now they're coming around and apologizing. Right, right. And I'm sorry, Kenny, for all the things that I've done. I'm really sorry. Yeah, right. Apology uh, not. <laughs> not accepted. Uh, yeah, we're, wa- we're watching Steel Magnolias on TV too right now. Uh, Nate, you got a question about Filthy Phil? What? Yeah, I was just wondering um, what you guys think about this filling program. You know, the end of the season. Uh, does JGR come back and do it again next year? I think it's a fucking joke. <laughs> I think it's what tarnishing. I, I think I think it tarnishes your brand. You're a factory program. And you just throwing guys on your bike, like hold on. Really? He's he's talking about Nicoletti being the backup guy, not Vince and all that. Right. Uh, well, okay. I mean, yeah, Vince is a different story. But the fact that you know, Filthy Phil, he's just kind of been on the back burner all year, um, and then he's just kind of thrown into the fire off of the practice track. Um, obviously, you know, doesn't get a chance to be polished. You know, does JGR go forward and continue the program? You know. Well, you know what? This is what I think. I think if they utilize him for testing, like during the season when Supercross is going on, if they can utilize him for testing and, you know, him testing throughout the season, it's a benefit. It's definitely a benefit. If he's a good test rider or if he knows the bike or, you know, if he helps, yeah, it's worth it. But if he's just a fill-in guy, have him sitting on the bench and if someone gets hurt, I, I don't think that's good. But I, I think if he could, you know, help them, and it's a benefit that they could use him for testing. And, and you know, if he's, uh, like, yeah, I mean, that's what we are going to plan on doing in the future is hire a guy just to be a test rider mm-hmm. and have him ready if someone gets hurt. But we're not going to call it, that's our filling guy. Now, you know what I mean? Right. Kenny, your tune is changing a little bit because I was speaking to Coy at the end of the race, and he said you did go over there and you did express your feelings, but you came around to their line of thinking. Well, what I did was, I, they told me the situation, and I said, "Oh, that makes sense. That's that's cool of you guys, but I don't agree with it." Oh, okay. I think it was right. cool what they did, you know, to give Vince Freeze a shot on a bike. But I, I was saying, you know, he was like, "Our truck's on the way," you know, "This is happening. That's happening. We got mechanics. We're, we're already going to be here." And I said, "Oh, okay. I understand that, but I, I don't agree with it. I just, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I threw guys on the bike." When right. we really shouldn't have, like, what are you really going to get out of it? Yeah. Like they would, they got a lot of press, but they yeah. did yeah. a lot of press no matter what. I mean, their sponsors, but, one of the sponsors of the series, of course they're going to get press. Yeah. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate the call. Yeah, you guys have a good night. Kenny, you had kind of a point on the Denny earlier in the Denny Stevenson call. Everyone's coming down on you, especially on the Pulp Show. You screwed Pike over. Why don't you hire Pike? Pike this, Pike that. Get Pike. So you go and get Pike, <laughs> and now it's you fucked over Hill, poor Josh Hill, screw you. <laughs> you you really do have a point. Like this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that. Like, how do we fuck Josh Hill? Well, I didn't see any other team going to pay that guy when he's laid up in the hospital or when you, he was sitting at home for two years. The point is, is you can't win. You did exactly what people wanted. No, no. So you're saying no. he's like Chris Bloss. <laughs> exactly. There you go again. That's what I'm talking about. Right? Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Fucking Charlie Chaplin talks, speaks again. Hey, that's just like, do you even have to think about that or that just comes right out? Oh, it comes out naturally. Trust me. I yeah, I'm naturally, yeah. naturally a smart ass for but, sure. So you're just naturally gifted. I love it. Uh, Kenny, do you want to take Chris's call about Alessi and Canadian Nationals? 
Yeah, let's talk to him. All right. Chris. Hey, how you doing? Good, Chris. Right. Really good. Well, um, I know you guys already probably wrapped this up, but as far as, you know, back in 2008, a couple of years ago, when James went on that 24-0 streak, and Villapoto, um, Jason Lawrence, he was out, and um, and Chad Reed was out. Well, I kind of think that it will probably be, like, similar to that season because you mostly got the top contenders out. But at the same time, you have James. He's coming off a, um, a pretty good Supercross season that pretty much he had pretty much his whole career. And you have um, Michael Lessie. He's trying to get a new start after the um, – incident he's had uh, the past couple weeks and um, just pretty much everybody's trying to um, trying to like restate their mind and what are they trying to do and Dungey he's a strong competitor so he's going to be um, going with James just like 2012 so, so honestly, Chris honestly, hey, hey hey Steve check it out when when um, it was only like let's call it that year that, that Mike won a few races Oh nine, okay. Five years ago, and then, <laughs> it was a five. I thought it was twenty four. Um. Anyways, when Mike was like, like a year, what year was it when he got like he got second in the series? He was running up two years ago, and it was just him and Dungey out there. Yes. How far back was he? Pretty far back. Okay. Not so at Washougal. Not at Washougal. No. So what I'm trying to get at is if. You got James, you got Roxon, you got Tomac. You got these guys that are a better rider than Michael Essie. We know that. Like, we're not, not to take it away from Mike, he's a great rider. But, do those guys beat Michael Essie? No. I mean, they can't. Michael Essie's yeah. a great starter, but is he a better rider than those guys? Is he faster outdoors? I don't think so. No, I'm with so, Tomac. That's, that's something. Stewart. That's something that they have to, you know, take into consideration. Chad Reed, so, Andrew Short. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, I, mean I, I, I put him in the same Marshall. category as Andrew Short outdoors. Like I put him in the same category as you know Brock Tickle. I put him in the same category as Weimer. You know, okay. Brayton right. Grant. You know, right. so I, I don't know him winning the title. Uh, that's not. You know, right. and I think for even to have get a podium, I think he has to have a little bit of help, a lot of help. We're yeah. not just talking about two guys out there anymore battling with Filipato and and Dungey. You right. know, there's a whole. You know, you got five other guys that are solid. Yep, absolutely. Uh, all right, we're going to take our third commercial break of the night, and we still got tits versus tits coming up. Some voicemails. Uh, I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to ask me about the, the Danny's video. And Danny, the what? The, the video. Well, I mean, I'd love to see the video, but uh, Denny would be pretty upset if it got out. I so. would never do. I would never do that to him. I right. told him that I would never right. do that. Right. Uh, JT Kenny has video of the confrontation at the Wilkall trailer. Oh wow! Yes, I want to see that. Golden. Golden. <laughs> so, so does Nick Way, and so does I. So does Kiefer. <laughs> we all want to see it, but we may not see it. Um, yeah. Did you get it on camera, or did someone else, and they gave it to you? No, I had my phone on. Oh, that's I, awesome. As soon as it started to go off, I, went, I, I just hit, like, you know, I just held my phone there, and I just, I just recorded it. Just him screaming at me. It was pretty epic. And I didn't know what I did. Like, cause, and I still didn't know what I did. You knew. 
You oh, you knew. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so that was just crazy to me. I was like, I thought it was just so out of his mind, but it's all good. It's water under the bridge. We'll let it go. And, like, I, I wondered if he would have did that to Terry Hart. No, no, because you and him are go way back. There's no way. He doesn't, yeah. Would he have done that to, would he have done that to Rick Carmichael or Mark Johnson? Well, he actually. Um, I think he might have done it to Ricky. Yeah. I think he might have. He does feel like Ricky's a little bit behind this decision. So, you know what? You know, it's there's there's really more to it than than anyone really knows. So, mm-hmm. and and he's 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 a super fan right now because he doesn't know and he could speculate and just think, oh, it's wrong. But you know what? If, if, if for a business, there's a lot more going on behind closed doors than anyone knows. And Lame. you know what? Josh Josh is. Josh did a great job, and Josh was good. And, you know, we're just moving forward from it. That's all there is to it. And it, it, it hey, sucks buddy. that Danny had to do that. But it's all good. Apology accepted by me. And, uh, so, you know um, Hanny's on the show. When do we get Ricky on? Um, when Danny, when, ask Danny to ask him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kenny. Thanks for coming on tonight. All right, guys. Have all a good right. show. See you. Uh, JT, you want to join us for Tits versus Tits, or is this uh, is this it for you? Uh, is Pookie's back. Pookie's back. Uh, I think I think I have to. I think I have to join in. <laughs> you love this segment. This is so where I get the band back together. Right, exactly. All right, we're gonna take our third and final commercial break of the night. Chris Kiefer is here, uh, DirtRider.com. Tits Legendary is here, and he will be battling Tits, my wife Pookie, in the Moto Knowledge Trivia Contest. And uh, stick around, why don't you? Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Fly racing. Fly racing. 
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech.
1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Internet, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else it's time to check out the moto company for something different all shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices all orders over 75 dollars get free shipping you've got the gear for the track now show your passion off the track with t-shirts hoodies and hats from the moto company motocompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. 
All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these these bars bars can take the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See See you on the the track. Debut album with Sammy Hagar Shooting the number one on the Billboard ranks 5150 Why Can't This Be Love The number one single of the season At least this first Sammy and Eddie Eddie was looking for a singer He, uh, David Lee Roth had quit the band And uh, Sammy and Eddie Share a Ferrari mechanic And the Ferrari mechanic suggested to Eddie That they should try Sammy Hagar out And the rest, folks Is sweet, sweet history Welcome back to the show. Wow. <laughs> what? Scott just dropped some knowledge on me uh, quick. Dude. It's called Hagar the Horrible. Was founded off of this CD. Stop it. Stop it. JT got a hold of this Hagar the Horrible, the old comic strip. And he's been using this for a while. Yes. What a great Little song. Known fact. What an incredible song. NFAB. 
Just up your Jeep truck or SUV with the hottest looking, hardest working accessories from NFAB. Proudly built in Houston, Texas. They offer step systems, light mounting solutions, bumpers, and more. Take your ride to the next level. Uh, N-Fab.com. Proud sponsors of the JGR Toyota and Fab team of Brayton, Grant, Nicoletti, Freeze, whoever else. Freeze is just for a weekend. I'm kidding. Welcome back to the show, JT. FlyRacing.com. We're giving away a helmet uh, contest at PulpMXShow.com. And we're also giving away an Optrix contest at PulpMXShow.com. We're going to pick random emailers, and they will win a uh, helmet. JT, the Fly Racing F2 uh, short replica is available in any color to our to our winner, but which color would you pick? Uh, I like the uh, black, red, and high-vis yellow. Um, it's probably my favorite of okay. his choices. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's get on with the NFAB question of the day. <laughs> is that a witch? <laughs> The NFAB question of the day. Welcome back, Tits. <laughs> I was I was I was doing so good. You and were then, and then I you just were. dropped it. It's late. It is it's very it's your, I'm way past my bedtime. You are, right you now. are. We gotta get key, the kefers out of here because they got a long time. The good news out. is the good news is your bed is right outside. <laughs> <laughs> the mobile bed. Uh okay, the NFAB question of the day. I hate to spring this on uh everybody, but my question that I picked uh uh, didn't work out so good. Crap. So I am going to ask our studio co-host here to come up with one. Pookie, NFAB, question of the day. Do it. I have to come up with a question of right the day? Now. Right now. You're wasting Give time. Give us a question. I've been cramming for tits versus tits. Doesn't matter. Give us a question about the current Supercross series that you want Kiefer, myself, and JT to answer. What do you want to know? I don't know. It's I hard really on the spot, right? I'm sorry. You have nothing that you want to know about the Supercross series. Hey. No, I'm sorry. I, I can't do it. I'm trying to hold on to the knowledge that I just tried to teach myself downstairs. But you don't know what the tits versus tits questions are? No, I don't, but I can imagine. Okay. Hey, have you watched any of the arena crosses? Uh, two of them, I Did think. Did you I've watch the, the one that was just in, in Reno? Did you see the track? Did you watch it? No, I missed it. No? Super short track? No, it was actually really long okay, track, and they I, had a ton of dirt in there, like these huge, like seven-foot-tall-looking bowl turns and stuff like that. It looked awesome, and I think that they should – I don't know about the nets, but really, they really need to get some, some of those big turns because there's a ton of passes in there, and there's a lot of uh, – I don't usually enjoy watching the arena well, crosses. What's this got to do one. with the NFAB question of the day? I'm trying to buy her some time. It's the NFAB statement of the day. Yeah. Okay, here's one uh, for you. Yeah, what's here's, up with Dean Wilson? Here's a question for you. Pookie. Transworld Motocross just ran their annual poll, reader selection, or no, com- pit confidential poll. Hottest wife? Ashley Grant won. Nicole Way was second. Uh, Lindsay Siegel was third. Do you agree with that? Wow. Wow. I mean, I know Nicole's been up there for a long, long time. She's a, she's, yeah, she's been up there for a she's... decade, probably. Ashley Grant? Who didn't make the yeah. list? Honestly, I don't know Ashley Grant. I don't follow her on anything, so I couldn't pick her out, out of a lineup if I saw her. but because you don't like her? I mean, LP is... Nicole. Very beautiful. Yeah, Nicole. Lindsay Siegel? She's pretty. I don't know. I follow Lindsay, but I don't think her profile picture is a picture of her face, so... Okay. I'm not really, yeah, too schooled on these younger... Uh, I'll give you my top fiancés. three. 
My top three wives. With your wife sitting here. It's all right. She <laughs> understands. Okay. Uh, We're all judging them anyway. I think Pingree's <laughs> going to hate this one, but I really have a thing for Nicole Weimer. Is that her name? Jake's wife? Yep. I agree. Wait, Nicole? No. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Nicole. Yeah. Nicole. Uh, second would be Way's wife. She's really pretty. Uh, you got to admire Way's wife. Three kids, okay? She was number one in the survey two years in a row in like 08. That's longevity. This is, I mean, I'm going to put Kenny right now. JT, how many years is that? <laughs> uh, six years. Seven. Seven years. LP, Nicole Way. She's gone one, one, two in these surveys over that long of a time. It's and terrific. She, she has natural beauty. Like, she doesn't wear a lot of makeup, and she looks good. Okay, third wife. Uh, Lindsay, I think she's beautiful. All right. So that's my top three. So okay. you agree with the... Just besides, I don't. I think Ashley's cute, but I don't think she's the hottest chick. Okay. Kiefer, what's the question of the day? That is a good. She she had a good question. What's up with Dean Wilson? I'm I'm down to talk about that actually because uh, you know Mitch touched on it a little bit, but Mitch danced around that pretty good, by the way. Um, it just you can almost count on him having a brain fart or a mid race, you know, spill, and when he shouldn't, when he how dare that, you. This your the on the line is Dean Wilson bandwagon number zero zero two. Yeah, yeah. Dan Truman <laughs> is zero zero one. But JT says nothing is wrong with Dean Wilson. JT, you're damn straight. <laughs> Jesus, he is on the Wilson wagon, driving it. And it can't be the arm pump that's making him crash. I mean, I I understand that. I mean, what? How many laps was it in? Four or five laps in, and he. It's the incredible amount of speed. Man. You can't you can't harness that kind of speed, it, yeah. Kiefer. Well, it's just His speed is a wild, <laughs> just wild bronco. He's a it wild. Just needs to run free. Wild temptress. As Sometimes is... that bronco will, you know, buck and kick you right in the face. <laughs> I didn't know JT was a Wilson lover. Oh yeah. Oh no, him and Dan Truman, they're on that. <laughs> uh, he's going four for these next year. It sounds like he's got to have a good ride, no matter what. So none of these teams are that scared off by what we've seen. From Dean. We can work with speed, Steve. <laughs> All right. So, so what do you think? Let's, let's ask you. Me? Yeah. Well, you tweeted Dean Wilson is down, and then said you got to be kidding me. Right, because he All should. He should have. Can't let that happen. He should have the most wins in this class, and he should be running away with the series. Uh, he's better than Seeley. He's better than Anderson. Take it easy but, on Seeley, bro. But, but, you know. Have you ever seen wild horses? <laughs> you can't predict what they're going to do. I don't see how his 450 appearances can help him get a ride. Like, will uh, he will had it? the fastest qualifying times? It he was won a heat race. He went ran second for 15 laps. Yeah, Cho- choose any of those. Really good. What about all choose of the brain of fades and, and all of the horrible things that happened after all that happened? We can work with speed, tits. Just because you keep saying that over and over again doesn't mean that it's that it's. I didn't say that. Mitch correct. Payton said this, and Mitch Payton has a lot more money than both of us do, and he has a lot of influence. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, are you guys done arguing? If you guys, if you guys yeah. think I'm wrong, well, I can't really do that, but I promise you, there are contract offers out there for the number fifteen with a lot of zeros in it. So I'm not the only one that thinks this. So put the zero zero two number about. aside. What is wrong with him, JT? Why is he crashing? Why is he messing up? What's up with him? 
do you guys have you heard this wild horses <laughs> reference I've been talking about? <laughs> He's too wild. He, he can't be broken. Can't Sometimes be you just have to find someone to run alongside you. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually a pretty good one. <laughs> This is what I got to deal with, Kiefer, on a weekly basis with this guy. Oh, I know how JT is. He's, he's uh, a pretty quick A weekly basis. Yeah, yeah. So, Tits, Pookie, myself, Kiefer, probably Heather over there. She has no mic. We all think Dean Wilson's got a few issues to work out and things are going a little bit sideways. But, JT, you are just not, not having it. Pookie's like the U.S. Nationals. Has no mic. <laughs> Pookie? I have a mic. Heather uh, doesn't. Oh, Whose no. phone is that? My alarm is going off because the, the eclipse is starting right now. Are you for real? It's oh. a blood moon. Yeah. I really want it's to see it. It's a blood moon. <laughs> what are you talking about? The lunar eclipse is tonight. There's a no, blood moon tonight. Right no, what is the blood moon? It's, it, it turns, it's it turns, caused by the turns, lunar it's eclipse. It's that new movie. The yeah. shadow of the earth is going to cover up the moon. It's the vampire movie. That's what she's talking about. That's a new moon, by Check the way. Check my Facebook, bro. Okay. It's a blood moon. Posted a story all Educate yourself. So, Kiefer, will you be surprised to see Dean on a factory team next no, year? No, JT's right. Wild horses can be broken, and you can get factory rides, but I don't know why the wild horse is getting bucked all day long <laughs> in the main event. Because they're wild. <laughs> well, that, well, that, that really, uh, that really uh, that explains, uh, everything. explains right. everything, yeah. right? Nailed it. Yeah, I, I honestly think he probably is going to probably be on a KTM. That's my, that's my thing. <laughs> I knew that's what you were doing. <laughs> oh, this is what oh. is this? Can we all sing to this? JT, start it up. Stevie can sing it. It's for you, JT. It's going out to you. Stones, right? I'm in the moment. I have a lighter out in my room right now. <laughs> Takes a little bit to get going, doesn't it? <laughs> Hi, I'm Casey Kasem. The next long-distance dedication goes out to a young Scottish lad. Lots of speed, <laughs> lots of crashes. Dean Wilson, here's to you with wild horses. <laughs> keep your feet on this ground, Dean, and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> oh, man. Could, and wild horses could not drag JT away from Dean either. Nope. Nope. All right, that's been the NFAB <laughs> question of the day. N-Fab.com. That's a good one. Proud sponsors of the JGR Toyota team. NFAB. Probably, uh, probably uh, making the best shit out there. So, N-Fab. There's actually, they have stickers that say that. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to listen in. If you want more tits... Thursday, noon Pacific, Moto 60 show, presented by NFAB, Fly Racing. We make the best shit out there, unless you have a Ridgeline, and then you're shit out of luck. Yes. He's on fire tonight. No, trust me. Don't encourage him, please. <laughs> credit where credit is due. He's, he's on fire He's a regular tonight. Charlie Chaplin. Did you I'm, shout out the Fly Shorty pajamas? How about me dating myself with Charlie Chaplin? <laughs> Did he even, wasn't he only in silent movies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let's get to tits versus tits. We love this, right? Bring it. Are we going to keep JT on the line? (laughs) 
here is disappointed in my his Why? I'm on, already. I'm on Team Tits. Oh, yeah, I know. I don't remember where we left off when Tits was on the show regularly. I think... I, I, I had left. I don't remember uh, how many I was ahead, but I know that I had All right, so this... secured a, a commanding lead. All right, so we're going to need some easy questions, Keith, for some backup questions while this is going okay. on in case this shit gets crazy, gets to a tie. Or, on it. You know, uh, sometimes ex- neither of us know a lot of stuff. No, sometimes things go a little weird. So I haven't been studying either. So uh, These are the best out of five. So the first person to three yes. wins these. Yes. Wins uh, the tits versus tits battle. Um who has a stopwatch here handy? I, I gotta read them off my phone. So, give me. The, I got. I gotta watch my iPhone. Okay. Well, you. Uh, we got thirty seconds. Can you stop them? Stop watching them in thirty seconds. Yes, I can. You ready, tits? For each question. It's the best. We do all five, and it's whoever is leading at the end of five. It's not the first yeah, one. Yeah, best out of five. You do all five, and whoever has the most points at the end. Okay. That's how it works. All right. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds on the clock. Tits, are you ready? As I'll ever be. Pookie. Jesus, take the wheel. The blood's pumping. Jesus, take the wheel? Mm-hmm. Really? That's where we're at with this? Yeah. Okay. All right. Who did I make cry after reading an article I wrote about Hanny that caused the feud? Who did I make cry when I wrote an article in Cycle News, the back page of Cycle News, about Josh Hansen? All right. Pens down. You guys are both done. What do you got, tits? His grandma. What do you got? His grandma. Nope. Both of you are wrong. It was grandpa. 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 Yes, it was grandpa. That's close enough. Blose's grandma is the one that is on vital. (laughs) All right. Shit. At least we're wrong together. Who has won? You ready? Kiefer, when I... Yep. Go for it. Who has won the most 450 Supercross races this season? All right. Uh, pens down. Uh, or Pookie, are you done? Or yeah. you more time? Okay. Pookie, who do you got? <sighs> RV slash JS7. Tied. That's right. Yes. Trick tr- question. You got them both. Oh, RV yeah, it was a t- yeah. All right. Nice both, try. Both of you got one. That was a trick question. Oh, this one should be good. There'll be a winner out of this one anyways, I think. All right. You ready, Kiefer? Yep. List the riders, as many riders as you can. <sighs> That won a championship in their rookie season. Any class, any rider. Rookie season champions. 250s, 450s, 125s, 250s, maybe four-stroke nationals if you guys have any for that. I'll give you thirty, the full 30 seconds here to think of something. The full 30 seconds. Don't give me that look, Pookie. I didn't come up with these questions. Ten seconds. F you, dude. Five seconds. I could just start guessing. But Time. I really pens down, pens down, pens down. Is this an all or nothing? We've got to see how many you list. Okay. No, I think you can be wrong. We just, however many you got right. Okay. Right? Yeah. What do you got, Tits? Or wait, did we start with? Yeah, we start start with you. Okay. All right. I have Dungey. Yes. Canard. Yes. RV. Wait, RV. Yeah, he's, yes, he he's never lost 250s. his 250s. Yep. Yep. Uh, Stu. Stu lost the 120 Supercross, but did he win the Nationals? He probably did. I don't know. Uh, and Pichon. Uh, I thought I'd throw it out there. You got three. Anyways, for sure. Maybe maybe more. We'll Pookie. have to get the fact checker involved if necessary. 
Eli Tomac is wrong and AC is wrong. But with a sad face because right. he would have won. Because he would have yeah. won. All right. <laughs> this yes. This is up two. There you two go. Nothing. Two two one. No, he got one right. Yeah, I yeah. got oh, zero yeah. two right. One. Two one. Two one. Okay, I gotta mark this down. I got score going over here. Oh, you do? Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Uh, question number three. Four. What is Debo's alcohol of choice? What is Debo's alcohol oh. of choice? Don't blame me. I didn't make these up. Tips. Both done? Okay, pens down. What do we got, Pookie? What do you got? Crown Royal. What do you got, Tits? I just put whiskey. I, I got no You're idea. You're both wrong. It's yeah. vodka. Okay. Vodka. I didn't know that either, but I'm sure. Moser is the only one who would know something <laughs> like that. Mm, I don't know. Creepy, creepy stuff like that. I was like busy that. this weekend, so I wasn't really following along with the story as close as I probably JT, would have. JT, were you aware of vodka being a drink of choice? I wasn't, no, because I was trying to stay as far away from him as I could once I started drinking. I do, <laughs> I do remember Moser saying something about, that guy drinks vodka like no one I've ever seen before. Yeah, so, so there you go. That makes sense. Would have paid attention to your buddy. If, if I would have had those, you know, yeah, okay. Question number five. Ready? Yep. Who is Swiss Corps' favorite rider all time? Who is Swiss Corps' favorite rider of all time? Pens down. Boogie? Chicken. Chicken. Both got it. 3-2. 3-2. So that's it. That's it. That's five questions. Oh, we got two more questions. Let's go. Let's go to the restroom. Oh, come on. Let's do the restroom. <laughs> All right. Crap. <laughs> I'm going to lose this thing now. Crap. Which pet animal was crushed in chicken's garage door? Oh, my uh, God. Which pet animal yeah. was crushed this in chicken's good. garage door? It's a legendary story. <laughs> He accidentally closed the garage door on his pet animal. What was it? This is a 1988 pookie. We all, we're all over it. We all got over it. It's not the saddest thing you ever heard. It, it's kind of you said the question wrong. Hmm. You said animal. Mm, yeah, no, that leaves it open. Okay. Kiefer. All right. All right. Pens down. What do we got? What do we got? Turtle. Nope. He's got a shell. Turtle's got a shell. I put a dog. I, unless it was a chicken. I, I put dog. But... You wouldn't ask me a question that involved a dead dog, would you? <laughs> no, it was an iguana. I was going to say that. Okay. Mm. That's sad, though. All right, so. That's, that's a weird, weird question. It's a, it was in all the motocross magazines and stuff and all that. It was like a big deal. Before I was born. Well, whatever. I'm just saying. Okay. Last question. Did you have a 3-2 to two lead? Yes. What year did Debo win the East Coast Supercross Championship? What year was Debo Supercross champion for Factory Suzuki. You both pretty confident of that? Tits, what do you got? I guessed on 1990. It's either that or 88. Pookie? I knew it was 1990. 1990 is right. Congratulations, right. Tits. Tits. Woo! Tits. Taking home the W Here's your prize. once again. Thank you. Free Chinese food for Tits. Well, at least there's no biker Sherlock mansions. <laughs> Thank God for that. Big, Big air, bro. Air. All right, I think that's it. We got voicemails, but you know what? They're never that good. <laughs> Rain in yellow. I'm on no, a hot time. He didn't call this week. We got to get the Kiefer's out of here. So maybe we'll roll the voiceovers over to, to next week. Uh, Tits, did you enjoy yourself? I did. Even though the show was about half an hour too long, I still enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for calling me. Last if, week. if you need another fill-in, then uh, I hope you'll consider me. To ask JT? 
you have to ask. I thought you did a great job. Thank you. Uh, I would have done a great job. Pookie was supposed to Absolutely. kill but I got bumped, you got and bumped. I didn't even know it. You got bumped for tits, bro. Have you filled in before? Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. She's hung up on people a lot, though, and stuff. She can't quite. <laughs> That's not true. Mm, yeah, no. why did you call me instead of having her do it? I was worried about her flight from Omaha, her being too tired, her uh, being stressed out because she's gone for four days, ignoring the shit out of me and our dogs. Sure. So I was worried about her her, her mindset. I was worried mm. about her mindset. Omaha's yeah. a party, man. So she was got really drunk this weekend, texting me and calling me. <laughs> Between Debo and her, I didn't quite. Oh, my God. And I texted Adam Seen Cirillo on Saturday night. I'm like, stop me. Somebody take no, my phone did. away. Yes. Take my phone out of my oh, hands. I miss you so much. Did he reply back? <laughs> yeah. What did he say? I had to just, like, stop texting right now. <laughs> you never told me this. What yeah, I did. You told me because you go, please don't be AC. inappropriate. What did you great. say? That's great. Yeah, what did you say? What did Nothing. You say? I was giving him shit about tweeting about McDonald's. <laughs> that's it yeah there's nothing else well there was other stuff but it was fine some of pledging undying love for him it's only a text I can't wait Matt, until you're right. legal stuff oh, like that God. how many days till your birthday flyracing.com's Jason Thomas hey if you want in on the uh, New York BTO Sports VIP experience David Pingree's gonna be in New York he has been rented so uh, oh, yeah, the really? great David Pingree will be in New York who rented him we don't know uh, we don't know. Oh. You know. Listeners of the show. Um, and Kiefer, you'll be in New York. I'll be in New York. JT? Who's eligible to be rented? Is there a formal list going? Or JT's working on the list. He's contacting right. ex-champions it's, it's as we speak. constantly growing with the, mm-hmm. the vast amount of money that's able to be made. JT, what is, what is Swink looking at right now? Oh. If you want to. Uh, I think Swink's looking at a lot of things. Is he, is he available? Do we, do, we, do we know? Uh, I don't know. I wonder if uh, Shay Bentley's going to rent Ping. Maybe that could be his rent. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Ping shows up. Bentley's holding his number one plate. Uh, that's awesome. What's up? <laughs> I just, he has to just walk around behind Ping all weekend. <laughs> Tell me a story. Right. Um, so, yeah, Jason36 at AOL.com. Um, uh, rent him. Uh, or rent him. Email him for the uh, BTO Sports VIP program. National spots are open. As well, so uh, um, you get a free set of uh, goggles. I'm not sure the brand. I don't really know the name of these uh, this up, upstart brand that that you deal with, but uh, goggles. Uh, and you get uh, signed gear from some of the riders. You get to meet Andrew Short. You may or may not get to meet Matt Gurky. He's pretty quiet, <clears throat> but um, yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll be back at some point. Just may not be for a little bit. Do you think they'll fill in at all? I thought for sure, but it, I don't think so now. So Michael I think, Burns uh, out. I think Matt's going to be back earlier than we thought. Uh, so seven deuce deuce not going to fill in. No, I don't think that's going to happen. Before we leave, can you tell the people about the seven deuce deuce visiting fly racing headquarters? Uh seven deuce deuce was uh, yeah roaming the hallways, uh, letting people know that the seven deuce deuce is in the house. <laughs> say the least. <laughs> JT said there are people in cubicles, like snowmobile people, Harley people, you know. I have no idea about it. And he is yelling, seven deuce seven deuce. 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 And, and people are going, what, 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 who is this guy? That's awesome. <laughs> He's roaming the hallways yeah, of Western Power Sports. Good. That's your guy. That's, that's, your, that's your guy. Oh, I, I thought it was great. Right, right. Some other people, not so much. It's cool that Ralph's saying it, too. On Ralph TV. is? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, Ralph saying it on the on the broadcast, Seven Deuce Deuce. Whatever. I thought he was supposed to get an interview on, on the TV. Did that not happen? It did. 
It did? Yeah. When? I thought we got I thought he I thought there was. No. No, he's not been interviewed to my knowledge. No, Schmidt, Schmidt did. Oh, that's what it was. Did. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I don't think they're ready for that. We each emailed the producer of the show and never got a reply back. Uh, so I don't know if they're ready for that. He got fifth, though. He came up just short this week. God. So yeah, I look dude. forward to reading all about that on pulpamex.com, <laughs> along with the story about Debo. JT, thanks, buddy. Always a good time. Uh, thank you for coming on the Pulp Mech show. Uh, yep. And, yeah. Practice up on those witty, uh, witty comebacks, bro. You uh, yeah, a game tonight, bud. A game. No, no, don't tell him that. <laughs> Do not tell him that. That Casey Fuck Kasem it, thing was funny. The what? That Casey Kasem thing was funny. Yeah, During he nailed it. Music. What about the Charlie Chaplin? That was all right. I didn't hear that. Uh, Very timely. I don't know what Charlie Chaplin is, so I didn't laugh. All right, CJT. All right, see you. Bye. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces. Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherbies, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, Optics, Guts and Guts Racing all on board with us. Kiefer, thanks again, man. Yeah, thanks Good job. for having me. Yeah, you're, you're great to have. We got you that info. We got that. You're hey. officially in because we got you that intro. I'm stoked. And I was going to offer you money for tonight. You won't take it. I won't take it. That's insane. I bet. Well, why Heather do you think so? It? No, Heather wouldn't take it either last driving time. Driving all the way. Like, uh, if you're I local, like, I, I can see, yeah, coming in, you know, right. no problem. But driving, was it four hours? Something? No, two, two and, and, and a half. half. Two and a half. Oh, where, where are you based out of? Asperia. Fucking. Uh, okay, so that's not as and bad, they bring but still. Yeah. And they bring Starbucks. Fucking Pingree. Driving yeah. that. Right. So I think we were bartering on the way up, and we were talking about this. We're like, I wonder if I should ask for an extra song because I don't get paid. <laughs> yeah, sure, bro. I mean, yeah. Right. Whatever. <laughs> you know, all the songs. Yeah, how many songs you want? <laughs> you 10, 12, whatever. <laughs> uh, we got to work. rework our deal with Pingree. <laughs> Pingree said he was going to call Kiefer, remember? He was. Yeah, he's dra- <laughs> he's making me look bad. He's got a former co-host. Ping's dragging, him. Ping's dragging his rate, the rates down. <laughs> no, Kiefer's dragging the rates down on yeah. Ping. Right. right. So, uh, hey, no show next week. Thank Christ. Uh, we're done for dying and being resurrected <laughs> yeah. from the dead. Oh yeah, that's right. It really is his holiday. <laughs> that's a good one. I just realized that. See, I tried to be funny, and I could have. Uh, thank you, Jesus, for reals. Uh, we're we're gonna celebrate your holiday, and I'm not gonna have to put a show together. So I like that. Uh, we're off next week. Tits, thank you for filling in. You did a fine job. Thank you. Again, Thursday's noon. Moto sixty. Devin will be back uh, for the show after that, which will have JT in studio. By the way, after New York, so. Oh, he's coming home with you. That's right. Yeah, Yes, he is. Uh, so you'll get to hear all his witty comebacks <laughs> when he sits in the studio here. Thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to Mitch Payton. Thanks to Justin Brayton. Thanks to Denny Stevenson, Kenny Watson, Nick Way. Hanny. Josh Hansen. Josh Hansen. Pookie. Heather, thank you. Kiefer, again, thank you. We will see you in two weeks. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.